0: hello and welcome to the first episode of deep fried thoughts podcast where we explore a wide range of subjects from faith politics culture current events and much more in other words it's a hodgepodge of whatever's currently frying on my mind and with the world seeming like it's all burning down before us right now i, I thought what a, what a, what a better time uh you know to have my buddy darius on he's, he's a, an american he's black i'm an american i'm white i figured although we are are very similar in many ways we're also very different in many ways and some of that's due to the color of our skin and some of it's just due to experience and, and life uh so we we talk about all the different things uh that are going on right now and, and more you know and uh we did it in a loving way we laughed you know points teared up you know it, it's there's a lot going on and i think uh conversation is where we really need to meet right now so anyway without further ado uh here, here we go hope you enjoy Deep fried thoughts. Mm, this best podcast. Deep fried thoughts. Don't worry, we're working on a better intro. So uh so today I got a a guest that is um somebody I, I have a lot of respect for, somebody who really no matter what the situation, anytime we're we're together, I, I constantly find myself just laughing, whether it's at myself or something he says, just a very very solid guy I've known since well, how many, how many years we know each other now? Oh, started man, working at Sprint together.
1: Sprint, it was uh, 2009? You, I think you got there 2010.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, that was long because I started my job now. Yeah. The trash business in 2013, so yeah. yeah. Even like been 2010,
1: running. I left to work for, uh, left to go to Apple in like 2011. Yeah, 2010, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah it was, it's,
0: it's funny. It was like a huge gap in seeing you or anything. I mean, I'd seen you on social media and then, you know, over at Ali's shop, just seeing you pop in. And yeah, last like,
1: time I saw you, you didn't have the beard or yeah. the long glamorous viking hair oh, that, was, <laughs> <laughs> that was corporate carmen you had you were looking actually you look like bam bam bigelow <laughs> you look just like bam bam bigelow
0: yeah it was funny I, dude that was i was bald for a long time i i thought i was gonna lose my job multiple times this sprint were you there when i uh, i decided to shave my head completely yes. bald and get my head tattooed yeah that's that's the bam bam bigelow yeah. that's what you became well, bam with bam. the head tattoo right. I, I was looking to get fired <laughs> When they fired me from that job, I got on my bike and I rode right over to the uh, right over to the tattoo shop. I said, "I'm done, dude. I got my knuckles done." About ten minutes after.
1: Yeah, you guys were uh, you guys were like the original uh, fixed gear bike guys. I never understood. I remember the day you came to the shop with your fixed gear bike and your. <laughs> I was like, uh, "How do you st- wear the brakes?" <laughs> and you said. Uh, Funny story. <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> I almost died yesterday today, or something. Uh, you said you had to like you, you had to like jump and hop and skip or some shit. And yeah, lock yeah. Your you gotta down. Like oh god, apply
0: your own pressure the back brake, dude. That dude, is I was cr- I was way too fat for fixed gear. Dude, I remember one time I was riding right. I was flying home. Some car pulls out, and I go to stop it, and the sure weight of myself and the bike going to stop the chain literally exploded, and I was like, oh man. I was like, all right. I look up, and I stopped literally right in front of the door to the bike shop I go to, and I was like, well, that was convenient. And walked right in. <laughs> it wasn't long after that I put a front brake on.
1: Uh, I see your Destiny uh, figurine. Do you play Destiny? I used to before they betrayed me with a horrible sequel. Oh, so you're an original Destiny guy? Yeah. Oh, you're a real gamer. Yeah, I I'm love expect- Destiny. I have a little bit more gamer respect for you now. Appreciate it.
0: That doesn't mean, that doesn't uh, have anything to do with my skill level. My skill level is pretty much since since Nintendo had <laughs> But,
1: I got you. No, the original Destiny uh, the original Destiny was supposed to be the greatest game ever created. And then they, they dumbed it down before we even saw it. They just mm-hmm. dumbed, it down, dumbed it down and then dumbed it down and then dumbed it down to like this final cut of what we saw to be Destiny, which was still a great game, but it was nowhere near what it was supposed to be. Uh, because the two guys from that made Call of Duty Modern Warfare left... Formed no the guys from uh yeah they left and then they went to they were doing Halo at one point and then they left that to do Bungie and then uh it's fuck it's crazy dude.
0: Yeah, that game was the first game where I heard people talking about like it just it doesn't know what it is. It wants right. to be everything where I actually appreciated it. I feel like they took good aspects of everything where I I did hear that there was supposed to be a lot more and was supposed to be a lot different but the the final cut that we got I I still think was incredible especially after some of the um expansions that were released and uh, It's supposed
1: to be like uh it was supposed to be World of, War, World of Warcraft of guns and they I I don't know dude I I really don't like Do you remember a game called Marathon? No. Dude this is old game but these two the, the got uh, Bungie before they made Halo made this game called Marathon. I just had the ridiculous amount of gamer knowledge, but they made this game called marathon which was like the first person shooter that wasn't Doom back in the day and then from that they went to halo and from halo they went to Death destiny uh but yeah the, i i play i did play one serious campaign in the original Death destiny or like one fight like one serious uh dungeon or whatever they call it and then it was just amazing dude but then i f- I don't know. They made a sequel for no reason at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that pissed me off,
0: man, it was so funny because I was I was so into. I mean, I was listening to multiple podcasts a week just talking about Destiny, uh-huh. like trying to find out new metas, this and that, trying to get it all first, and you know, listening to what was coming out with the sequel. And then you know, people kept saying like your loot is going to explode and you're going to lose everything you've worked for yeah, like four did. years on. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm alright with that if they do it right. And right. I, I remember when I popped in Destiny two like you see them coming over the horizon yeah. they start gunning you down you watch your stuff explode and it was and then they they pull up for anybody who's been playing it for years they actually pulled footage and and like still shots from your years of gaming and it would show you pictures of you completing certain things and the people you completed it with almost like your journey as a character really? and i was like this is epic like this is so cool and then the game started and i changed my mind very quickly
1: i don't remember that at all yeah uh, it, it was sad isn't he from the sequel though, right? Uh,
0: no, he was from the Iron Banner expansion. Yeah, that part from of the, the er- first one?
1: Okay. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Oh, so when he said Iron Banner's back, and it was a big deal, I didn't understand what it was why it was so, such a big deal. But I yeah. get it now. Yeah, I've been gaming since like Pong, dude. I remember the day I saw Pong for the first time ever. and I got like, Pac Man. Like, um, I got Pac Man like a couple years later. Um, just I just want everybody to know that that. Um, Carmen gave me Hennessy. <laughs> hey, we're doing city-wise. I'm, we're doing city-wise, but he gave me my choice of Gentleman Jack, Monkey Shorter, or Hennessy. So if you give a black man Hennessy during a podcast, you're going to get nothing but the truth. So I, just, I don't know if he does this on purpose, but I think we both should take a shot of this Hennessy. Right.
0: Well, the funny thing is, I bought this for somebody because, all right, somebody at my work Right. likes liquor. He helped me out around Was Christmas he black? time. He, well, okay. <laughs> So I, I didn't want to ask him what he wants because mm-hmm. I wanted to surprise him. So I asked somebody else, and I didn't know they were making a joke. And they said he likes Hennessy, and I thought, all right, the man likes Hennessy. Right. And then I bought him the Hennessy. <laughs> I walk up and give it to him, and I got the goofiest look Is I think I've f- ever gotten. That's the biggest shot in the world,
1: Carmen. Oh, you know what? That's a because mi- I, I got the mixer. Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> poured a small canteen. <laughs> small canteen size. Shot of Hennessy. Oh, hey, cheers, dude, cheers. So I learned something on my travels to Europe. They say when you cheers, you're not supposed to, technically, tap the glasses because the tapping of the glasses to the
0: table or to the glass, like to each glass, to each is. other. Okay.
1: So the reason they do that is because back in the day that the, all the cups were made out of wood and uh, if you were like the toast was, a, was a, as a way for like enemies to like have a truce and then if you visited their land or if you guys had a meeting or whatever then you would take everybody would take the their cups and they would smash them against each other to prove that they didn't try to poison each other so ah, that means cool. that your drink slips into their drink gotcha. everybody's drinks purposely to slip into each other's drink and that way you know that you can trust ah, the people cool. that you're drinking with, because yeah, back yeah. in the day, poisoning somebody was like the easiest way to get rid of your, you know, have have a true. Fit, like, like, it's like the uh, the Red Wedding, uh, What's that? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones.
0: No, I have the books upstairs that I'm never gonna read. But every time I see <laughs> him, I tell myself someday. <laughs> I'm going to read them, and when I'm done, I'll get to enjoy the show. Well,
1: there is no seventh, seventh book yet, right? So I don't even know. Yeah, well, I have them up there. I just haven't opened them. Oh, yeah. The, the, I know? don't think there's a the last book <laughs> I don't think he made yet. And then HBO said, well, I listen, fuck Game of Thrones. They, they took 10 years of my life and, and just gave us the shittiest fucking corporate sponsored ending to please people. Like, since since when does HBO please people?
2: I'm so...
0: You know, that's actually one of the reasons why I never originally jumped on board and watched it because of how good I heard it was. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've seen multiple times and I've only experienced a few because I pull myself back early is when a show starts out amazing or, you know, builds up and it becomes this big nationwide or worldwide phenomenon show only to be the most disappointing ending and I don't want to invest my time in something. So, it, to have that happen again, so until something's done, and I see the people still talk about it the way they did early on, I'm not going to give it my time. I mean, today nowadays, I'll,
1: I'll binge stuff like here and there, and I'll just drop off. It's because, it sucks, in, but I feel like in the beginning, big stuff they want to, they want to draw everybody in, but at the end, they only want to please one demographic, and that is the average American person who watches television and that person who will watch television all day long all day of their lives like these are the people that they want to please like they want all of us to watch it you know but the, I, the people who the same people who were happy with the end of game of thrones are the same people who are happy with the end of marvel Avengers, like in game, like they were. Oh just... man, you just called me average. <laughs> <laughs> like, like,
0: like, now it gets to the
1: point where I just have to appreciate it for what it is, right? And there you go, and I'm and just then, like, I get right, that, you know. But I feel like Avengers and Game of Thrones are personal things, and like, event like with Avengers, like, come on, time travel, like, it's too, like, we're still doing time travel <laughs> as a way to get writers out of whatever situation they're in to please people. Like, time travel. Like, <laughs> do you watch um, Rick and Morty at all? No. I, I want to watch Rick and Morty. I yeah. really do. I would love to get into Rick and Morty, but... Uh, number one, I don't have the time. That's number one. <laughs> uh, number two, the humor is very, like, the burping and belching and... <laughs> and <laughs> like, the like the certain... I, I try to watch one episode. I think it was the first episode or the, or the second. One of the episodes I try to watch, and it was just very... I don't know. The humor is not, you know, like I. I work at Apple, and people I work with there, they love. They, I know the. I know it's a genius show. I know it's, it's. It opens this door to other realms of yeah. possibilities for I mean, for like for consciousness and what and smart, intelligent people to to, to find humorous. I get it, but
0: well, it, it's funny because it does like. Uh, cater to like the weed, dick, and fart jokes, like, <laughs>
1: like as
0: I, as strongly as you can. And then on the other it. end of it is like is stuff it, that's so beyond right. where I'm looking up and I'm like, oh, that was like scientifically accurate right, to a right. degree that nobody would know without right. Rick and Morty. So I think it is. I think that's something that I find funny and humorous in it that the show has so much intelligence to it yet is like constantly doing the weed, dick, and fart jokes. But no, the reason I brought them up is because they've always made fun of time travel, saying they're never going to do it, and it's been <laughs> introduced <laughs> into the show multiple times at this point. But they do it in a way where they're they're absolutely making fun of it, right? Um, breaking the you know breaking the fourth wall or or whatever. And uh, I just yeah, I, you I, up. they do. I I, I am mean, aware I'm aware, a I'm aware of the genius of the
1: show. Oh, I have a okay. try or do not do or do not. There's no try. I have a Yoda uh, um, koozie for my beer. I like it. Yeah. All right, chill. So anyway, so 2020, 2020, man, it's, 2020 this is the year is like, is this the end of the world? <laughs> like, be, they, they said it was 2000, but then it's 2020. And Did you fall for the Chuck
0: Norris is dead thing?
1: Chuck Norris can't die. Oh, well, no, he can't.
0: I didn't read the whole thing. I saw Uh-oh. this thing. It was like Chuck Norris has died from coronavirus. And then I was like, read. I read like a paragraph and I went on the Google and I'm fine. I'm like, I can't find it. I go back and read the rest of it. And it's like a full story of how. <laughs> it's okay because the day after he was dead, he rec- had made a full recovery. <laughs> Have you? Played I was like, "World of Warcraft," just a little further. I dude.
1: World, like Chuck. So, there's this thing called if I'm a gamer, like since Pong, like there's this place called World War of Warcraft Trade Channel where it, it has. I've, I've, I, it, it was so great that. Sometimes I will log on to World of Warcraft just to go to the trade channel to hear what's going on in the world. Because it was where you would just, but the Chuck Norris jokes on World of Warcraft were just like, am- they were like amazing. It was like, uh, like how Chuck Norris, like, like a strand of hair from his beard can pick any lock in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, like people would just, That's that stuff's for always hours. Yeah. Like, so you, are you aware of Chuck Norris jokes? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely, right, yeah.
0: Okay, right, I love right. him, but that one, I was like, I, really, this was another Chuck Norris joke. He made it me think like he was next dead. Level? He Can't do that this year because okay. this yeah, year, this is the year, is the Chuck, year that Chuck Norris, Norris will I die. die. Yeah, <laughs> this is the year that Chuck Norris. So that was wrong. Whoever did that, die. if you're you are listening, I hate you. You are wrong. It was do messed that. up. Yeah. Took advantage of our our terrible uh, year.
1: Yeah, Chuck. Twenty twenty is 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 the sum of all fears. I feel like it's it's just. Dude, I had, like, me and my brother both had these cars we called the GOAT, which was, like, the greatest of all time. Like, Mm -hmm. I had a a 2003 Nissan Maxima. He had, like, a, oh, what the fuck did he have? He had one of those police cars. It was gray. Um, Whatever. Oh, the Crown Vic? Crown Vic, right, Yeah. yeah, the Crown Vic. Uh, and both our cars died this year. <laughs> and oh, mind cool. you, we both planned on keeping these cars for the rest of our lives, <laughs> and, and they both got destroyed by drunk drivers. What? So, yeah. Oh man! But like, yeah, this this old this. Uh, this old Asian woman, I hate to say she's an Asian woman because it doesn't really matter, but I've never seen a drunk, older Asian woman before. So, <laughs> so the first time I ever saw a drunk, older Asian woman, she was pile dropping to my goddamn car. <laughs> she wouldn't get out. She had no idea where she was. I didn't want to call the cops on her because I'm not a snitch. I got yeah. insurance, <laughs> and then she had insurance. So, I... But she smacked two cars, and th- and luckily someone who knew her Happened to be walking by, and it was another you know Asian lady, and and, they, and then she called her son, and her son walks up to her like, again, mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> oh, that's sad. So man. I was just, just like, dude, get your mom the fuck out of here before somebody calls the cops, on her. dude. And so I never, you know, I that's you know whatever, I and I was, I, but it was a relief. I was kind of like, I was kind of relieved because. Well, older cars, older cars just get worse and worse every three months. It's like every three months yeah. there's something new, mm-hmm. you know, and so whatever. It's Dude, a the truck
0: I just bought, thank God the guy I bought it from, is my boss, and he was good about it. I was driving home in Motor Blue, $6,500. $6, $5, so, luckily. So he, he, your Motor Blue? Motor Blue. There was an issue with it when I bought it, but I was getting it very cheap.
1: Oh, uh, see, talk, Carmen, you can't, you can't. But at this point,
0: <laughs> he didn't make the money that he wanted to make off the truck. Okay. And I put a lot more money into the truck than I wanted to, but in the end, he didn't have what to put $6,500 into it, and I got a truck that now will last me much longer than it would have. Uh, it's a or
1: 2013 F-150. Oh, okay. F-150. Jesus Christ. The truck of America. Bed. Yeah. The truck of I lived in Colorado for a long time, and uh, once you pass Chicago you're not allowed to drive anything but a f150 between <laughs> Chicago and Los Angeles no between like Chicago I mean Chicago and I want to say Arizona you're not allowed to drive anything but a F150 and every now and then like listen I know a lot about white people like I went to school with them all my life like I lived in like I like I lived in Colorado you know what I'm saying and like so when I when you're that first white guy, to trade your F-150 in for a Japanese truck. Because they all eventually. <laughs> they all eventually like, well eventually one <laughs> something's
0: gonna last. Right. Like so, but like it was
1: like it was I lived in Colorado and it was and everybody had an F-150. And so every now and then it would be that one, the one white guy that would just drive down his white block with his rest of his white neighbors and he's got a Japanese, <laughs> he's got like a Toyota tundra, all <laughs> of some shit. And his neighbors are like, What the fuck? And they gave him hell for it. And then, like six months later, another neighbor is trading his truck in for like a Japanese. <laughs> and it becomes this thing. I swear to God, it's this war amongst the neighbors because you don't drive an F one hundred and fifty, and you fucking more. And I don't. I'm, it's, I'm new to it. I didn't. I didn't know anything about the beauty of an F one hundred and fifty till I got there, and then it's like, dude, like. But there's this whole thing America. It's this whole thing about you know like staying American. You know what I mean? And being American. What what it means to be in the Midwest, to be an American. You know what I'm saying? And does it mean to be an American that you have to drive an F-150? Like, I get it, but, like, the F-150 is, like, the only good truck they make. Isn't it? like... Honestly, I don't play
0: fanboy with that stuff. I've had multiple F-150s, so that's why I went with it. And okay. It. But it's crazy. Like, the old F-150s I had, man, they drive, like, they drive terrible. Right. Like, you, you know, the wheels constantly, you're constantly, like, jerking it back and forth to stay in right. the lane. And, like, your, every little bump is bouncing around. <laughs> this thing drives better than, than, you know, most cars I drive. It's crazy. And and that's that one's, like, seven but years it, old.
1: But you have a newer one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're uh they're they've 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 remade those cars because at, fir- at first they were talking about not making them anymore and it was this whole petition that they it went crazy and shit. You cannot make that yeah. like. I think all they're doing is trucks now, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Because well because they really Do they wanna f- hit that by a certain Ford point? owns a bunch of car companies. I think they own Jaguar and they own they own a bunch of car companies. So they don't they themselves don't have to make cars anymore. Yeah. They've right. they've got sense. cars and there's so many different yeah. companies, you know, and um but yeah, they're a conglomerate now. I think do they own Volkswagen now? I don't know. Yeah, I don't they. Know. Ford is Ford is like Coca Cola. They're not ever going anywhere. Like <laughs> <laughs> they'll find a way to serve aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny I, not to go yep.
0: back, not to go back too far when you're talking about drunk drivers. It reminded me. Do you remember that motorcycle I had? The that one I. Uh, what the heck was it? The um the Sportster I had? No. I, had, I I missed par- I
1: missed motorcycle Carmen. I'm new to motorcycle Carmen. All right. Yeah.
0: I got this around the end of working at Sprint. Okay. And I'm, it reminded me of the drunk driver thing. I remember uh I had a flat tire and some damage to it from a trip. I needed I needed to get a tow down to the shop. And
1: uh the you had tow a bad truck, front
0: tire? A a flat back a tire. F- oh yeah, my rear was flat. Okay. So, a tow truck company comes up with a pickup tr- or like a flatbed pickup truck kind of thing. <laughs> I think I heard
3: this story. And I'm <laughs>
0: looking at it, and I'm like, I've never seen anything like this. Apparently, it is a thing where they'll like, um, the flatbed will lift up like 90 degrees and then lower down to the ground. You put the bike on, and then it lifts the bike up like 90 degrees where the bike's suspended. <laughs> right? Lowers it. Well, I'm watching the guy strap it on, and I don't want to tell a man who does this for a living how to right. do it, but I'm looking, and I'm like, that does not look secure. <laughs> right? And I'm saying something to him, and I'm like, man, are you sure you don't want to put up? Sir, I promise you, I do this all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to step back and stay in my lane. Stay in my lane. This thing goes up 90 degrees. Right. I watch my bike get lift up about six, seven feet in the air. Yeah. The strap breaks and my bike comes slamming down on the pavement. I said, are you kidding? Yo, I pulled a knife and was screaming and wailing it around. God, I heard this and I'm, I'm, He's like hiding around his car and I'm swinging a knife at him but not trying to actually hit him. And I'm freaking out. And I winded up to tell – I said something along the lines of, "Like, I'm going to my house, so I don't kill you. I need to calm down right now." <laughs> and then I came down. I came back out, all calm, with the knife away. And I was like, "Listen, you're gonna have to pay for this. Yeah, whatever. Right. I get that all fixed. Right. No big, yeah, whatever. No big deal. That's what insurance is for. I was covered." Well, I had just gotten the bike back, and I'm parked in front of my bar, uh, you know, my, the bar I was uh, regular at. Mm. And all these people come in. You know, some lady just hit your. Uh, or this uh, some lady just hit your car. Well, a few sec. Or my bike. Well, a few seconds before that, I watch a lady. I forgot where I parked. Mm-hmm. I forgot that I was like parked like right there at the door. Right. While I'm sitting there at the bar, and I hear some some commotion. I look out and I watch this truck back up and hit something and just drag it down the street. And I'm like, oh man! <laughs> and then everybody comes in like, yo, that was your bike. I was like, no. <laughs> so I, I run outside. She's dragging your bike. I run outside and she's on my bike. Like the bike's under the back of her truck, and she's pulling forward, just dragging. I'm screaming like, holding my head. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's <laughs> she's continuing to try to parallel park. So she does her crappy park job. <laughs> down, she's wasted. She's white. wasted, and she goes, "It's okay, it's okay," and tries to walk home. And I'm like, "Yo, like I don't want to call the cops either. Right. I don't want to get them involved. I'm right. drunk." And uh, dude, I wind up having to sit her down physically, and go through her purse, take out her information, take photos of it, and then someone else called the cops or, or something. Anyway, the police come. The police were like, "What do you want us to do about it?" I'm like. Well, I have her information. She left the scene of an accident. My bike is destroyed. <laughs> I was like, I want you to do your job. Right. You know, they, she was, this this police officer was so overweight. I don't think she could get out of her car. I think that was the problem. Right. That, I mean, that's a whole right. other issue in itself, right, like right, the, right. the whole physical aspect of some of these people. But it, the, the laziness uh, uh, in that, it, it just pissed me off. But whatever. It reminded me of that, though. That was the only drunk driving experience I think I've ever had. The, 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 poli- the
1: police aren't the police anymore. They're not the police. How old are you again? I'm 32. Okay, well, J- Carmen's 32. I'm 44. They're gonna be. 32. I know we. This is a. We haven't given you guys any introduction to us, but you're gonna have to figure it out as we go along. But um, the police aren't. I'm 12 years older than Carmen, so just understand. And when I'm 12 years old, Carmen's just born. Okay. The police aren't the police anymore. They they used to be, you know, bef- back in the day that. This is the problem with corporations and like everything we're seeing in 2020 right now is the result of corporations taking over government. You know, like I'm all about government, big. Res- well, I'm all about government, not big government. We don't need big government. You know what I'm saying? I but, can 100% agree with right, you on that. You know, we don't but the reason we have big government is because corporations have taken over the government. You know, like I don't think people don't realize that a corporation, a corporation has the same rights as a human being in America. Which means if you can't Whatever you can't do to a human being, as far as rights, you can't technically in some sort of legal way. You cannot do to a corporation; they have rights. So when you get corporations' rights, which is not necessarily bad, I mean it it is it's not bad, but when you give them rights, they get to argue things that technically they shouldn't have rights to. You know what I mean? Like 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 Coca Cola buying up all the water in the world. Like, I mean, I'm not going to argue that things aren't
0: taken advantage of, right? Anything, but so anyway, it what we're
1: what we're dealing yeah. with is this: the beginning of corporations. You know, like. Just having control over the government, you know what I'm saying? And then we're and then so police used to be like the local news used to be like local, and they used to be in death with their neighborhood, you know what I mean? And so that you had B cops, you had cops that knew the area. Like we don't have it anymore. Like now every day they could wake up and they're like, well, who's in this area? Who's in this area? You know? Because now you as a cop, you can't even live in your neighborhood anymore. You know? Like if you you can't mm-hmm. serve where you live anymore. Well, if, I don't know if that was ever a thing or not, but. Like, we're, like, police just aren't police. Like, every cop, every, you're, like, the fourth person I've heard this week have a situation with the cops, and they showed up and didn't do anything.
0: Oh, man, that's not the, that's not the last time that ever happened. You know. And we're going to get into to the other situation, because it has a lot to do with what's going on now. Right. In fact, let's just, let's not ignore what's going on. Yeah. So, like, right now, you know, we were talking about 2020 being terrible, and the whole reason why I, I hit up Darius is because, you know, I've been, I've been quite silent on um, social media, which I really only have um, Instagram at this point. Me too. I'm silent. all Facebook. Facebook is very Dude, dangerous. Horrible. And um, do
1: you want a regular yeah. shot? You want a regular shot? regular
0: shot. I only have one shot glass. And that's the one
1: for like mixing martinis. I swear <laughs> his shot glass. Like the si- it looks like a mini can. It's, it's the mixer. It's, the, it's
0: like what you do to size up when you're
1: making a drink. Right. Cheers. Cheers. 2020. I hope we make it. What you saying?
0: Oh, anyway. Um. So, anyway, I've been pretty silent, but I've been watching people and seeing completely polar opposites. I mean, the same things you'd expect. Mm-hmm. But for you, I've seen a lot, you know, a lot of posts that were, I felt pretty extreme. And I started to try and, you know, you and a few other people, I was specifically making sure that throughout the day I was going on and seeing the stories. I and am whatever extreme. You're yeah. And I, I feel extreme in, in some aspects as well. But I think um, most of that stuff is is internal until things like this happen and you see who's you know, extreme in those areas. Right. So I started seeing some extreme views that you had and things that I differed on. And I, I wanted to comment a few times on a few people, including yourself, and I was like, you know what? Nothing's going to be had here over over text or anything. I was like, you know, the best time or the best way we can ever get through these differences or, or actually hear each other out is in person because, you know, it humanizes us. Even for us, you know, knowing each other uh, as well as we do, I, I still thought it'd be better in person. So that's why, you know, I asked you out here and I was I was so glad you were able to make it out. But um, I mean everybody knows what's going on right now right. you know it, it feels like the whole world's falling apart especially here in America which is yeah. which the news
1: is designed to do uh,
0: I, I agree with you and we will definitely get into that um but yeah so one of the things I wanted to you know, talk to you about is you know what's going on I want to know your your position I mean I'm right now it's it's being made to be a black and white issue I'm white you're black Yo, and they, I wanted to use, know your thoughts on that America's going to so, use
1: black versus white to. They're going to push us against each other to keep any progress from happening. This is the corporation. The corporations do this.
0: So, well, then I guess that would be my my question for you. Then, like, do you, so, do you think? I mean, you already answered, but if you can expand more, think... do you think this is a black and white issue?
1: What what's, what, what's the foundation
0: mean? of what's going on right now? The explosions in the streets, the
1: rioting, eh, kinda, the looting. It's not. It's not. It's a. See, the, 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 I, feel the murders. Like there, I feel like there is. There's two. Di- I feel like you have two. You have two different kind of white people in America right now. You have. White people like you who you can push your own agenda for whatever it is, but you're not racist, you know, and you're not racist. Right. Carmen? I
0: mean, I'm told I'm racist a lot these days, but I don't think I am. No, you're not racist. <laughs> like,
1: it, it, you you have you like you can't like, white people. Are, like, this is the thing. Right. White people have enslaved black people, but the white people who enslaved us are. They're the white people who have been enslaved us aren't the white people that were here, they, they aren't these people, they aren't they, those exact people, you know. But do
0: you think that we're responsible though for what those people did?
1: Do I feel like no, I don't feel like white people are responsible, but I feel like that's that's a rough question. Well, let me I don't, I, ask I, don't you, I don't feel like a, you're responsible, okay. you're not responsible for slavery. But you are responsible to have empathy or sympathy towards towards black people. The fact, the fact that black people were slaves, and for four hundred years we worked for free to build this to build the most powerful country in the world. Mm-hmm. Like this, like this. I just we just want the respect. I don't want you. I don't. No, I don't think you guys owe us. You can't change. Like even if I had a a white person I loved to death, they were my brother from another mother, and we grew up together like twins and shit. Like you can't really. There's nothing you can do to to change the situation, but, but you can f- walk alongside us, you know, mm-hmm. because this is not going to change until white people start having this conversation with other white people. And you know, what's interesting is behind the
0: scenes, this has been happening between me and my family right. since this started. The conversations are there. Right. right. So these are good things that I'm seeing. Last night, when my brother came over, uh, you know, for those of you who are listening, I had uh, a pipe leak and it was spraying water behind my walls, did a bunch of damage uh right around when it was pouring rain for days and I thought it was rain. Anyway, my brother came over to help fix the leak and, you know, because of everything that's going on, you know, it was an obvious conversation and we started getting into some deeper things and we argued a little bit, you know, we talked a little bit and it, it I think that's good, regardless Ooh. of what the outcome was, these conversations are coming up across the country. In fact my brother, who's very far left, uh politically speaking, um, he's somebody I'm, I'm very cautious about the things I say to him because I don't want to drive our relationship away. Exactly. Um, and both of us can be emotional because it's things. just politics. Yeah, it really isn't. Like the they day. don't give a fuck about any yeah. of us. It's all about money. Like, but but, but the ahead. conversations have been coming up, and and that's probably one of the best things I'm seeing happening here. Uh, people might disagree with me on that, but that to me is the best thing I've seen in the past. I'd say week or so.
1: And see what happens is, so progress like. Uh, just like to say from 2010, you know and I, me, mean? I know for a fact that in the last ten years, progress has happened where people don't really see color anymore. I I, re- I really like my friends who like who are white. Uh, I can't really say that. Like we we are trying our best not to see color. We're so diverse in our activities and what we do and our music and our whatever it is that when you're with people that who are white or black that you love or hear about, you don't see, really see color. Mm-hmm. We fight every day to push past this, but you know what fucks that up? Social media. Yeah. You know what fucks that up? The news. Because what happens is it's, it puts this anguish between you and I that if it wasn't for this, you and I never, we never argue about anything. <laughs> so even mm-hmm. when we knew that, like, like, whatever. Like, I, I don't, we don't argue, but, they don't want progress because when, when you, because when white people and black people have progress and make change, then they have to change things in the government. And that means corporations have to change. And it, it, it honestly means for when black, white people and black people start getting along, corporations lose money. That's it. Like corporations will lose money if there's no racism. Be- How so? Can you because, that? You, because you can sell the same thing twice instead of selling it once. You know, like you can, you can, you can sell this in this area towards, towards, I I don't have the exact blueprint of how Mm. to do, how it works, but. And just to be clear, anybody like, listening,
0: a... neither of us are experts in this stuff, and I, I specifically I didn't want to do. I did some research and got some statistics and numbers. That, you know, on yeah, my I have numbers here, but, too. The, 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 but for this... the most part, th- this is about two people who are not experts. You're, you right. know, this is not a Ben Shapiro, uh, Sean King. This no. that's not what this is. This is two people that are probably more like anybody else that's listening right, right. now, just to talk about this stuff on a low level. Because and these uh, are the conversations
1: yeah. that you guys are having in your basement at home in the barbecue. Like none of us are prof- yeah. are, are pros, but we. But we, I think, really, this is about talking to each other and getting information instead of getting it from the internet. Mm-hmm. Because the internet is bad now. It used to be cool. I remember Prince said, he said a lot of things. But he's, one thing he said was, he said, the internet is dead. He said, the internet died years ago. And I understand what he means, because the internet used to have this innocence to it. Before, I think it was Bear.com. When Bear.com sold, like, back in the day, you can get URLs and Corporations didn't give a fuck. You could buy Disney.com and Disney didn't care. But once Disney started caring that somebody else had Disney.com, and once Budweiser paid two million dollars, cause some random motherfucker in Arizona somewhere bought Bear.com and held on to it for years until Budweiser came to this man and bought paid two million. Once the internet died, once it got like that, it doesn't make a difference anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like we just we have to stop. We have to realize that the internet is not a good place anymore. The social media is not a good place. Facebook, like Facebook's employees, walked out on Zuckerberg because he will not. He will. I mean, he, he does. It's not about censoring, but Facebook is not public internet. It's private. Mm-hmm. Is you can't have public opinions and views go through a private anything where they can help, when they can change the rules anytime they want. Yeah. You well,
0: that's like, the sad part is because the internet is dead in aspects because like all right like what you're talking about corporations these pe- these places have gotten so big that there's only a few places to go and it's easy i've heard people say well go start your own it's not that easy right. it's not that easy at all and there are people starting them up every day and right. once you get to a certain point you're bought out and who's going to say no to those giant checks that when that that social media money comes comes flying your way I don't care how strong you are. There's a big chance And there's you're a going to lot, there's up. a there's like a billion dollar industry. Yeah. If you want to be part of what's going on today, you have to be aligned with these few companies and they are all seeming to have similar views, whether it be their actual personal views or what they're trying to push it to, to gain money or financial gain or power gain, you know, that's what we're all suffering from. So that that censorship is is kind of crazy, man. uh to think censorship,
1: about. Censorship, Instagram censorship and Facebook censorship is is So let's 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 alright so that's number one you know like I don't think there are enough black people working at Facebook or Instagram to step up and say anything's wrong or in, as far as injustice we have to rely like when it comes to stuff like that when it comes come to Silicon Valley period like the black I'm not going to say brown because there's a bunch of Indian people working in Silicon Valley but there aren't enough black people in Silicon Valley Valley for them to be forced to not take a side. You know, like we, there aren't enough. Like Zuckerberg and Instagram, they can censor whatever they want, whenever the hell they want. And mm-hmm. right now, Zuckerberg's actions are leaning right. You know, and this is why his employees walked out. Because you're leaning, you you have to stay neutral. I don't care. This Like, if anybody can stay neutral <clears throat> in this situation, it's Facebook. Facebook they they designed social media culture like yeah. facebook is social media culture
0: how do you feel that they're leaning ain't leaning right maybe i'm missing I, I mean, something i mean i don't I'm not on, on
1: facebook anymore yeah. i'm just going by what their employees are saying okay cuz you know, like, what i've
0: seen as somebody who's like you're not on facebook a anymore either right no
1: right i got rid of facebook when
0: it, it's funny i've always had i mean i feel views. like
1: we both left when we both started arguing on facebook
0: it, it, well i when arguments started being like the norm on right. facebook uh, so what happened was Um, so when I knew you first, like I I had walked away from my faith, you know, I'm a Christian and, um, you know, I, I love my faith. It's it's the most important thing in my life. And I I remember you being a a strong
1: man, a man of strong faith.
0: Well, I said that, but my actions didn't show it. You know, I really, I had walked away from it. I see that now. Uh, I walked away from the lifestyle you I back? should say. I am. All right. Yeah.
3: You look
1: good. In a dirty way. <laughs> I, 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 no, you had listen, you have to be you have to be dirty monk drunk Jesus faith these days. You have to. Like the smart like uh, what's his name from Robin Hood?
3: What
1: uh, the the drunk the the drunk preacher. Oh um, I know you're talking about. Right, you have to be the (laughs) drunk preacher. You have to (laughs) be. That's not fully what I mean. No, I don't know. what you mean, but it's like it's not stopping you from taking shots of henny with me right now. No, right. So, but you still have faith. Yeah. Yeah. But I my do. dad is a pastor. who never take shots of Henney with me. Yeah, you know, I know, I know, you know, it's funny. A lot of you know, a lot of people are
0: against drinking, and I, you know, but a lot of people in the, in the faith are also against tattoos and a lot of other weird things. No, you know, dude, I, no, I read the bu- That's I read religion. The bu- yeah. See, that's it not is. faith. That's religion. So I read my Bible and right. I listen to it almost every day in my in my truck. Um, I remember you went with your I, your I uh,
1: your spiritual. Yeah. Trip,
0: well, right. So what happened was, all right, you so, almost died on that trip, I did, dude. That, man, you're bringing up all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so That's but actually what changed my life. So. Yeah, I was I was out there and like honestly, I was sad, man. Like when me and you knew each other before, right. like I was always doing something to, to laugh, right? I was always smiling, but dude, I was miserable. Everything, you know. And this is this is a story we no, all have. We've really, all been you're, I, this. you're right. You're just you know, admitting to it. It was the saddest time I've ever had in my life. I, you know, I've been dealing with depression my whole life uh, to a degree where it comes on and I don't know why, right? Um, and I just all of a sudden want to kill myself, and I think it's going to be better if I kill myself. And end Suicide
1: it. is real. Yeah. Suicide is a big thing these days. Man. A lot of people think about it, but go ahead,
0: man. So. Um. Yeah, man. I had, I had a death wish. You know, all I wanted to do was get high, get you know as drunk as I could or as high as I could. Roger Nothing bike, was good enough. Ride your bike hard as fuck. Yep, dude. Re- <laughs> dude wrecks like crazy. I just, right. I, I, I didn't. Not that I wanted to die. I just didn't care. Right, I didn't I feel you. I had anything I've to lose. There. But I did. I did have things to lose. I had people love me, but I didn't see that. Um. Yeah. But yeah, there was um a couple. Turn of events that sent me back to Bible College, which is you know it, it's a it's a college, but you know we b- studied biblical theology, and they were you know founded in the Word of God. and the classes I took, we studied different. This is the place in stor- the suburbs of PA. So no, they have. I mean, they have branch uh, branched out um, campuses all over the country. Okay. They're based in two yeah. countries. One is in America, in um, right by Disney World. What is that? Anyway, one's out all in right. California. And then another one's in in another country, okay. but those are like the two main campuses, but it's through uh, a church that I, I had attended and and do now, mm-hmm. uh, Calvary Chapel. So they have Calvary Chapel Bible College. So I went out to, uh, I don't actually I forget which time you're talking about, because I went twice. The you, time you Well, that's, uh, yeah. So I went out to Spain. Right. And um, it's crazy. I was like real upfront with them. I told them, I said, listen, I'm a, I'm a recovering, like a yesterday recovering. Drug addict. <laughs> like I just, like got I just decided to stop and I <laughs> want to go back to, I want to come back to God and I need a bubble. I, I had just been released from prison, right? On a where I should have been doing or jail. eighty plus years, jail, jail. Okay, should have been doing eighty plus years. And
1: what? Yeah, dude.
0: You skipped the eighty plus year. I don't think I would have got that, but that was what the charges added Uh-oh. up to.
1: Oh no, that's consecutive. You'd have, you'd have ran consecutive.
0: Bro. I yeah, I would. So would it winded up? It would have been five to ten years. When there I say that it's like,
1: <laughs> but when he said in court, it Yo, sounds so it's bad, even, dude. I was <laughs> terrified. So you're, that was your first time hearing a judge go ten years, ten years, <laughs> dude.
0: I went in. I had I had everything in order. I was ready to go, man. That's that's another story. I'm not going to get into go today. Ahead, but ahead, you know, yeah. um, I had I had just won a lawsuit and got like 10 grand right before I got arrested. In mm. fact, I was I was coming back to my faith. Try. I want to speed through this one. So I was trying go to yeah, come yeah. back to my faith. I was working at a nightclub. Found another guy that I had known through my, my family members uh, when we were kids. we were working together. We decided to both kind of hunker down and go back to 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 the Lord. While at the same time, you know, we're we're selling coke in the in the club. So like it was it was a real twisted sense of what we were doing. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, I tried to kill myself. Uh, I had, all right, so he moved in with me, and again I'm speeding through this. So he had moved in with me mm-hmm. um, to try and get his life together and and do it together. And you know the depression hit, and I I parked in a construction zone behind my house, and I had a gun in my mouth. My favorite music playing, yeah, you know, the most depressing songs I could think of. Mm-mm. And was Green a, Day in there. No, nah, it, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was mostly Bright Eyes, man. But I, it was the closest I'd ever come to kill myself. I had I had a 1911 that I was I was biting down on, and it was cocked back, and I'm I'm pulling the trigger. The trigger was about halfway pulled. It was gonna it was gonna snap at any moment, and I heard my my name get called out, and I looked in my mirror, and it was it was John, the gentleman that I uh, believe was put in my path for that moment where. You know, I'd asked him to move in my house. Mm-hmm. I hadn't come home, so he decided to take my dog for a walk. Got mm-hmm. lost and ended up in the zone that I was at. So I, I think that that was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Did he so, see
1: you with the gun in your mouth?
0: No, he was behind my car. Oh, and um, I just—I I remember like right before that, I'm just—I'm hysterical, crying, pulling mm-hmm. the trigger, saying, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." Please forgive me, Lord, because I believe that the moment we die, we're before God. So I knew I was about to see him in in every bit of me. Right. And I wanted to be forgiven for what I was about to do. Wasn't John one of Jesus' disciples? Yeah. 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 See? And uh, so anyway, so I winded up going in that night, smoked a bunch of weed, and wrote a letter to God telling him that, you know, I basically, and I still have this letter. I read it from time to time. And it was just man, me pouring out my heart. And I said, listen, this is not what I want. This is not what I want out of life. This is what I want. And I laid out a bunch of things that I wanted to be, a man of God, you a know, respectable person in society. I wanted to I wanted to better myself. I didn't want to just be high all the time. And I said at the end of the letter, I said, if I wake up tomorrow morning and I, I don't hold these things true, I want you to take me out. And I meant death. Mm-hmm. But uh, he took me out. <laughs> he took me out of my life, man, because the next night we were out looking— um, we were looking for girls and to get into some trouble. We were running through Camden. I had Jesus Christ. a bunch of drugs on me. I had <laughs> Jesus Camden, yeah. Jesus Christ. I had, I had two loaded, two loaded guns on oh, me, um, and about a thousand rounds of hollow points in the back, back of my truck because I was supposed to go on a camping trip. The fact that I had hollow points was really just because I went to a gun show and they were cheaper than regular rounds. I was like, oh, whatever, <laughs> fine. I'll buy all these hollow points in boat, right? America. Winded up canceling the trip. That was part of my depression. As a whole, mm-hmm. other thing with this girl, yeah. uh, I had feelings for. Anyway, so I winded up leaving most of the camping gear in my my truck so or my vehicle at the time. So we get pulled over because my buddy puts a mask on that happened to be left in my car from my brother borrowed it to go skiing, and it was like That's one crazy. of those knitted like
1: head that is just that has God a beard. setting your situation up, dude. It's crazy, man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to make this fast, but it's, such, ahead, it's no, so much it. longer. So I, you need to tell the story because I feel like yeah. black people need to understand. They don't. I feel black people don't understand what a Trump voter looks like. Yeah. I they, feel like we feel like Trump voters don't have. They don't have souls. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I, seriously. Like, That's some how black and brown Obama right? right no, some some black people <laughs> and brown people feel like Trump no, voters I don't I have it. souls. I get it. you, I get it. Right.
0: So actually I'm glad we're bringing this up because there is a, there the part of this story is something I wanted to bring up to try and give you mask. an idea of a perspective that I've gotten of right. police brutality because, okay. so anyway um so my buddy reaches in the back seat and again we're just looking to get laid and have a good time get, right. get messed up so he looks in the back seat and my brother just recently went skiing or snowboarding and, and had left left a you know when they got real big back in the day it was like a it was like a beanie but it, it came down and looked like a beard over your face to keep your face yeah. warm but it was like a, the color of a beard so my brother, my,
3: okay. All right,
0: anyway, it was like a knitted yeah, hat yeah, yeah. that had like a part that goes over your face and it covers your face, that. but it looks like you're wearing a beard. Anyway, it was something stupid. I'm driving through Camden. My buddy Jesus reaches Christ. in the back seat for something totally different. He puts that on, and we just happened to pass in a patrol car that was hiding. This is like 1 or 2 in the morning. Jesus so the cop sees two white guys going through a neighborhood. One of them is wearing a, a, you know, what looked like a ski mask. In Camden. We get lit up. So I'm like, damn. All right, I pull over. Guns. The guy's got his hand on his gun. I think the one was drawn, and I was like, "Oh, this is not okay. Like, this isn't like a pull over. Like, you know, it's funny. A lot of it people already... think a lot of people think white people get pulled over, and it's just honky dory. And I, I'm sure there's some a- some truth to that, but that's not the case all the time. So, no. and I wasn't expecting to Colorado. talk my way out of this. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. So in Canada, man, I'm like in Canada for those of you who don't know, that is not a place you want to be. It is not a happy place. Let's,
1: if people who don't who don't know. A lot of white people go to Camden to buy drugs uh, yeah. from Jersey suburbs, yeah. and they thought they had one of those white people. Yeah. Go.
0: So yeah, uh, so they pulled me over, and the guy asked me, "Do you have any guns in the car?" And he's, you know, I got I got a gun being pointed at me from behind, and I got a lot of angry cops screaming flashlight. I can't see what's going Are on. Are they screaming at you? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie at this point. And, and I looking back, I'm mad at myself for saying for this because I wonder it, could it, I it. have just pulled off. I said, "Yes, there's a loaded gun to my right side. Now I had a license to carry, but I was in Jersey. I only had a license to carry in PA. So I knew I was I knew I was in trouble." I forgot that I had another one in the glove compartment. I always have guns on me. You know, that's just my lifestyle. Like, now I'm a lot more responsible with it, but back then I was a lot more careless and thought I was invincible. You know, as most young I got people you. are. So I had some I had a bunch of weed in the car, which we had bought from somebody who was selling and it looked like we were selling it because it was all small little bags, but that's just how we bought it. We got it cheaper. So it looked like I had intent to distribute and and all these other things. uh, Anyway, so they start searching my car. They find the other gun. They're pissed about that. Nothing's coming up registered because in PA, you don't have to register. So I didn't have anything registered.
1: So you didn't have to. Well, at this time, you didn't know that you didn't have to answer any questions from these dudes or to search your car. But a lot of us in America don't realize that.
0: I've learned a lot since. Yes. At this time. Well first of all if they called up a drug sniffing dog that car would have been would have been snatched up right. instantly anyway But they had to have
1: proper probable, probable calls to even call the dog in. Yeah. There's so many law It's so many things twisted. They have ways to over. You need to know your rights but go ahead. Yeah. So and
0: again, very uneducated on all this and yeah. I really did have a little bit of me that thought I'm going to be okay. And anyway, so I'm sitting there on the side of the road, I'm ha- in handcuffs, they got me and my buddy separated. And then the, the, the one officer comes over he goes um, are you out here pimping girls or something? I'm like what? Girls. And I come candy? to find out the guy that I was with got arrested a few years back for for pimping, and it was it he was one a of those... white guy. Yeah. So hold the fuck up. So that? it started out that he just had a friend who needed some money. You know, this is how, you know it's funny. You see these things on the news and you I've think, oh man, before. that man's a pimp, and you think all these different things. Yeah. And I is... and I've gotten it, I got into it um for for about a year myself. So I understand. I hear this it's stuff not easy, starts. but it's sure it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Now I got I got myself involved in it you, you know years crazy. after this, yo, this so like I understand those, Like you, when you
1: ask God to set you up for change <laughs> <laughs> yo he gave you the whole all right sh- shebang dude yeah, yeah, yeah. pimp drugs guns hollow points camden like, yo, this was, oh this was dude yeah, this, 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 I, was yo, this is the worst of any black story i've heard <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst of any black guy i've heard being yeah. camden so, in
0: my anyway life. so i'm sitting here they tell me this and i'm like damn i kind of find out later he had a girl you know a friend of his that needed some money she was afraid to go out to these people's homes alone and he was just driving her around and then it, it kind of grew from there and he got got in trouble so and again, I mean, that's I'm not saying that thing that's all right. but If you but ever it's get pulled over for being think. a pimp, don't admit to it. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, they well, they looked him up, they found his charges. So I'm, I never knew that about him. So anyway, so I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I oh it man. Riding around with a pimp. So they start asking me. They're like, your gun fits the description of this and that. Are you? Did you just put? Your did you gun just fit p- the Yo, description? Yo, I knew that was How BS. How the fuck do you description? Sh-
2: sh-
1: How does
0: the cop? They said that we raising a gun on the. They said that. Me and him and my gun fit a description of a guy that was going up and down that street because that's where the hookers are, and he was putting a gun in their mouth and robbing them after they serviced him. So I'm like, absolutely not, wasn't me. Whatever. Long, long story long, um, I get hauled off to jail. Hold they, on, they, so they they, kind
1: of stop your phone. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, this God of War. Yeah, it is. Should I buy this game? Do you have... What, what system? PS4. I'm going
0: to hook you up before you
1: leave. Okay. I need it back. Okay. But I, you're,
0: you're leaving. <laughs> I, saw, I was going to bu- This is his kid, right? It's one of the greatest games I've ever okay. played.
1: Okay. I, I was going to... I was like, you know what? Let me ask Carmen tomorrow before Yo, I
0: buy it. It's unreal.
1: It's amazing. Okay, it is...
0: And I got it right when my son was born. Anyway. It's funny I that I see this because I... i I, I'm just, I knew what it was, but yeah. I was like, all right, go. Great Gamer gaming, game. Gamership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... God. anyway so Damn i go to i go off to jail and dude there was this moment i remember sitting there on the side and i realized i'm not gonna talk my way out of this and you know it's funny like we reach this moment at some point i think i i'd like to assume all of us do where we become adults and i think it happens in a moment
1: i think i'm still waiting for that moment <laughs> <So> <laughs> I,
0: I remember sitting there and thinking to myself i'm just this young boy and i had all these flashbacks of me as a child and all these good things that happened to me and i thought you know, to myself, they don't see that. They only see what's right here and what's right here is not good. And there I had go. this moment where like that. they they didn't know me. They only knew the situation and I was being judged on that and not who I was, which is what a lot of people in this country face. And it was the moment I also realized that I was going down. So as I get hauled off, there was a lot of other issues, I winded up having to confess to um assaulting uh, these women not having. Oh, hold on, not oh, having. So here's you, here's the thing. All right, so I'm jumping. I was sitting in a cell, and it was or, you know in a little holding cell. It was me and my buddy. They had handcuffs on us that were way too small. My hand, my buddy's hands were turning blue. Like I never seen anything like. It. I mean, a, and um, we're yelling out to them, like I'm trying to you know I, I'm trying to figure out the situation, trying to get more comfortable. Like what they were doing was a, a low level of brutality. Mm-hmm. You know, they these cuffs were not made for a guy of his size. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the stuff for, for bigger guys. Mm-hmm. They weren't using it. So I'm calling off my phone call, anything i seen in the movies, like, you know, where's my <laughs> phone call, this and that, and, I'm, and they're, just, they're just getting pissed off. Mm-hmm. So finally they come out and they pull me out of the cell and they ask me, yo, we know you did all this stuff. And they start saying all these things. And if you admit to it, we'll let your buddy go. What? Yeah. So now uh, people that are going to hear this, this is happens to a well. white man, yeah, Listen, ladies and you're, gentlemen. You're probably not going to agree with what I did, mm-hmm. but I... I don't regret it. Okay. I loved this man very much. I knew that he could better his life. Uh I thought to myself, I've screwed up so many times, I don't deserve anything else. Right. I thought, if anything, none of this is true. Once I get out of this and I'm away from these officers, I'm going to start blabbing like anything. Like More than I ever had, I'm going to tell the truth. I don't care what they have on recording. I'll tell them what they did. So I let my buddy go, and I go in, and I admit to raping uh, women. um, Also, I mean, they were literally just... Pulling out and just kind of trying to close off cases that they hadn't solved with what my the name fuck? to it. So this never came. Nothing ever came of this, which is crazy. Boy, but did you have t- How did you look at this time? I was bald, head head to toe covered in tattoos, um, and I was you know dressed in like you know. So they don't know. They shirt. they
1: think they have like a meth head junkie. What they don't know what. they I had. I don't know what they thought. Right. Okay. But they
0: knew that they had someone this that didn't crazy. know his rights, and they were trying to take advantage. So wow. somewhere in a Camden police uh, facility is me admitting to assaulting, raping uh, women, uh, prostitutes with with my gun, and all sorts of crazy stuff. And I had to admit that my buddy wasn't part of it. And I don't even know if he knows all this because we lost touch right after this. I think he had a lot of shame with what happened, uh, and he kind of just. Buried himself away from me, which is a whole other sad thing in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, if for whatever reason anybody knows, knows who I'm talking about and you know him, tell him I'm looking for him, man. I, I, I want to hug him. But um, they let him go. Mm-hmm. And then they put me back in my cell alone and they handcuffed me to the floor. So there's a bench in the little holding cell that's being held in by metal poles on the ground. They, they handcuffed me to the metal pole on the floor. And every time I fell asleep, they'd come in and kick me and wake me up. Yeah, dude, it was, it was a lot of weird stuff that happened, man. And I start, I didn't, I didn't know this stuff was real. If somebody told me a story. Maybe if you're listening, you don't believe it. That's fine. I believe. I it. wouldn't have believed it. That's why I say
1: the fuck out of Camden. <laughs> <what I said. laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so, um, man, listen. Yes, I just to felt... say something from uh, when you, when you're, when you're black from Philadelphia. Yeah. You, you don't go to Camden. Like I'm not saying people. I don't know. I don't know. Nobody, nobody in my life who's ever had to go to Camden for anything other than to drop somebody off. I have an uncle. I refuse to take him any further than a certain area to drop him off. But to, just understand people who are listening to this, they don't understand the Philadelphia Camden relationship. Whereas a Camden cop is a whole nother beast. Like a Camden cop's had permission at one point, And I think it was Elizabeth Warren, who was the governor of New Jersey, who just pretty much gave Camden cops and Camden. No, no not her. But, with, no, not the, I'm sorry. Not Elizabeth Warren. Uh, it was That might uh, be the
0: Native American you're thinking of. No, it Elizabeth Warren's that was a joke of, of it. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth
1: Warren. Whoever was the governor of New Jersey during the 90s, during the crack epidemic, she pretty much gave these people permission to do whatever they want. And the problem when you give people more power, if they're not, they're reluctant to give it back. Yep. You know? Yep. People don't like man. to get... And this is what we're dealing with in America. Old... White people who run this country don't want to give this—they don't want to relinquish this power.
0: See, and that's where you and I differ. I I don't necessarily think it's a white-black thing. I think just in I don't, general, I don't know. I don't
1: think it's a white-black thing with our our age, but when it comes to people who are 60, 70, 80, 60, 70, 80 years old who are in this government, they come from an era before you and I were born of politics mm. and of and of how a way of how government can go. Well, you know, like— it's I guess like, I just
0: I mean what you're saying would make sense on paper I just don't know enough about it
1: is all well I'm 12 years older than you but that doesn't mean much <laughs> but it does no, I've right seen it. a different America yeah. I've seen like like I feel I kind of feel like I feel like you all you've seen is a certain America mm-hmm. and I remember and I don't know why I always associate the doobie brothers <laughs> 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 to this time where whites and blacks got along but for a secondary you we were making progress you know like in the 80s before crack hit before cocaine swamped America, like, we were making progress, dude. You know what I mean? Ebony and Ivory and Michael Jackson and and Paul McCartney. Like, we were making Mm -hmm. progress, dude. And like, something happened. You know, we stopped making progress where, where older government, older white, and I I had to say, older white government, because there's no older black government keeping black, keeping these institutions alive. Like, older white government did, did not want to relinquish that power. And they still have it. Like, what's the dude's name? I, I don't, um, uh, whatever. But well, I'm just saying that, you know, Camden is a problem. Like yeah. even right now to this day, it's a problem, but continue. Yeah. So, so not, not a place you want to be. Um, but this is this change. This is this life changing event for you. Like, you're, like God is, is changing part your life. This is part of it. Okay.
0: You know, it was, and I still had some issues after this, but anyway, so I, um, but and he's, so he's, I admitted to all this
1: stuff again, okay. you're speaking to this to explain, that you understand police brutality yes, and you've been through it. You've yes. been through the court system. And yeah. You've been through the Jersey court system. Hold on the court system.
0: So even before that, they had, uh, like, before I even got taken away, they, they had pocketed my money I had. They pocketed <laughs> my money, my Jesus headphones, God. and a couple of other stuff, and they just they just robbed me right in front of me. So I'm just watching stuff go down. I'm like, I, I, I really didn't care at the moment. I just right. wanted to go home, man. I just wanted to be in my bed. Right. Um, so anyway, so my buddy, I, I didn't see him. He's out, and I'm, I'm, I'm going off to jail. And uh, that's a whole other story. I'm not going to get into. But yeah, I yeah you know, you know, did my seven days. Got put in the main pop. Everybody heard. I had all these ridiculous gun charges. So I was pretty much like and you're covered uh, in tattoos. Covered in tattoos. So I didn't really get too much crap there. Even being white in a Camden prison, which, uh, you know, whether you're racist or not, when you go into prison, there is a there is something about that where you. Uh, I didn't do it, but I saw where it almost tried like you're 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 almost forced or pushed in the direction to side with the color of your skin right and um, oh, hell yeah I, I hate it man, I hated every aspect of it, but I tried to stay neutral with everybody, try and just stay low and and do do my do my my time there until I can get out but um, how long were you in jail? a few months, really? yeah, and I had the money to bail myself out, but I wanted that money I wanted that money, but um anyway.
1: You stayed in
0: jail and you had money to get out? I would have stayed in there for years for that money at that moment. But what happened was I realized that I wasn't going to get free from you know the charges. So it wasn't worth hanging on to that money. I figured money's going to come and go. So after a few months, or however long, I don't know, maybe was it a few months? I don't remember. I've done I've done a few times in jail. I've never done prison. I've, I've been in jail a few times. Oh, wow. Anyway, so I... I've uh, never done more than 10 days.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been... Whatever it's just I get it brother. Might have been
0: I think it was less than that. Might have been around a month. Anyway, I'm so I eventually I eventually called up my family and I said, listen, just bail me out. I got the money. I'll I'll, I'll pay it off when I get out. So they signed off on my bail bond. My bail was like a hundred and ten thousand. Ten percent was like eleven grand. Right. Anyway. So I was like, whatever. I just lost that eleven grand that I had just won from a lawsuit like two days before I got locked. Did you up. get it back ever? <laughs> I didn't actually put it through as my bail <laughs> <That's another laughs> when story. I got out. <laughs> I, me and Ali ran off to Vegas with that money. Oh, That's yeah, what happened nice. there. I, I ran when I got out. <laughs> 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 we dipped. So anyway, so I, I experienced police brutality didn't in that, that story. moment. No. Well, Ali, so anyway, a couple, I, I wound up getting out, and a couple days later, Ali and I are stuck in traffic on Vine Street going back into the city, and I was like, man, you ever see the Grand Canyon? And he goes, nah. I said, man, we should just drive there right now. He's like, all right. So I go to go, and the, the, my car breaks down. And that is a sign. <laughs> right there literally like a second after the car stops we had to call a whole tow truck we caused like a major uh backup uh in traffic over the bridge coming from jersey to philly i get the car fixed we pack up a little bag and uh a little box of food in the back and me and him just hit the road and i learned a lot you know ali is another another individual who's black and i learned a lot man I, and again i don't know if i'm right on all this but i got pulled over a lot <laughs> when you were driving trip. yeah and i wasn't speeding i wasn't gonna me and Ali, who's black and, and I'm white, right. we got pulled over a lot
1: for some weird stuff. I heard the story. I remember... I remember. So I, hey, Go ahead.
0: There was moments where I, I was screaming out of my car, oh, look what we got here. Can't drive a black man through the...
1: I mean, I was I lost it at one point. Right.
0: I don't know if Ali told you this. I was no. out of my car. I remember I you guys were documenting this.
1: So yeah, when yeah. Facebook first came out, yeah. you guys were like one of the... You guys... Like you and Ali's trip was like one of the... First times that I realized the possibility of Facebook because it was the first time that you got to document anything mm. on social media, yeah. and people actually fought. like Twitter was out, but it wasn't Facebook. Like we didn't pay it any mind. And uh, I think Puff Daddy made Twitter. Twitter was like a. Do you remember Twitter? Sprint introduced Twitter to us as a way for people in the company to talk to each other. Vaguely, and then Vaguely. Puff Daddy Early got on it, on. and then it became this. Yeah. This. Whatever, but I remember you and Ali's, uh uh whole trip was just like yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it got to the point when we got pulled over. I was just making.
0: I was like, "Listen, sir, I know, I know you don't want him in your state. Like, <laughs> don't worry, <laughs> we're just passing through. I'll be out of here soon. The quicker you let us go, the quicker I'll be gone." I mean, I was Ali was probably
1: crapping himself at that moment. Yeah. But I was mad. I was mad.
0: It Ali was came
1: back from that <laughs> trip in those states <laughs> a changed man. I'm just going to tell y'all right now. Yeah, we uh,
0: went and I forget. I'm not. You know, I'm not going to say where we're at because I just remember where we're at. I remember going in one one time at like 6 in the morning. We were going to get a McDonald's breakfast. We walked in, and I, I didn't look different. Like, I didn't look anything crazy, but Ali was with me, and we watched that whole place go silent like you'd see in an old Western where somebody walks in, and he, everything's quiet. Everybody's looking over. Music stops. That's right. what it felt like. And we heard people snarling, like, making sounds of their, like with their mouths, like, as if, like, what are you doing here? So I know that racism exists. Right. I also know... That is not the majority because when I'm alone with white people, like mm. we don't sit there and just talk like. That's
1: why I say there's two different white people in America, dude. But I
0: think that's every race. I know white people or black people talk about white people when we're not around. It's probably not a lot, and 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 I'm sure there's different responses. It to is it, true. but That's just
1: that's just human nature. But can I just say something? Yeah. We haven't. You have to understand, dude. Like, black people have been hung, stabbed, burned alive, buried alive. Like we've been every kind of inhumane thing you can do to a person in the country that will spend millions and billions to defend other people. But it won't defend the people here. So, we've been through all that, dude. Like, we don't have a reason in 2020. Up until 2020, we still don't have a reason to trust trust white people. Mm. Like, I can't trust a white person when they walk in the door the same way these races don't like us when we walk in the door. Like, you have to, like, white people have to prove themselves to me for me to trust them. The same way, and I don't feel like and honestly, I don't really feel like you, technically. Like I feel like you're. When I met you, like your innocence and just like this. When I first met you, you had just had this innocence about life, and you just had this simplicity that was about sheltered before. Right, I you. you had this simplicity about life where, as a blur person, I don't feel threatened by you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, we had a manager. You know, uh, we had a manager at Sprint who. I felt threatened by because I just was like, I don't know. Like when I say white people need to have more empathy and sympathy, like I feel like white, like you white people need to really push themselves out there to be more friendly towards black people because we haven't before, we haven't been given a reason to trust white people yet. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to kiss our ass, you know what I'm saying? But understand that when we walk in the door, like we feel like you're, we, you have this proof to us that you ain't racist. Like, we don't have, like, we're going, I don't think, like, we assume, like certain vibes and energy you get from when you walk into a room from certain people where you're, like, if I walk into a room full of fucking hippies, I don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to feel like, I'm not going to get that movement. But if I feel like, if I walk into a room full of people who never went to school with a black person, like, we know, dude, like, we feel that shit when we walk in a room because they look at us different or it because they don't know how to speak to us. They don't know how to walk up to us and say, hello, I'm, I'm, I'm Carmen. You know, like, they don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. do that
0: shit. Well, you know, I think it's even more than, like, all right, so from my aspect as a white person, I see, I- I'm actually glad you But said you're a that. different white person, Carmen. No, but still, though, but we're all, we all represent one another, right? Cause do that's you? just That's just life. That's how it is. Come on. You get a bad experience from somebody, you start associating anything that's similar with that, whether okay, you want to true. or not.
1: All right. So all right, so that's the proof I'm talking about. Yeah. Is that when I, we when we grow up and we watch roots and we deal with you know what I mean, and we, we read about racism, we yeah. deal with racism, we deal with the cops, that's that's the experience we get. But go ahead.
0: So I do believe that these thoughts that you what you're describing, although they're real emotions, I don't believe they're real when it comes to statistics and the amount of people that are actually bad, and it takes more people doing it what does. you're saying. I believe it. But it takes more people doing what you're saying I believe it. in order to prove that to people. So, there's a lot of things I don't want to do. Like, I don't want to virtue signal. I don't want to post a black square. I don't want to post Black Lives Matter to try and virtue signal. I live my life as it is. I'm not a racist. You said, what's I, the word? You, virtue signal? Virtue signal. Like, a lot. Of, I see a lot of white people doing things just for the sake of saying, hey, I'm not racist. And it's like... All right. I right. We, don't want, we like don't, that, don't want that. We don't need that on one day. It's got you. man. Yes, that's true. That's true. And, like and if
1: you do something to help the movement, you don't have to – don't advertise this shit. Yeah, like, all right. So, for instance, <laughs> Call of Duty last night, and this is not a big problem, but I was You're pissed. never free on Call of Duty. I'm playing – You have your own, like, squad. Yeah, you play with every day. The B-Hall boys. <laughs> I don't know
0: we are the B hole boys.
1: We are the B hole boys. if you play
0: Call of Duty, if you listen to, you play Call of Duty, you see someone up in up in your uh, up in your game and they're not on your team, and it says B hole boy on that squad, you better go and hide. You better camp. You better run. You better exit out and start a new game. I'm coming for you, B hole boys. Get <laughs> <laughs> this whole bill no, I just made that up on the fly. Um, no, so um, but yeah, last night I'm playing Call of Duty. Everybody else went to bed. I'm trying to get one of my my guns gold, which I did. <laughs> Try which i trying to did. get one
1: of my guns gold. Yeah, now
0: I got that golden growl. I can't wait. The whole boys are going to see that tonight. <laughs> I'm going to pop on and say, Well, where'd you get gold? I said, The growl. I'm going to say the growl. Anyway, so I'm going to do this. I go to start a game, and it kicks me out right as it starts. And I'm like, Oh, come on. Like, what, what is this? And it's like, update needed. Very quick update. The quickest update I any hate that called Call the update, update bullshit. Yeah. And. The game restarts, and it puts a message up about Black Lives Matter. And I was oh. pissed. I was mad. And it told me about where they stand, and I said, and this is something about corporations that I wanted to get in with. And I know I skipped that whole story, but the end of that story, actually, let me, let me real quick segue back. So the end of that story is I, um, with the arrest, I winded up bailing myself out, spending a lot of money, Running away from my issues and escaping to Vegas, coming back. Yeah, escaping to Vegas, coming back. And then finally, I went in. uh, I got it down to a five, excuse me, a five with a 10. Basically, I would do five years if I was good. Otherwise, I'd do 10. I wound up getting into a program called a PTI, which is pretrial intervention, which is rare. um, But because of my history with arrests, I had a very clean history. They gave me a chance where basically I, I pled guilty and I accepted a five to 10 year sentence. You pled guilty to rape? No, that's oh. the, that's what I said. Remember what I said? That stuff never came up in court. I don't know what that was about. Somewhere there's a tape on file of me saying this that the charges were never brought. I think about it sometimes and think, what was ever done with that? What was the purpose of that? Anyway, I don't I don't know enough to say it. So I wound up losing my guns that I had at that point. I never even went back to get them. Can you legally own a firearm right now? Yes. Okay. There's there's multiple in this room. <clears throat> I don't I was, see any. I was clean, <laughs> I was, before you got here, I was cleaning them on the table.
1: <laughs> no, so, and everything's legal. I'm going to bring my AR-15 next time and we can clean it together. Yeah, man. Actually, you good. know what? Next time I come here, we're going to do an AR-15 lesson. I like it. To teach the American man, black or white, about gun rights and how to uphold and keep your gun clean and safe. Yeah, absolutely. Because a dirty gun might Here we go. not work. Dirty gun might not work. Mine's jammed on me the last night. Uh, uh, That's bad. That's bad.
0: Anyway, so I, uh, again, long story long, mm-hmm. I know we're, I'm trying to get back to the whole corporate thing. Um, So I winded up getting a PTI, uh, which is basically you plead guilty, and if you get in trouble for anything it, it, to, the, to the degree of jaywalking, you do the full 5 to 10, plus you get the maximum sentence for whatever you're arrested for so for 12 months. So now God is now making I'm you am afraid. promise. Yeah, so now I'm like, I need to get out of here. Now, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to leave the country. I winded up from uh, my my patrol officer. I winded up getting permission to leave the country to go to Spain because it was for Bible College. Probation officer. Probation officer. Yeah, I did this years ago. You. They got you shook. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, see, I still see. I still don't know all this stuff, right? Right.
1: And that's that's a nobody does. Like, we just we want to be American, our live our lives. Like we yeah. got, to, I got to sit here and read the Constitution and shit. Like, come <laughs> on. <laughs> I, well, that I've read. I love it. Go. No, I, I. Do you I love get the it? Sentence. I. I. What about w- that Thirteenth w- Amendment? How's that working?
0: I don't think it. Well, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, t- see? So whole other I don't podcast. want to segue too much, but we can get back to that. Enjoy. If you bring it up, I promise I, I'll, I'll share my thoughts on okay. that. Okay. Um. Anyway. So I ended up getting a chance to leave, and in four months, they wind up ending it early, and they sent me a letter out uh, that I ended up getting uh, emailed about in Spain that I was going to come home a free man, completely free of my charges, no felonies, no nothing, which is crazy. That's what, what a PTI is. You're a fucking felon-
1: That's what a PTI is. So it's like an for ARD for anything that's not drunk driving. It
0: basically says if you can abide by these rules for 12 months, you're a free man. All charges dropped. If you make a single mistake, and your this in Jersey? you're going down. This is going down. I think Jersey? this is Nationwide. Called pre-trial intervention. Wow! So it's rare. You gotta have a clean, clean record. Anyway, is this
1: on YouTube? We're putting this on YouTube. I was, I was gonna put the video. Yeah. Up there. If you've, been, if, if this, if on YouTube, if you're a black man, you've gotten a P.T.I. I'm gonna need you to put because this is where. See this P.T.I. thing, like what is like what? How many black people have gotten it? I actually I've been curious Fucking shit. Yeah. So if you've gotten a P.T.I., like let us know. If because I feel like that's like that's that silver lining somewhere f- to get not to get the rich white kid out of trouble, you know what I'm Could saying, be. like I thought about that myself, like like that's too good to be true
0: you now a lot of circumstances have to align for that right um
1: but 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 think about this right
0: I also went to, and which is crazy because i I went there with the intentions of turning myself in and going to prison. I fired my public attorney because. I was trusting him solely on God. I figured, right. you know, when God when, when Jesus was before uh, Pontius Pilate, well, basically before he was killed, he was being brought around. and The people were, were rioting and they wanted they wanted Writing. justice to be served. They wanted justice to be served. And he was the one that was going to die for it, you know, for the problems they had. And, the, you know, they were being manipulated by governments. And, the you know, it's very similar to that. You know, humans don't change. So, so they wanted Jesus to pay for these issues. Um, that were actually not even those issues. Anyway, that, that's all of the story. But basically, Jesus was before Pontius Pilate, who was a ruler of you those days. You walked the path of Jesus. And he, yeah, right. So uh, when I got out, I was, bef- you know, although I ran and came back, I, I had buried myself in the in the Word. You can't run, people. No. Um. So I was reading through the life of Jesus, and I think it was in the Book of Matthew, and he's basically there to defend himself, and he says, he says the Pontius Pilate who has has the right to free him. Or or put him to death. He says I'm to him, him, you have no power over me but what my father has given you. And what he was saying was that you you think you got control. You think you're the leader of these people. You had no control. Your control was given to you, and it could be taken from you in a moment. And that the real power was above. And he had believed it so much that he chose not to defend himself. And that, that spoke to me so much, I fired my lawyer immediately against my family's wishes, and I decided I was going to trust in God because nothing, no lawyer, no nothing was going to be more powerful than God, who I believed was in control. And I look back on the outcome, and I think I made the right decision. Even if I went to prison, I still would have thought I made the right decision because I was ready to go in that day.
1: Well, that's a lot of faith you got there, Carmen. I, that was a moment
0: of testing. I, I can't any, say I always have that. Do you
1: name me time of the black... Do you,
0: I thought 100% I was going away, by the way. I didn't think I was coming out. I didn't know about PTI until I was literally about to get hauled off to prison. They dude, came some, out last there's, minute. There's
1: something about a black man praying before he goes upon a white judge. And I don't <coughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like maybe you've had it. I don't know. There's something about being black and going before a white judge, dude, that is bothersome. It's I don't know what it is, man, but there's something about being black and going before a white judge and praying and then praying to God. You know what I mean? And it's like... Like, are you expecting leniency from a white judge even though you're praying to God? Like, like how... Like, it, like dude, like, I don't know. I don't understand what the plan is for black people, man, in America, or what God's plan is for black people in America, but like... If there's some I, there's something about praying to God before going before a white judge dude, that you feel like that you already know like your prayer doesn't really it doesn't really have an effect when this dude's racism like but you like so let's well say, that's assuming he's racist well let's just say this well that's assuming he's racist so, right I'm not I'm not every white judge is racist yeah. actually I'm gonna be on I was, every see my experience with life. And white people is not the norm. Like, I don't have as many racist experiences with uh, even the every white judge I've ever had before, before I went to court has sent my ass home. So, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I had, I'm in jail for aggravated assault, and I had a white judge before he died. My last, the last case he stamped on was my case, and he said yeah. not guilty. And it's just like, and it was like this whole race war thing we had between us and this Puerto Rican store owner, and it was just it was silly. But the guy tried to lie for insurance, and the judge saw it. And before he died, he let me out. And I had another judge who I went before. I had got like a dr DUI for marijuana. Like what the fuck? I'm born on four twenty, and I get a DUI for marijuana, and I went before <laughs> the judge. <It's> like, <laughs> I went before the judge who created the ARD program, which is this program you get to get leniency for your first DUI offense. And I went to before this guy who invented the ARD program. And he looked at me, and I I don't know if maybe he smoked pot, but he, like, looked at my birthday, and he would go, he says to the, like, nice birthday. And he was like, (laughs) (laughs) he was like... (laughs) The best I can do for you. Like, I guess he was like trying uh, from one pothead to another. He's like speaking in pothead language to me. But nobody in the courtroom understands what's going on but me and his judge. And he's like, the best I can do for you is give you two days of jail instead of three. <laughs> and I go to jail. And one of the worst feelings in life is going in jail and think you're getting out one day and you get out another. <laughs> right? So he gives me two days. Pennsylvania gave me three days anyway, but I'm in jail on some two-day shit. <laughs> like, fuck y'all, I'm out of here tomorrow. <laughs> and the guy in the jail was like, going through the paperwork like, nah, son, you got 24 more hours. <laughs> it's not like I got to go back in the goddamn room oh, dude, with everybody weird. I talk shit to. That's funny. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, man. But, anyway. um, yeah, 2020, I mean, yeah, so police brutality is, it, it, but that's the, the thing, like, so the whole thing, with your experience, and, and yeah. is that corporations don't give a fuck what color you are. Like, these cops technically, like, they just try to make a white guy admit to in Camden <laughs> to, like, raping crazy, women man. at gunpoint. Like, what? Like, they, like, these, like, it, we're over-policed. I feel like I don't I'm not trying to say like I don't feel like I, feel, I know you saw my my comment on Instagram. I said, fuck all cops. You know, what I mean, when I say fuck all cops, I don't mean a fuck all color. Every cop is a racist. Every cop is hatred. My thing about fuck all cops is that the cops who see other cops doing just like the cops who you when you were in Camden, there were cops there who were like, you shouldn't be doing this. There were cops there who were like, he didn't rape anybody at gunpoint. There were detectives there who knew you had nothing to do with the shit you were admitting to, but they didn't do anything. Mm. They didn't step up for you, dude. They didn't do anything for you. They don't do anything for these. The cop who doesn't speak up to the other cop is just as bad, or even fucking worse, dude. It's that club gang mentality, man. It doesn't matter good or bad, right? Like I know cops who are no longer cops because they got forced out. They got forced to retire early. They got forced to only do two or three years because they weren't going to comply. If you don't comply with the Philadelphia uh if you don't comply with the Philadelphia police union you're not going to make it. If you don't comply it's goodbye. Right. If you don't comply, you got to get the fuck out. And this is why I say fuck all cops because mm. the good cops aren't speaking up. Like listen, this could in tomorrow if every good cop in America spoke up on but you that's know what I'm the saying
0: thing. I see from my perspective what I'm saying is I am seeing good cops stand up. Now I did we didn't see it in the case with George Floyd. Well, I will but also say a lot the of good them, news but not propped up.
1: Good news is not advertised. good news is not exactly, showing them the news. Man. Good news is not shown on the social media and the and the progress we're making towards racial relationships is getting better, but it will never be advertised. They will never advertise like even art this podcast like if this podcast is making change, do you think somebody's gonna pick it up like who like who's gonna pick up the change like who's trying to push it out there? do you think I don't even think revolt who was owned by puff like is this something that revolt would want to pick up even though that's not, not i don't want to say that. i will say that puff is revolt like puff is doing his thing have you heard of revolt no P- revolt is a, a puff daddy's um platform it's his media platform okay and it's, it's called Rev- And like uh have you seen drink champs so what we're doing right now is we're yeah. doing our own version of Drink Champs. We're being sponsored today by Hennessy. Hennessy sent us that check. At least give us like twenty five dollars cover for like the electric bill or something. But Drink Champs is this show that Noriega are you in the rap? I am,
0: but i, I so, thought I wasn't until you started saying all these things I don't know anything about. Yeah, component Noriega. <laughs> no. Can but Noriega? you didn't know you didn't you don't know about D smoke, so I don't know. Maybe I don't know about D Smoke. Alright well you didn't say anything back to my message. So, <laughs> so maybe <laughs> you don't know about Rap <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> But no norie had this show called Drink Champs and people come on the show, they get trash, and they just tell stories. Those are funny. I've seen it few right. like that. Right, like, right. And so it's like, and everybody does it now, but it's like, it's letting your guard down, man. That's but it's like, shit. who, like, who is going to push the, like, who's pushing the agenda for change? Like, not, everything on social media is just like, fight and argue. I haven't seen a white guy and a black guy on, on ex- do anything, except for like, run the jewels. I haven't seen like, white people or black people come together on media and try to treat any kind of mm-hmm. change. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, you know, you got the Make America Great again hat on, and I'm all about Making America Great. Like I'm all about a lot of things Kanye said with the Trump shit, he's absolutely right about. You know, I've seen more black LLCs, I've seen more black businesses and LLCs pop up under Trump than I ever did under Obama. Because Democrats are not they're not Joe Biden, well he may now because Charlamagne the guy, he he played this over Charlamagne the Have you seen a Joe Biden interview? I've like, seen played quite itself a bit. right. He's, but like Democrats are not the Democratic Party is not set up to give Black people empowerment? They are set up to use us to get more money into the government to make government bigger so they can line their pockets. It is not set up to push us forward. It's not set up to let us out. And Black people need to understand that the Democratic Party was behind keeping us slaves longer, not the Republicans. The Democratic Party is the ones that was pushing more racism and more segregation not Republicans you know what I'm saying Like, and we don't realize this and if you look at the history of the Democratic Party it is not necessarily in our favor now they are because they can use us to get more money but, you yeah, know I
0: mean? but are they actually in your favor? no
1: they're, they're not in our first favor.
0: of all I, I'm actually shocked right now that you're saying this stuff because I guess me and you haven't gotten this deep into it I didn't think you felt that way because no. that's how I feel and I think it's it's a sad thing that if you're black you're supposed to be Democrat now I don't have anything being white that I'm like that I feel obligated to do. I mean, certain this people might say things, black, but I don't have black, anything like that to compare it to.
1: Black voting Democrat is, a, is, is hereditary. Being black and voting Democrat is hereditary. It's so, something you're taught and you're, we're told to do.
0: When I was a kid, the only thing I ever heard of politics, my mom said to me, we're Democrats, Republicans are for rich people. I'm pretty sure that's the only you know bit of politics that? that were ever said to me in my entire life, and now we're all Republicans. Because being or poor not, is a sorry, state of
1: is. mind. Being poor has nothing to do with money. Being poor has nothing to do with finances. Being poor is a state of mind. Dave Chappelle said this on his last um, his comedy special. Being poor is a state of mind. A, 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 a very. He's not rich, because once you become a true businessman, you understand that more money just make the corruption mind. You, you become greedy, but being poor is a state of mind, you know. And the reason why eighty percent of the world's population is just not going to do anything but what they're told is because it—that's all they know. You know, being poor, that state of mind is almost hereditary. And you know, when you're born, like you're like, especially when your grandparents are poor and your mom is poor and you're poor, mm-hmm. like who in the last. 50 years of your family's life has done anything to bring you out of that mind state. You know what I'm saying? Honestly,
0: I, me and my brother are the first ones to do it. Right. I'm not and in you're a white place, it's, but right. I am, we grew up pretty poor. Like we, you know, it's funny. I hear, I hear a lot on social media and again, I'm not black. So I'm not around. When I say I'm not around a lot of black people, I'm around mostly my family. So right. obviously my family is going to be white. Right. It's not that I'm purposely trying to stay away. So I think whatever you are, you're going to be around mostly because of your right. family. If you're, if you're close to your family, anyway, I hear a lot of sentiments about like, you know, I hear a lot of black people or mostly comedians, too, that talk about what it's like to be black. And I'm like that. You just described my life. (laughs) right? How are we so similar and we don't know it? Because when I grew up, I remember not paying bills. I remember sitting there and my mom was like, charge everything up. They're going to shut our power off. So we tried to charge whatever we could. And then, boom, the power went off. And I winded up losing, like, a school paper I was working on. And we watched the guy walking back to his car. We, My mom's crying and begging him. My mom worked multiple jobs. Sometimes the neighbors were watching us because my mom needed to pick up an extra shift overnight where she just, you know, just got done before. And now she's going back into work, waitressing. And then she's trying to put herself through school. I remember waking up in the morning watching my mom drooling over her textbooks trying to become a dental assistant just to make a little bit more money for us. And, like... I'd see her in the she morning when like, out. She did, yeah. There we go. And she's, But even all the work she put into, like, and it's not against her or the work. I mean, she still struggles. And I don't know if some of that's from her mindset. It's her mindset. Or it's because what she went into was just a step up and something she was able to do at that time rather than something much better. It's that like if you have towards.
1: a poor mindset. Well, <clears throat> a little sidetracked. If you have a poor mindset and someone gives you $50,000, you're going to do with that fifty grand what anybody with a poor mindset is going to do. You're not going to invest it. You're not going to do this. You're not going to stretch it. You're not yeah. going to continue your same lifestyle for next year and flip that money until you have hundred grand next year. You're not going to, you don't know how to do it. You don't have yeah. the mindset to do it. Like Being poor is a state of mind. And, and I feel like the people who voted for Trump and put Trump in office, even like yourself, like they just don't want to be poor anymore. Well, and there's, it's,
0: a, there's a lottery. I'll explain. I'll tell you exactly why I voted for Trump. Trump was the first time I ever voted in my entire life. Fact: The third time I ever voted was two days ago when I voted for. Like, but was small- it the
1: promise that he gave you? What was it?
0: When I saw, when I first saw Trump, I was in a Burger King at on my lunch break, grabbing grabbing a cheeseburger, and I saw on the TV they had playing in there, and it said Trump is running for president, and I thought, nice. And I thought exactly what everybody else thought: what? A, a wrench, a wrench in the system. He's not. I thought he's not actually running. He just wants to. Go out there because I believe and I still believe that he does care about America. I know that he's different from a lot of us, but I believe at his core he does care. I think that a lot of things he does are right and a lot of things he does are wrong. But at that moment, I thought this man really cares and he's not actually running. He's going out there to try and push everybody and troll them and be this
1: like, do you think he's a racist? In the system.
0: Not a chance. Not a <clears throat> chance. I, I hear it all the time and I don't get it. In fact, I don't understand why the black community isn't his largest supporter. When you look at Trump and you see what he represents, he represents oh, on one aspect he represents the wealthy. But when you look at the people that hate him, they're the people that we all hate. That should be a th- sign of unity when the when the government who black and white people, everybody who's got who's not rich and wealthy and well off, we all have problems with trusting but the government. The, we but, all think corporations are trying to crush us and we see a man who's hated by all the people that we hate. That should be unifying. We should who, say, why do they but hate who,
1: him? who hates... T- who, who, who that we all hate hates Trump?
0: How about the powers that be? These old white politics you're talking about. They all hate his guts.
1: Yeah, but he... But these old white racist politicians back to him. He's, they're his backing. They're how he got into office. Th- now, listen, I'm not even for... Don't get me wrong. He dumped him after he got in office. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the dude... What's his name? Steve something... Uh, Steve Bannon. Right. He... he
0: But he used these people to get in office. Look at the Republican Party. What are they doing? They're not doing anything. They're not. I don't believe that most of them are really for him. I think they are playing the game because Trump's got this this, this wave that's going and people are jumping on board with it. So
1: I think a lot of what you're saying is you're talking about the power of what could be a good conservative, conservative, conservative figurehead. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't even I don't even look at him as a good conservative. Although he's probably the most conservative president we've but ever I had. I get that,
1: but I understand what you're saying. And it's kind of like it's kind of like with the guy from you've seen this movie, you probably haven't seen it, but it's a movie called Get on the Bus, and it's about a bunch of black men who go to the Million Man March. It's, it's a Spike Lee movie, and it's about a bunch of black men who go to the Million Man March, and they pick up this one black guy on the side of the road, and he's also the detective from The Wire, and he. And he owns a Lexus dealership. And he's trying to tell all the black men on the bus, like, you can't be black in America and not vote Republican. Because money's the only thing that's going to get us out of this lump. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the whole Jay-Z. Like, Jay-Z hopped into the limousine with Warren Buffett and shit, and he ain't never came back. But it's like it's kind of like we need, we can't free ourselves without, institute without generations of wealth and money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But uh, I lost my stream of thought. But, um.
0: Well, why are you getting that back? The, the reason I voted for him, though, eventually I, 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 is when
1: to, I, to go back real quick, yeah. is that... Trump has shown a history of racism. And I understand your How? 30... I'm going to... So number, we, number, we, one, yeah. number one thing Trump's done to show racism was the ad he put out against those five kids, those five black children who were innocent in the New York Times. Do you remember that? Did
0: Trump actually write? Yes, that? And no, no, no. no. That, Trump paid. He put, paid, he asking, put, saying, put his asking. money.
1: He put his money, regardless if he voted or not. He put his money and he took out the space in the ad to put it up there. Yes, Donald Trump did that. Donald Trump tried to assassinate five innocent black children, who were who they did the carmen to. They put you in, admit to these crimes, and they, do you do you know of this? I I've
0: read of it in recent days, but I didn't know about it before. That's why like, I can't. Donald Trump.
1: Incited race and Donald Trump tried to incite racial violence in New York. Donald Trump tried to condemn five innocent black children to jail for the rest of their lives when they hadn't even been to court. Donald Trump tried to circumvent the American justice system in the New York Times by putting an ad out in the New York Times. Well, That's racism.
0: Here's well, here's the thing where I don't see that as racism. I all right, I'm basing this off of a fact that I don't know the the details of the story, but what I can say is that a lot of things that all of us have done we can look back on and say man that was wrong. Okay. So if that was done, we don't know his intentions. If he truly bl- look at all of us now. Look at what we're posting on Who social had- media. We're already we are condemning all these different people that we don't know the, the the truth about. And I'm not talking about the George Floyd case. That is probably the most cut and dry case we've ever had. They're all cut and dry. Some of them are not. The hands up don't shoot. And the, when if the you details fi- if you, came out when, about that, man. When you
1: go outside with the rules, when you go outside the rules of what is it is to be a police officer, when you go outside the rules even one single bit. We can't go outside the rules of the constitution. Right, but let's get back to, to, to the it. fact
0: that that you're saying Trump is
1: racist. because he's, he's been to court more many a time. He's been to court for a lot of hiding stuff, black employees when he comes to, when he comes to his own casinos. He wants all the black employees the in a bag.
0: Do you think that Trump himself, came into a business that he owns and does not run day-to-day business yes. and operations, That's came in the, and said, hi all the black First of people. all,
1: you and I, I know Donald Trump better than you. I remember Donald Trump when he was a celebrity. I love Donald Trump. I love Donald Trump. I remember Donald Trump. Well, I remember all that. I remember, I remember a lot no, of stuff. But, he, but this was in the 80s when he was popping, and he was like, like Donald Trump, let me tell you how Donald Trump works if you don't know himself. Donald Trump has, he is, Donald Trump is where Steve Jobs got the, the, savviness to handpick every single detail about every single store that apple owns steve jobs picked out all these things and particularly and so did donald trump donald trump handpicked every single detail of the trump casino when you walk into the trump casino if he saw if he saw a cover plate of a, a, a receptacle cover plate that wasn't to his liking. He got every single one in a hotel place. He didn't yeah, hire somebody a, to do that's that. That's how and, CEO you know, goes, man. You walk in, you, you no, don't no, like what no, no. you say. Most, it CEOs, most CEOs aren't there. I mean, I get that, but he's he's particular. Well, what, I, he, what I think
0: we're getting sidetracked with is we're, we're talking about Trump as if you want me to think he's a good guy. And I want you to know right now. I, I do a, not think that Trump you to think is he's a some upstanding citizen. I, I do not think he's the— He's not! He's my not. son is is too young to look up to people right now outside of myself and my wife and the we'll people around me. Keep it like him. that. But <laughs> when my son gets older and starts looking to heroes beyond me, Donald Trump is not somebody I want him looking at.
1: All right, well, do we agree on that? And, <laughs> uh, seriously, though. Right.
0: But I don't think we're supposed to look at these people who are in power as moral um, examples of who we need to be. When I voted for Trump, it wasn't, oh, man, this guy is really great. And I don't feel that way about any president.
1: Donald Trump said something when he first got in office. I forgot what he signed. But he said something about people in Congress being there for more than four years. Or was it the senators? I'm sorry. I'm so bad at this shit. But we're all bad at this. But it's what we need to get better at. And I think it's like congressmen and senators can stay in power in office forever. He and wanted term. He wanted term limits. Right. He wanted term limits. That's the first thing he said when he got in office. It was like one. He signed. And I remember he to dude. He was the dude who was signing the paper with him. He goes, "I'm trying to make sure guys like him don't have a job." And I'm like, right. "He's." I'm just like, so that I get, and I'm, I'm all for that, Donald Trump. We have to remember, dude. He's still a billionaire. But when we look back, before
0: Donald Trump was elected,
1: right? If he's this racist,
0: then why were rappers throwing him in their music videos and rapping about him and like? Why was he so because loved he by a the black community? Donald Trump. The black community. Wait, can we at least agree that the black community loved Donald Trump right before he said, I'm running for president? Loved him. You can go back into black culture and uh, from the 90s to now, or 90s to like 2015. Okay. No, take that, and that, he was worshipped. No. We, as a business we money like man.
1: pop culture Donald Trump. There's a two different Donald Trump. there's pop culture, which, which, you, which, which is who you are through media and through social media and through appeal, and then there's the real you, like the Donald Trump, who these same black people don't realize, that we didn't even realize until this fucking Netflix special came out that Donald Trump put this ad in the paper. Like you like what special is that? Because this just popped up, right? Is this something new? It's the uh, no. What's it called? Um, is what's... it the Epstein one? By any no, chance? it's the no. It's the one All with right. the five black kids who went to jail. Who they tried to f- free. Oh,
0: okay, I got that on my list. Right, right I didn't know like, that was. Watch correlated. the movie,
1: like what, when you watch the movie and you look at the like, dude, like Donald Trump. Oh, came... I do know what
0: you're. Oh, I do know what you're talking about. There was a. There's a lot too that that was actually not true though. That movie. There like was a what? lot that was at I
1: whatever I, was true. They didn't rape anybody. No,
0: no, 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 none of that stuff. But okay, what I'm saying so is, there what, was a lot too that 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 was that was really. But the ad for was that. real. I just want to say the
1: that the ad word for word was real. The ad in the paper word for word was real. But we don't know intent.
0: What do you mean intent? Are you trying to get these? I wish I had an example that Dude, I could bring up and throw myself on the coals right no. now and tell you a thing that I did. That is probably really racist that I didn't realize. I wish I had an example because I know that it's in listen, my past. But,
1: Carmen, listen. There's a lot of white people who do that shit every fucking day. They just do shit that, they don't realize it's racist. But do you racist.
0: believe? But listen, racism. Do you think Our that old he manager thinks... is a... Don't say his name. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. I actually know for a fact that there were some issues there. By our I, our yeah, old manager,
1: I, 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 like, I don't think he knows he's racist. I, I've and I've told fan. him to his face, I say, yo, you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I had some interesting interactions. So I, I I'm not arguing that, right? You, you know what mean? Argue that. But what I'm saying is, you know, I, I think that. All right. So in today's standards, calling somebody racist is the worst thing you could you can be called, and it's why I think it gets thrown out so willy nilly. Uh, silly word, but that that's why. And it gets I agree. Out I black.
1: I, you know what's today? I, like today, I had this in my. I'm going to go my notes. For, I had this right. thing in my notes where, as black people, right, we need we need to come up with another way. Mm-hmm. Of saying white people. Like when th- injustice happens. just
0: not saying it.
1: Because, dude, because it's.
0: All right, you know Well, what you just, before we get into that, because I do want to get into where you're at. Uh, to say somebody's racist, I mean, that, that literally means do you believe that Donald Trump, regardless of mistakes that were made, do you believe that in his heart of hearts, he believes that because of the color of his skin, that he's better than you?
1: Yes. You really believe I that? I do believe that. Okay, so when we get I do into that, I do believe in Donald Trump's heart that. of hearts. I do believe in Donald Trump's heart of hearts. He thinks because he is white, he has a better some. Even if it's one percent, Carmen, Do you think Donald Trump has? I don't give a fuck how much he kissed. What's her name? Amoroso. Amor. What the fuck? I, is her? I don't you don't know. Know talk about the black nah. chick from his 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 reality show. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. She made it farther, yeah, the right? And then, and then she was in his cabinet when yeah. he first got in, and then he got rid of her, whatever. I do. I believe that in the heart of hearts of a lot, of, I don't think there are that many wealthy white men who don't believe in their heart of hearts that they have some sort of something over black people. I do believe that. I do believe that Donald Trump thinks he's better at the, the way he you, you look at his mannerism. Well,
0: here is the thing.
1: Do you think think that
0: you could be wrong? And if you were given I do think I could be wrong. If if Donald Trump. That's the base of it all. All I want to say something to anybody listening. Don't ever, ever get so tied down into an idea that if facts were given to you. You were unable to change your mind. That's true. That's all. That's what I want to ask. I think uh, what's
1: his name? The uh, the 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 black guy. That's I even do that with my faith in the Bible. Yes, you have to. This is the problem of religion. Like you have to question every fucking thing. Like you have to question. If I can't
0: question it, then why am I following it?
1: But uh, he said anything. I forgot. Everybody knows this guy. the, The black guy who's like the lead astronomer of the world now, and everybody loves him and shit. Chubby dude. Yeah. I. Oh, what is Neil? Wait, Neil. Is it Neil? Neil Armstrong is bummed no, I know that's not yeah, him. Yeah, but, but it's Neil something. But anyway, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse, right? He said um, you had to be smart enough in a subject to know what you're talking about, but also smart enough to know that you could possibly be wrong. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's like, powerful, man. Right. A lot like of us you, are and there. so I actually maybe you want to maybe, you know what? I think like, I wanted to go half with somebody on the masterclass. Have you seen his master class where you like these like like uh Martin Scorsese, Spike Lee, all these people teach you like their how to do how to become a professional this and professional that and whatever. But I was gonna go half on it with somebody because it's like two hundred dollars, but you get to share it with somebody for a year. And these people who are masters in their class teach you their secrets. And he teaches you he has one in there, and he teaches you how to think. His entire masterclass is about changing the way you think and how to think better. That's important, man. That's important. and it's and it's probably That's the cool. even though there's so many masters like there's Timberland, there's Marcello Scorsese, and there's um, um, the, the 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 gorilla uh, the, the white gorilla lady the, the gorilla t- t- activists and. But it, I don't know about a gorilla.
0: Right, I got to ask you right now, actually. I am I'm I am interrupting you. Are you feeling this Hennessy like I am? I am feeling the Hennessy. All right, because I, I am like a lightweight a and a half. <laughs> I am such a lightweight, dude. But you have it. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, <laughs> I but am it's, it's good. You know what I mean? It's good. We'll right, so city...
1: make, sure, make sure we're on the same yeah. page. We're hey, we we we, we, we we're doing city-wise during our, our – that's how Philly we are. That we're doing That we're, that we're doing city-wise during our podcast. We're sponsored by PBR Hennessy right now. Yeah. But typically, we don't do Hennessy for for wise. We do uh Maker's Mark or you got a whole beer. I'll take you your beer. There we oh, go. Man, keep there. track with you. We're finishing them off. PBR has changed their their recipe at least, I think three times in the last twenty years. But I remember this used to be pissed. They pissed. Do you fight this used to be shittier beer than it is now?
0: Yeah, no, I think we've just grown accustomed to crap beer. I I, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've lifted it. I feel like I when I, I first started drinking crap. PBR, it tasted like ashtray water. Thanks, hipsters. Thank you. It's <laughs> for so the
0: hipsters. It's also super cheap. I got a, I got 30 beers for $21. I'm just, just, I'm <laughs> no, I, guess, um, I guess the one thing, like... Uh, we're probably not gonna come on the same page. No, 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 no. I don't believe I, because that, we're not, because... that Trump is, is racist. And and um I wouldn't vote for man if I thought he was racist, no matter how good I thought he was gonna do for the country. I know you wouldn't. Um and I mean I mean that, no matter how good. And there's a lot of things I don't like. Like Donald Trump made a lot of promises, just like any politician, that he didn't keep. But I also know that he's one man excuse me, and he's not an authority. He's not an authoritarian. Whether people think he might have authoritarian ideas or, or mindset to him, he is in America and he still has to get things approved. He you, we, we don't need okay, let's just put it this way. Well Regardless, what I'm saying is there is things that he promised. Like all right, for instance, the thing that pisses me off the most is Second Amendment. I when we talk about being extreme in certain areas, I am extreme when it comes to Second corporations
1: Amendment. Corporations can't have people he, running around with free guns.
0: I I don't care. The constitution
1: says what it says. But that's he's he's already I mean, if there if that's the case, he's already the fact that I can't cross a
0: bridge where I've already been, you know, by the Constitution and you as well, given the authority to own guns, there is no reason that going over to New Jersey because we live in a tri-state area, we we travel over state lines daily or, or regularly, that I shouldn't be able to bring my gun over there at all. It is wrong. And American Donald Trump states, said he's going to fight against that, and he he abandoned it.
1: American states. If you look at Europe, nationwide you can, you, carry. If you look at Europe, you wouldn't know that American states are nothing but little countries. Yep, that's all they are. They're just little countries. Like you can't have a you can't have land as big anywhere in the world, and just except for maybe like in the areas of Colombia in South America, where they're where they're because of resources, they're trying to do the same shit to them, which break these shits up in little states. But you, but they're little American states are little countries. And when you pass, and it's nothing proves that more. Then pass it between the border of Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Yeah. It's they're complete. Opposites. But my cousin who lived in Florida, and I think Florida's a commonwealth also, and I think every Commonwealth state in America kind of shares shares the same jurisdiction, even though they're not right next to each other. But he can take his gun from Florida and bring it to Pennsylvania, and it's legal for him to carry it. Because it's like they I think they're like fellow Commonwealth states or something. But Yeah, there's certain laws
0: that like, all right, so like if I have my license to carry, which I do a concealed carry license in Pennsylvania, it's acknowledged in multiple states. Yes, Florida is one of these states. Unfortunately, we live in an area where everybody surrounding us is completely polar opposite, exactly. so I can't go anywhere,
1: but I can't in, utilize. But it. that's what makes you that's what makes Pennsylvania it's Pennsylvania wrong. because you have to understand that the relationship Pennsylvania has to Delaware doesn't exist. Like, you have Pennsylvania where there's no tax on food and clothing and things like that, and then right next to it, it's a state with no tax at all. Yeah. You know, That's so I buy so, all my expensive stuff. Right. So so <laughs> I've lived in Colorado where if you go to, you know, Kansas, it's a whole nother world. If you go to Wyoming, it's a whole nother world. Mm-hmm. Like we have, even though the thing between Pennsylvania and Jersey is kind of weird, it's not as bad as other states dude. Like mm-hmm. some states are at war with each other. Like when Colorado got weed, it was, dude, and then the states around it didn't have it, dude. They went to war with Colorado about this weed. So, honest, I get what you're saying, but our tri-state situation between Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware is a lot easier. Oh, I'm some, sure, but that's something that pisses me some, off daily. Yeah, it Trump, does. It is. Trump has
0: abandoned that completely. So, I I do want to say I'm not I'm not Team Trump. Like, the, you can't do that. You can't put your faith into a human being because we're all fallible. You can't prop these people up and expect them to be perfect at every moment. So, I guess what I'm saying is. It, what I'm really trying to drive home is the fact that if Trump made a mistake, we're we're hanging up on this one thing. And no matter how bad it is, I don't believe that he – and if that's all true and he did something that was so racist and, he, and his heart was in it in the wrong way, I don't see that man as our president. I don't see that today. I see a man that's pushing for the black community, who's pushing for prison reform. Is he? Has, yes. What did he do to push for prison reform? Put, put, put he's, me deep. He's passed more prison reform. Than any other president since we've been alive. You know, we need, in fact, someone, we maybe need a ever. third person here to fact check. <laughs> well, you know, anybody out here? I will. I will lay my life down if I'm yes. wrong on that.
1: YouTube I, YouTubers, please. If there's some sort of proof to now, Trump in not, prison reform,
0: yeah. I need you to put it, link link us. He recently did. In fact, during all of this, he just signed something else into law where he just put in more money in the black colleges, more funding than has ever been given to black. Uh, colleges. So here's the thing. You can have disagreements about things, or it's not good enough, or it's this or that, but what I'm seeing is, you know what, you could say whatever you're saying, but you can tell somebody, uh, you can tell by who somebody is by their actions, and the actions I see Donald Trump taking are not racist. And
1: I will say, I will say also, I will agree with you on certain things about Trump. Um, There are a lot of, I'm going to say a lot, he's 50-50, but there are things Trump is doing that are good for our country. You wouldn't know that you but, if you,
0: if you didn't branch but, yourself out enough. and
1: and I will agree that the media is controlled by democrats the the, the media is very left it's not you can you have to give more conservative views when you do you have to you need more equality when it comes to conservative uh views in the media and i feel like uh, it's the media's bullshit and but also we need to realize that like the government The media is a corporation. It's it's controlled by corporations now. Even nobody, nobody even had an uproar two years ago. I think it was two years ago where local news stations in America are now controlled by the corporations. Where there used to be this thing where it was very, it was very, it was a very big thing for corporations to not have control of local news. They can control the newspapers. They can control you know the internet they can control a lot of things but they didn't have control over local news and they, and at least we can rely on local news to give us mm. the truth that's all i grew up on was local news right now, now it's it's so different I've heard, and if I somebody on youtube like you like, we need our youtubers and our people to jump into this and and, and show and then help us you know but i i was reading somewhere that where local news is no longer controlled it is now controlled by corporations, and I think what's his name—the guy that controls all the news in the world. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name right um, now. Yeah, but that that guy, uh, Rupert Murdoch. I think I think that's yeah. It. yeah he I now what there, whatever company he's with, they now control. Um, they now control all the news down to the local, which means that someone in some boardroom, some person, some stockholder, can say can put their opinion into a stock meeting or a board meeting and say how they feel about something, and then that change can come down to your local news level. So whereas though that reporter who's actually trying to do his job at local news level is being told what he can and cannot do anymore. And that that's the problem with, that's the problem with Trump, is that he's been painting this picture of being something, but also do you have to realize, also, Carmen, I don't give a fuck like, when we give Trump a chance to talk he sounds stupid on purpose dude,
0: like I will not argue that I don't like the way he talks. We give him a chance to talk with... Who did we just come from? Who did we just come from? A president who I didn't like, but probably one of the best speakers that we've ever had is Barack Obama. That man... Could sell salt to a slug. We all know that reference. That is the the epitome. I, I'm of that. not fucking
1: with anything Barack Obama tells yeah. me. As a black but
0: what man. I'm saying is, we came from a man who was reserved. He was he was the he's a pacifier. He was cookie cutter. He was a pacifier. But he was a cookie cutter politician, and people liked that. He wasn't. Cookie now cutter, we have cookie cutter. Never had a black president before. No, but cookie cutter as far as the way what he we, spoke. Right. Okay. So now we have a man. He speaks so well, <laughs> which he did. Right. If Trump spoke that way. Do I believe that he would he have does more support? That way. He would. No, like like Obama. If he was reserved oh, and wasn't reserved. trolling people on Twitter. But here's the thing. Do there's a lot of people out there that do like you, that. Do you I agree? don't like it. Should
1: he be on Twitter?
0: 100%. 100%. Not not that I like that what he does on Twitter, but should he be or should he be allowed to be? Of course he should be so, allowed to be. All
1: right. So we're talking about the liberal media censoring or controlling what comes out of Trump's mouth, mm-hmm. right? But what about when he has his own platform? He has his own platform with Twitter. No president before him has ever done You're this. You're not going to... Well, Obama he has his own started platform. This. It, well, Obama... He re- was the biggest... He was like the social media he president. He is the social media president. But Trump has his own platform. He does the same shit on his own platform, dude. So what? Do you, what's the You're, excuse then? There's not going to be any argument. And here's the thing
0: that people think that all Trump supporters are down with this. I'm not. And when I talk to my family members and my friends who are Trump supporters... Most of them, not all of them, do not like the way he handles his social media. Now, that being said, as somebody myself who does not like the way he handles it, I'm not (sighs) saying – I don't believe that it's 100% bad that he does it because a lot of the people that support him are supporting him because of those aspects. I wish it wasn't true. Like I said earlier, there
1: are two different kind of white people in America. There are two different kind of Trump voters you know, but like, I don't, but the, the I, I feel like you're more educated. I feel like you I, between your faith and your experience, I feel like you're more life educated than a lot of Trump voters. One thing that Trevor Noah said about Trump voters, he said that they're not the most they are the least experienced, not educated, but just least Like Most of them, a lot of them don't leave the fucking country. Yeah, like, the a least lot of ex- black
0: ex- people don't leave their ghettos. The a lot of black tr-
1: people don't leave two blocks
0: that they grew up on. Like, that's, whoa, 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 why gotta be good, good ghettos though, Carmen? Oh, come on, that's what I lived Does in. Every black, black way, person live in a ghetto. The ghettos that right. I lived in are are, are well, primarily black. Well, and that's, that's I don't think that's by choice
1: because we didn't get no, we didn't get in those housing they gave away in the fifties and the sixties. Right, but what
0: I'm saying, the reason I brought that up, is. There's a lot of people out there like that and we can make our judgments from the outside. I couldn't fathom not leaving my block for years. I don't understand how people could live like that and be so state of mind. In. Yeah, is a state of mind. I, I can't fathom it though. I'm not there.
1: You so, were there at one point, weren't you? When you were you were content. Like, you didn't know you were poor until you realized you were poor. Or did you always know your whole life you were poor?
0: I had always had friends that had more money than me. Oh, okay. I did. And I did <laughs> I, I, yeah. we, that money never affected me We were positively. all poor. Yeah. <laughs> no, but when I say always had friends, I'm not talking about all of my friends. There was always one kid wherever I moved because I moved like twenty something times. Wow. You know, and I'm I'm 33 years old wow. or 32. I don't even know. How, I don't know how old I am. Do you do that too? Yeah. I, okay. So no, I always know how old I am. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> 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 once you seems like at, at 30, at I 32, caring. you're just like whatever. Uh, but yeah, then you yeah, start whatever. once you get closer to 40, you're like ah, it's coming like. No,
0: but what I'm saying is I, I've always, I've always had people like, I've been a chameleon and that's not a good thing, but I've always been like whoever I was around. And I think as though, although that was bad, what it did was give me different life experiences. It's great. Uh, it's great, but not, I don't think that's the way adults should live their life. You should be grounded in, in something rather than being tossed from every wave that comes by. Yeah, but that's, I it's don't fake. think so. It's fake.
1: I feel like the, that's the problem with. Well,
0: I'm saying for me, I was. That's fake. the
1: problem with white America. is that that what i want to say no no, no. listen dude listen the best the greatest thing you can do is travel like you're like when you you leave the country and you go to europe and you realize how big nationalism is when you leave america and you come back here and you realize how weak our nationalism is because of racism Mm. like if 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 China came here tomorrow, if China bombed America tomorrow, black people and white people would be the best of fucking friends. <laughs> like,
3: you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like,
1: it's all well, about nationalism. Yeah. Like na- yeah. the only thing that matters... I'm gonna tell everybody right now, if you haven't traveled, the only thing that means anything on planet Earth is nationalism. And when I and when you're in Europe and first of all, the American passport is one of the most powerful pieces of paper in the world. The American passport mm-hmm. is it will get you Anywhere you need to go with the least amount of hassle. But when you go to Europe and you see how much hassle they give each other, because Parisians don't like Germans or German or or they've never forgiven Germans. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. a lot of people in Europe who never forgive Germany, no matter what the fuck they do. It's only been 50 years. Ain't enough saying that I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like people who still remember their grandparents who are who are dead from the Holocaust, so they're still mad at Germany. So when you go, so I've I've experienced I'm on to train. The bullet, that that train that, that goes 300 train, miles, yeah. that, the that bullet train, gaze, been on it. Wild, and man. it gets you from Paris to Germany in, like, two fucking hours, and at the second this bullet train passed from Germany, from Paris to Germany, as soon as it passed the borderline, these officers came on a the train, they started harassing everybody on that train that wasn't Paris, that wasn't a uh, 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 French, you know okay. what I mean, okay. and they, they were out in an... And I've seen this in Colorado. I've seen white people harass other white people. You know what I'm saying? But this is why I wanted to change. This is why I feel like we need to come up with another term besides white people. Because once, because nationalism has nothing to do with the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. Like, when I tell you, when you go to London and you go to Europe, and when I tell you that, not everybody, of course, but there are people in London, a lot of them don't see color. They see that that's a fellow Londoner or whatever the fuck they call each other and shit, but they don't see that they they do see it, but they put the fact that he's from London, who he's from the UK, before they put the color of his skin. Mm-hmm. And remember, I understand it's too, black people that when we were slaves in America, people, people were free in Lo- in the UK. You know what I'm saying? Like they like, so like we were the last people to like abolish slavery. Besides, I think maybe Canada in certain areas. I'm going to y'all, Canada, but like. They don't see... They put their nationalism first. There's this whole thing in Paris about the Brotherhood of Parisians. And and when you get over there, you read and you understand more about it. And it's it's like embedded into their constitution. Like, the Brotherhood comes first. The Brotherhood of Naturalism comes first. The Brotherhood of Naturalism comes first in Europe. The Brotherhood of Naturalism comes first in a lot of places in the world. But when you come to America, because we're surrounded... Because we got so much water on both sides of us. And below us, there's Mexico. And above us, there's Canada. We don't have to share our land with that I many you had to fly to get here so the nationalism in america is kind of weak until somebody fucks with us you know 911 why do you think that
0: is i i didn't know until recently and through social media that and i and i again i hate separating white and black but i do see a lot more in the black community that and also just in general and a lot of like what we would call like um i guess millennials uh, that all have this idea that nationalism is bad and oh so <laughs> That's I, hope alright. I hope some, somebody's <laughs> all right. That was a loud thump from upstairs. Yo, you can tell alright. Carmen's a father
1: because he could tell his son fell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> on airplane mode, so if he's not all right. That's not a problem. <laughs> but yeah, like but, but because nationalism is portrayed as this bad thing, and it no. gets associated naturalism with get Nationalism is the only thing that matters.
1: Nationalism is the only thing that matters because nationalism is what how you separate separate what is what in times of war.
0: And do you think that you can be a nationalist? And and uh, I am We're this all person, nationalists. But can you be a nationalist and have empathy for people who aren't part of your nation? Because a lot of people don't think you could do that. A lot of people are think that once again? you can you be a, a lot of people, from what I see, they push this idea that if you're a nationalist or you believe in America first or you believe in all these things, that you all of a sudden are in this cookie cutter um, aspect of life where you. Love your country and you hate and have no empathy for anybody else that's suffering, <laughs> and that couldn't be further from the truth for anybody I know. You mean as
1: far as them having empathy for people outside of America or in America? Outside. First of all, we're America. We don't. We're not the same. Nationalism doesn't. For America, the thing about Americans and nationalism is that we've we've spent so much of our time since we became independent saving everybody else's fucking ass. Is that it? We're like, Nationalism America doesn't like nationalism because we get we we charge people to protect them, so we can't we don't hate we don't hate the way they hate in well that Europe. that
0: might be as far as the laws go, but I'm talking about everyday Americans, people that you face day to day, yeah
1: in your community, yeah, and
0: the people that I face day to day in my community mm-hmm. do you see what I'm talking about where Nationalism is viewed as bad. Where I don't even think they know what nationalism is.
1: I mean, Americans don't know what nationalism is. They don't. They, the ones who leave the country, and I don't, I don't mean you go on vacation or Aruba or some bullshit. Like I feel like you need to go to Europe, and you need to meet
0: people, not just right people. You know, right, meet the people.
1: Talking. But you have to. I feel like you need to go to Europe because the only Europe is the only place where you can swing through that many countries in one time in one trip. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you experience it. So. We don't, uh, nationalism doesn't really mean anything to Americans until you fuck with us. You know what I mean? Like, no, 9-11, like, black people, white people go, lovely, we, like, we love, but only because we hated somebody else. So I understand what you're saying. Like, does a hate have to be there in order for us to get along? Like. A- any of it, yeah. Because right now, we're 20 years out from 9-11.
0: But we're 19 America years dude, from like, 9 11 we're, we're the, we're the most. Or from 9-11. And and I feel like it, it's just completely disintegrated. All the unity that we had is gone. But and also, America has also
1: tried to keep push this terrorist thing longer than it needs to exist. Like, listen, dude, it's none of our fucking business what they do over there in their country. The problem with America is that we don't respect is we don't respect Islam. We don't respect we don't respect Muslims. We don't respect their God. Like, and it's not black people, like, white, like, old white men don't respect Islam. They don't respect Islam. So, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not Islam, but is it Islam? Um, so, you could, you could put me in that category. You
0: don't respect Islam? I, I don't. Why? I think it's a bastardized religion and I, I of Christianity. I think... It we,
1: is. It could be, but... It's,
0: and I don't mean that to... in, in, it's in none in, of when our using business, the word though. bastardizing, I'm not using that to insult... Because here's the thing: when I meet a Muslim on the street, I don't have these sentiments towards them. But when I read what they believe and I look at that's where not every it came Muslim, from, no, 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 but no. But here's the thing: that's not every Muslim. If that's Carmen. not every Muslim, then I don't view them as real Muslims. Just like I, I see this they're country not, where everybody not, claims no. to be Christian, and I see no aspects of Christ in their life. Like when you see this, when you see this America, all right. So, but Islam as itself, what Islam believes? It's Islam peace. is more. It's not. It's peace through the death of everybody who isn't in it. What the fuck
1: told you if that shit, dude? The
0: Quran that I have read multiple times, cover to cover. When I, but
1: all right, but how many? Okay, but that's fixed. all right.
0: If the only way that that the Islam uh, belief can achieve peace is when everybody is Islam, and if you are not Islam, it says to spill their bloods in the streets. Now I do not, and I I I stress this. I couldn't stress this enough. I do not believe that I have. I might have never met a Muslim, and I've met many Muslims. I may have never met a Muslim who believes that. But if you are a quote-unquote good Muslim that believes in the Quran and believes in the teachings of Muhammad, there is some things in there that I cannot respect. But you're
1: also speaking about religion. And the same way you can have your faith. No, no, not not
0: religion because religion is man-made. I'm talking about the actual doctrine.
1: That's still religion. No, 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 no. Carmen, it's religion. It's an instruction manual for religion.
0: Well, but the difference between religion and
1: there's no difference between the bullshit in the Bible and the bullshit in the Quran. It's religion. The same way you can have your faith and not be religion, not be Christian, crazy religious. It's the same way they can have their faith and not be crazy Islamic religious. They know you think they don't see the the, the downfall in the Quran. You think some people they see that, but the thing is that since nine eleven and since fuck nine eleven, since America needs fucking oil. They're going to make white people think they're a certain fucking way. They're going to put the, going to put the emphasis on the crazy, hardcore ones. But really, you, what you fail to realize is um, what America has done to get oil from these people. They'd rather take it than buy it. Yeah, but I think these are two separate entities. No, they're not. No, they're not. They are not. They are not. Everything we, everything you, everything, the agenda pushed against Islam is the agenda pushed against oil. And if you ever see the movie, Syriana...
0: Is that the name of it?
1: Syriana. I think George it, Clooney is one of George Clooney's first.
0: But it's about... I think it might be something different. I'm, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't... I I don't know, even if you did say it, I, I, I don't know what it is. But it's
1: about... It's about... Scan. The movie is... a. It's one of the most powerful movies ever made. And it's a Steven Soderbergh movie, if I'm not... Who made uh, Social Network. The Social Network, I think. Okay. Steven Soderbergh is one of them. Is he, and he made that movie about the drug war between Mexico. But really, what it's about is... It's about how the cia manipulates the media and they manipulate things over in arab countries because they want because american corporations want oil and this is why i said to you earlier in the podcast about corporations being dug so deep into the american government when we go to war we don't go to war because it's the right thing for america to do we go to war because corporations need to gain or something out of it the same way we control things in south america we need it because Back in the day, it took forever to get fruit from South America to America. This, I think this is before the uh, uh, Panama Canal. But when we needed fruit from fucking South America, you know what we did? We antagonized and ditched things in South America to make these people kill each other for years so we can get cheap fucking fruit, dude. And it's the same thing we've done with oil, dude. We've done, What America has done to get cheap oil, do you know we had the cheapest gas prices in the fucking world? Why? Because of because of our agenda for oil, but this movie shows you this movie shows you what America and the CIA and it starts from corporate it starts from the Cold War everything's from the Cold War but it starts from corporations, wanting cheap oil and using the CIA and the American government to get it and they and they and they make these people enemies. The thing about it is this: we're pretty much on a, America is nowhere near we're we've got two giant bodies of water separating us from these people. We They can go over there and kill each other and crawl to Europe and kill Europeans. They can go to war. And it has nothing to do with us. Why the fuck do we care? We need something from them. We want the oil. We want cheap oil. If we didn't need oil, would, would we care what they were doing over there? No. Before the... Well, they,
0: a, I, I get what you're saying. And they need a reason to have the American people drive that to say, you know, hey, we want this and get on board with it. And so they add these different things. It, it but, was fine I, when
1: America... It was a fine when America could get cheap oil from them. But what the, what they did what what and I hate to say what white people, but what I feel like when it comes to finance and American dollar and the Federal Reserve, there's nobody behind it but white people. There's no black or brown person in charge of the Federal Reserve. There's no black or brown person in charge of anything major financial with the United States of America. See, there's
0: not. That might be the case, but I don't think that it's a racial issue that's dude, driving it.
1: Dude it's not a racial issue. It's
0: money. I think if there was black people in there, you, do you, as a black individual, not like money as much as I do, as a no, white individual? No,
1: I, I no, I don't. So, I don't like money. So, all right, I, that's a bad I example
0: because I also I'm satisfied with where I'm right. at. I don't need to make millions. But if I if I offered Simple you enough make us money, both happy. It, but a, but what I'm saying is, as individuals, so even in that, we have similarities. So it's not about our race. It's about the drive of many humans, which is money and power. And so, although there might be an overwhelming amount of white people involved in that, I don't see it as an issue. No, I don't of mean race. I
1: don't mean over I don't mean the number of white people who work for the Federal Reserve. I'm talking about the major bodies of money. I'm talking about the um, the Rothschilds. Ain't nobody black or brown involved with the fucking Rothschild except for fucking Jay Electronica him off the fucking daughter and shit. But other than the before her silly ass. Look at the history of all. There's nobody black or brown involved in that family. Look at the, look at the white. Look at wealth in the world. Look at the top wealthiest people in the fucking world, dude. Except for these princes or whatever in Africa who don't give a fuck who they're really at war with. There's nobody black up there. Well, that is, a and there's lot nobody of what, black. There's nobody black marrying to their families either. A
0: lot. Well, I don't know that, but what what I do know is what you're saying. I mean, there is a lot that we live in today that is an outcome of. A past racist America, right? And so, and like I said, I, that's, you white can't people, that. and
1: and there are white people at war with these white people who are controlling, who are the state, who are controlling. There are white people at war with these white people, and that's that's why I, I try to say it earlier. I'm trying to come up with another thing we can say besides white people, because not every it is not every white person. I get so that, wait, and well, you know, know what? I think you're that.
0: struggling like, with. I think you're struggling because the fact that there is no other word for it, because what you're looking at it as well,
1: that's, is that's race a, that's, that's some true shit forever. i think <laughs> not, no, see, i
0: think you're looking at it as race and the reason why you can't think of another word is because the race is not actually the driving factor it's just the fact that there's different classes we live in a society that has different classes and despite the color of the skin of the people in those different classes we we shouldn't look at us as different because of anything on the out, outside outside you know, there might be things from the past that have put certain people of color and not you know, in one place and certain people uh, that are white in another place. But I think that even the mentality of that and you struggling for a different word is just proof that the drive to divide us has been going on since well before yes, we were I we agree. were born. Yes. And what I'd like to see is obviously not a, a dystopian future where everybody's hunky-dory and, and loving one another because I, I, obviously I'd love that. I don't see it as, tr- as a reality, so I don't want to fight for something that I don't believe could ever be. You know, the, the the Bible, which I follow, says we will always have the poor. So I don't think that getting rid of the poor is ever a possibility. But rather, uniting ourselves together as the human race and not as individual race is the only way to overcome this. One of the biggest things I think that the, the gay and lesbian or L- LGBT community, as well as the black community, the one of the worst things I think that they're doing for themselves, and I could be wrong. Argue with me if you think so. Whether you're on on you know on YouTube or whatever, I want to know the other views of this. But what one of the worst things I think you these people are doing for themselves is separating themselves, and then from a place where they already had the rights that we all have, but they want to separate themselves into this separate category and then fight for the same rights rather than fight for the. Fight for being given and a lot of the rights that they are supposed to have. Now, not I'm not about, saying it's
1: not about the rights. The rights. Well, are,
0: no, I understand that. It's not about the fact that they have the rights. It's the fact that a lot of those rights are not being enforced. implemented yes. and enforced yes. properly. So yes. I think the wrong battle is separating yourself
1: and no, then trying I, to prop yourself up. I think what you're seeing. I think you're seeing it that way. I don't think. Well, we have that's a, all we're arguing. We're not arguing yeah. for different rights. There's only one bill of rights. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like, at, all
0: right. So the but, LGBT but, community but, is a good example of that. Look at look at what they're fighting for. Right? They're fighting for equality that they already had, and they're doing it in a way where they want to separate themselves. They want they, fight to. They're fighting the for protection. Up. And they. Sh- Here's the thing. I'm not against them wanting those things, but I think that it's being had. I think it's being gone about the wrong way. I don't think that you have to separate yourself as something and then fight for your rights. You already have those rights and if you're not getting them in the way that you feel is right, then then fight for that.
1: I kind of agree with that. I don't I agree with that for for the LGBT, I do not agree with that when it comes to black. Well, I if you
0: here's the here's something that I thought was interesting.
1: There's too, there's too many sub laws and in, in bullshit into the into the amendments and the rights. Well, that here's the thing. Circumvent Black people. Yeah, but today... The that's Amendment not, is one of them.
0: Yeah, but if you look at today and you look at the laws, I know for a fact you couldn't find me one law that separates white, black, brown, one law today that says if you're arrested for this and you're this race, you get a different charge than the other person. Now, I'm not saying that we don't see those outcomes... Ooh. But there is no law that separates you and me. That's not true. You and me are under the that's same not, laws. That's not true. That's, All right, then, me, then that's tell that's me one law. The crack epidemic when the fucking no. the, the jail terms and You're shit. You're talking about outcomes, and that's wrong, and we should fight for them together. You mean
1: outcomes? If you have powder, you get one charge. You have crack, you get another. But the crack is 95% of a chance to be in a black neighborhood. But just, as a but judge. But that is
0: big. That, there's something else there that we need to go after. But that is not the law. If we look at it the It is law, the law.
1: They put it into law. We told it's about the law. It is the law. We are seeing manipulated charge,
0: you... to hurt and push down the black people. All right, man,
1: but whatever, dude. If you ha- if you get a three strikes a three strikes out rule and you know there's three strikes out, is ninety five percent of the chance to be implemented on black people, then that's the that's the fucking law, then yeah, it if, is. If I get three strikes, I have All right, but what's the, same the chances for of the judge. what's the chance of you being found guilty by that white judge? I truly believe that it's the same. I don't care what you believe. Look at the stats.
0: But when I look at the stats, that's what I see. But what I also see is outliers. And those outliers. outliers outliers would be like if one thing is is true, but then there's these all right, so if you look at the statistics, um a lot of times in statistics you'll find you'll find the results mm-hmm. and it says like, all right, white this, black that, right. brown that or whatever. Right. And then there's these outliers. An outlier is something that doesn't fit the mold for everybody else. So you look at the majority and it says one thing, but then all right, well, what about these other people, right? So that's an outlier. So, and that's probably a bad example of it or a bad way to explain it. So a good way to look at outliers is – all right, so let's get into it. So here's some of the stats I, I have. And please hear me out because oh –
1: Where do these stats come from first? Well, I don't like So that.
0: these are from – these are actual from FBI. Uh, one, oh Some of them are from Lawrence D. Bobo, who is a left-leaning uh, Harvard professor who went out to prove that black people were killed and arrested more than white people. Okay. And they're also from – I forget the full name, but it was from – I went to like – Completely, like I went to the the More most independent um, independent places right. I can go to, and okay. things that are respected on both ends. All right. So here's an example of what I'm saying, and I and hear me out all the way through because a lot of people will take this and become and and push racist views, but that's not where I'm leading. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with this example. Ninety-three percent of black homicides are committed by other blacks. And let me see, where are we? So I started wondering, are black people suffering from genocide from police? Because that's what's being pushed right now. Now, when we just look at statistics before I give my thoughts at the end of it, um, there is a 25% higher chance of death by police if you're white than if you're black. Now, there are Who the differences. Fuck said that shit? This is according to the actual death rates from up, up to 2019. I believe it's 2013 to 2019. If, if you're,
1: you're white, white if you have a 25% increase to be killed by all police, that than
0: is black facts. And sometimes facts are not friendly to our beliefs. What <laughs> right the fuck? This is based, <laughs> what the fuck? This is based on actual death by police. 25% higher chance death by police if you were white versus black.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, is this because there's more white people in America than black people?
0: So those were put into account as well, and it was a 4, 4% uh, difference in the end mm-hmm. um, when, when those were accounted for.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, black men are the majority of those murders. 6% of the population in the U.S. is black males. That's a very small percentage. And in that 6%, 44% of U.S. murders across the board are committed. is the actual number of the black population. Um, And of that 13%, 50% of violent crimes are committed. Now, there's a lot more stats I have here, and I don't want to go in because here's what I'm saying. What
1: what agenda are you pushing with these stats?
0: Well, this is where I want to get to because these are hard stats to look at because they could be used against black community by racists. But what I see here is the idea that black people are being killed in droves by police the fact that that or the ideas and that's agendas that black it's not well there's that's not that's what i'm, a, that's what I'm not trying not to get to percentage of the
1: black population being that, killed
0: by police but right now as we sit here today there are people riding happen. in the streets across the country destroying looting and i'm not talking about the protesters they are separate Dude. but the people that are doing that are believing that they're being killed in the streets for all these different things now there is a lot Of things that we can go into and say hey this was wrong that was wrong this person was gunned down wrongfully but when we look at the stats overall the genocide that is being
1: claimed is not there so hey hey, carmen first of all stop stop you're getting these views from black people from other white people you ain't getting you ain't i'm just sitting down with me talking to me about this shit because you're not you're not sitting down talking to anybody black so all
0: i've done the past week when i was looking at these things is listen to black leaders in the community Carmen, that's first of all, of all, all number looked
1: at. first of all, number one, dog, let's put it this way, okay? When you talk about get when you said something earlier about black people in ghettos, we were placed in ghettos. I'm you not arguing. You, you that. think we want to be put in ghettos? No, well so, 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 so actually
0: here that let me actually finish this because that's actually what I'm driving home. Is what I want out of what I'm about to say is the end of this I want to show a reason for unity where there is no black and white issue well not that there is no black and white issues but that black and white people and all races should be united against what is a real problem which is corporations well, but but big government gonna, and but all they're not going to they're going to
1: put it they're going to first of all, this whole George Floyd thing was created okay George Floyd incidents happen every fucking day in America but as soon as we come out of the coronavirus magically George Floyd is thrown onto the platform as something else for us to get angry about. You know why they did this this George Floyd shit was created. This whole shit happening right now is you think it's a revolution and that we're no. This is planned through some algorithms through social media. And I know you guys don't want to think you're controlled and you have more control over your life than this. You don't. You don't have no control over your shit. dog. Once you have children, your your shit is a wrap. Because you want your kids... Children are the easiest way to control people. Because you want your kids to have a great life. Especially if you grow poor. You don't want your kid to go through that bullshit you went through. 100%. So you're going to do anything you have to do in life to keep things normal. Just to have some sort of complacency or just normality in your fucking life. Because when you're poor, you don't have stability. So you just want your kid to have stability. Fuck if he has a the whirlpool and in the, the backyard with the toy. i I'm pretty sure your kid has more in life. Than you ever, you know what I'm saying? Like different life. Yeah. He'll never understand, but they yeah. use that against you. And, and these Trump voters aren't bad people. They just want a good life for their fucking kids. Mm-hmm. And they want somebody because even though, you know, Clinton wasn't necessarily bad. I mean, but, Bush, Bush more, fucked while shit more up. black
0: people were incarcerated under the Clinton. Yes, and Joe
1: Biden has a and Joe Biden has has a big, he has a he pushed a lot of these drug laws that have people in jail to this fucking day, yeah. and we're trying yeah. to put him in office again. You know what I'm saying? If I listen, if we could put Donald Trump in office without him being a dickhead, I will vote for Donald <laughs> Trump again because I've seen yeah. the change.
0: Not. Well, would you rather have somebody who's not a dickhead than somebody that's actually going to be in the end changing your life? Because that is where I voted be- for because, him. Uh, because, but yeah, but Carmen. Well, hold on, you know what? Before we get out, because I don't want to end on this sounding like I just brought these up to down black people. No, no, no. Saying, I, I The want... reason I brought this up, and, and I think we're going to be, I think we're going to be on the same page with this, is these numbers are looked at. And I think a lot of people that are higher up. I just want to say the black
1: at... on black crime thing. I know white people love to bring up black on black crime, but black on black crime is a result of crabbing a barrel mentality. It's a result of us being. Are you reading s- my notes? Because that's no. where I'm going. That's where I'm going. You got no. let me get it's, it. just, it's, 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 it's That's what it is. Yeah. It's like you so, put us on top of each other and shit. Like, come on. Like, It's only one well, fucking this piece is, of chicken. This or is I what I was saying earlier. There's <laughs> 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 only one piece of... it's only yeah. one
0: plate of food. Yeah. And like we're all trying to get to that plate. Like Well, that's what that's the point I'm trying to drive. When you look at these statistics, you can go one of two ways. These are facts. You can It's not the, facts. No, these are facts. If you look at this, you could say one of two things. You could say, all right. Black people are violent and they're they're different than us and they should we should have more control over them and laws should be different. But the, the facts are also that the way the laws are set in place, not the way they're implemented, and that's something we should be all fighting for together. Right. The way the laws are set in place, we are all on an equal playing field. Now here's where things start getting unequal. When you look at these numbers, what I see is not one race that is inherently has some kind, I don't think you have a gene that is violent and causes you to commit. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever killed anybody? You could tell anybody. No. Nobody's listened. No. Nobody's listening. <laughs> I paused, it. I, paused I, it. I think about it all the time. <laughs> and, and me too. <laughs> no, but what I see here is these people that are higher up and in power that look at these statistics and they can use this and try and drive racism into people. Uh, but what, what really I think we're seeing is what you were saying about when you made the comment about the ghetto. Yeah, I don't know about other places, but any ghetto I've ever lived in, I was always the only white person on the block. And I don't think that that was because black people deserved to be there or wanted to be
1: there. But in qu- those quick areas, question. This is
0: violence is definitely a huge, a huge mindset in that area. I, okay. I, from what I was It is.
1: T- you know what? It, it, to, it is. Uh, I, was thinking, I was thinking today, not today. The other day I was thinking, I grew up in a project. I grew up in Somerville Projects. Uh and Champ Loss up near us. L- it's actually down the street from... L- like you're, you're, Where you are to wider University uh. is where I was to LaSalle University. Okay. So I grew up in the projects, literally one, two, three, four, five, six blocks from LaSalle University, right? So you would think that coming from the projects and being in you know, a university, I would have an easier way out of... And I don't, don't want to say a ghetto because the projects I grew up in weren't they weren't. It wasn't hood, but the mentality was hood. Like the mentality, of the people I grew up with, in the projects, was so fucked up when we got older, dude. Because of crack or cocaine or whatever it is, dude. That
0: were you? I, I forget what year the, the crack ep- epidemic was. Were I mean, you around the, for that? Like, like, were you yes, that? Yes, I remember okay. the crack vials. In the I street. only look back at it. I wasn't no, I
1: remember it. it. I lived through that shit, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it seems surreal looking back it's it, it but it was but it was like the mentality of the mentality of the project, the mentality of the hood is so fucked up, even the shit we were doing to each other as black people was fucked up, you know I mean the things we would say to each other, the things we were the, the jokes we played play with each other, like the way we would just hop in the street and just slap box and fight on just so someone's on, on that was the norm for us like just get the fuck up like we slap boxing all day, you know what I'm saying like we fight like we just you know what I mean? Like and it was just like the harshness we had to each other. And then sometimes I I don't remember black people saying, like, you know, if we're doing this shit to each other, then no white people can never do it to us. You know what I'm saying? But it's like it's such so a fucked up way to think, it dog. Is. And, and the, the hood mentality is is fucked up. And it's that and it's easy to kill another black man when your mentality is fucked up because we both just have so much hate in each other. Not not for each other initially, but just to our situation. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is that well, when you say situation, I think a lot of that.
0: Let me that situation. Wrong, when you say that, I think of poverty. Right. That's a situation.
1: I feel. Like, I feel like you've seen more poverty than me. Maybe. <laughs> you know I mean? But that's, that's not even the
0: projects, drive. dude. I think that saying, these, like... these statistics of what I was trying to prove a point of right. these statistics are not a race issue. These no. are a poverty issue. They are a poverty issue. And why is it that in. I, maybe I'm wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong. Just so but everybody knows, anywhere, he,
1: he, he said the things he said for these stats, not to prove whatever. He's just trying to prove. That poverty is the cause of all of this.
0: Exactly. Right. And now if some people, some like people most, are hating you right now. Yeah, well then <laughs> I hope you're still listening and you can hate me listening. Here's the thing. Facts aren't always easy to look at, but right. if you, if you're not courageous enough to look at the facts, right. Then you're not courageous enough to make a change.
1: I had an argument with a black person today on Instagram about, about what well, she said, something about police aren't needed in our schools. I said, no, they're not needed, but we need them right now. Yeah. Because I if, if I was the black parent sending my kid to a black, all black school in the hood right now, I want fucking cops there. I just don't want I need like I don't trust it. I don't trust I don't trust the parenting of other these other kids' parentings. And I don't Absolutely, trust the man. parenting. Absolutely. So if I had a kid, thank God I don't. You know what I'm saying? But if I had a kid right now and I couldn't afford to get him out of a hood school and I had to be in the hood, each that even though for Darius Elliott, that shit would never fucking happen. But if I was I know you're out there. The parent who has live in the hood, and you have your kid in the hood, and like, and me her, we had this whole argument. I said, listen, I, I get, I get that, but we're not there now. This was online, you yeah, on Instagram. Me and okay. another, and she's a black woman, she's the an activist, and I forgot, I don't want to say her name, or whatever. But I was like, listen, we're not there yet. I don't these motherfuckers out here, these like these kids out here who are these like and I, in my neighborhood. There are no white people. These black kids in my neighborhood out of fucking pocket, dog. But these white kids don't no seem kind of ghettos or just out of pocket. But I'm not going to deal with, I'm dealing with black people right now. I'm dealing, with, I'm in a black neighborhood. I'm dealing with these black people. Like these kids out of fucking pocket. Like, no, oh, this fucking kid, some kid stole my fucking muffler off my goddamn bike. And who stole your fucking pipe off your bike, dog? It's crazy, <laughs> like, so, now, crazy. so now, so this is real life. I'm going to fuck up who's black is mad. It's a true story. Somebody black or Puerto Rican stole my motherfucking pipe off my bike. So now it's an M four pipe. I can I can hear that pipe a fuck a mile away. It's an M four. It's not even really anything in there. It's just a s- shitty ass slip one mm. that kind of like makes your bike sound like you made it sound loud, but it's really not just not blocking. But whatever. I can I hear the pipe a mile away. So now some this dumbass is going to ride around my neighborhood with my motherfucking pipe, and now I got to hear this fucking pipe. Now I got to grab the fucking damn gun because you're not going to drive by my house with my pipe, dog. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> So now I don't even be uptown anymore like that because, like, I'm just not trying to go through the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So I understand what you're saying. And, yes, the black-on-black crime is a thing. But the black-on-black crime statistic, it should only come up to prove that we need change, not to prove some white person's agenda that we're out here killing each other because that's how fucking, that's how violent we are. Like, black people aren't, and that's why I don't like that whole Quentin Tarantino Django uh, thing, where he, that whole, the fact that he even, <laughs> he even can you ever see Django yeah. Unchained, and the whole shit, the black person with the spot in their skull? I don't the, remember the spot. Yeah. But I know the movie. He grabbed this skull of a black man and showed this spot in the skull, the cream that proves that we're more something, we're docile, we're not as smart as white people or some shit. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he even said that shit, I don't know if he's trying to prove a point or he's not but it's like I
0: honestly think he just is goofy and just gets away with a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: but like like yeah, but the fact that people people think like that. They do. I You know, I, like people crazy, think man. that black people are savages. They don't they don't realize that most of the inventions in this world came from black minds, dude, that were stolen and and, and white people was taking credit for. Like they don't realize that shit, dude. Like a lot of these fucking inventions in the world, dude, whether it be the scissors the fucking scissors were made by a fucking aboriginal that was stolen and they fucking patent because patent. And this is the thing about patents and copyrights. American patents and copyrights are, in the world patents and copyrights are bullshit. It's all about who gets to the office first. You know what I'm saying? But these, yeah. a lot of these inventions, if, if white people knew how smart black people are or were, they wouldn't think like that. But that side of us isn't shown. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like, it's it's well, just not like. Well, what I guess I, again because I, I really don't want to end this without <laughs> driving this. No, home. I think by now people well, understand what you're trying to get to. Well, what is I, well, poverty it's poverty is the issue, not yes. Color.
0: But what is it going to take to get black Carmen, people of color and black people out child of that?
1: Want eighty percent of the population right. to be poor of the planet? They want the planet. They you can't have equality, right. dude. Well, if you look at these inner cities,
0: there is one driving factor. What's that? they're democrat you said it earlier the democratic party up until now which i don't actually believe out of it now you said up until now or we're never for the black people i think the dem- democratic party got smart yeah but and the they de- said we can manipulate these people that we hate and i don't think that yeah, all democrats true. are that racist but i think that at some point in time they changed the strategy they did and they started pandering to black people and now you got these these people who are, you, as you said, being raised to vote Democrat just because they're black, okay, and they're not getting anywhere in life. But and the... they continue to vote Democrat. Why is it that we can look at all these places and see a lot of other things as well, a lot of other statistics and a lot of other problems in the black community, and they all seem to be run by Democratic leaders, and the black people continue to vote Democrat? So I guess well, as, as a white
1: person, I'm asking you— Do you guys not see this? We do see that, and and this is why I think you need to see the Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God Joe Biden interview because I think I've
0: seen, I just I'm not 100%. I've seen so many of this, listen,
1: we know this, and I feel like after the bullshit of Barack, black people are because and then it's and people don't realize this is that the lack of the lack of. Of change from Barack Obama is why black people are demanding more from Democrats. And they, black people don't even realize that about do themselves. Do they even think they're gonna get it though? Do they think the Democrats no, when we don't. push comes to shove are gonna do not, it? Not, no, but you know what? Joe but this election, whoever Democrat is running and you may not believe this, but a Democrat is gonna win this this election. Because I think, I think you're
0: wrong. You
1: may think I'm wrong. I don't. You know I don't what? think. Let's I'm
0: schedule. Wrong. I gotta find out the day that the elections happen. We'll schedule. a we'll, podcast the day schedule after. A
1: podcast the day after. But and, and can I just say something about the American election? <laughs> uh, this whole electronic election. I feel like the election. I feel like the ballots and elections were their control years ago.
0: I don't. Ha- I'm not setting I don't stone believe on that, in our, I, don't I don't trust any. I, I don't, don't trust believe, anything. Yeah, I so- don't believe our.
1: I don't believe our voting pr- process. I don't believe once we went electronic, it's a wrap. And I don't, and I think now they do the the paper ballots. Yeah, they, when I just voted two days ago, it was paper. It's paper ballot now. It's di- I, I don't it's believe in, in the American at. voting system. I don't believe in any. I don't believe in any of this. Number one, let's we're we're talking on the surface before to talk on the surface, but I don't fully believe believe me, Carmen, anybody listening to this podcast believes in anything anymore as far as the government. I don't believe in government. Eh. I don't believe the government. I don't believe it's Trump or whoever the fuck it is. They're all going to try to line their pockets because it's just greed. But the problem with the the Democrats and the Republicans really is that the Democrat and Republican is just another way to let us say the Democrats start doing what they need to do for the next 20 years. Mm -hmm. and They're just pushing all the agendas to make the right change. Eventually they're going to get greedy and start fucking up again and let's say that let, well let's just say we, we we go to republican and and the republicans well it's kind of different because republicans and democrats Republicans don't believe in big government you know what i'm saying and democrats believe in more government to control shit whatever the fuck i might even a, i'm not the smartest politician in the world i don't give a fuck for real for real i think i've hit somebody the other day that there's been four presidencies since i gave a fuck about politics and none of their Decisions have had an effect on my life. <laughs> like, I, really, all this shit, Barack Obama. I worked the entire Baracko depression. Like, actually, we both did. Yeah, we yeah. worked the sprint the entire. We made more money. <laughs> like, everybody was broke. We yeah, yeah. worked that. Remember that shit? Yes, you do. we were the only ones making money in the city. If you didn't work in cell phones during that 2008, whoever the fuck, you weren't making any money. That
0: money was good. Right. We made. That I made money on
1: technology. My the entire. New depression. I don't know. I didn't get an unemployment check for five years. Everybody year. else. Like, we worked. We made money in sales. I made money in sales. The iPhone and the fucking changed my whole shit. So, thanks to Apple, I was not broke doing it. So, I don't know. But whatever Barack Obama did for eight years had no effect on me or my bank account. Not one time. Anything Trump is doing right now has no effect on except for maybe me getting products cheaper from China. But – and it's really – that's a whole other – we're going to have a whole other podcast about well, China. Like to,
0: I'd like to actually say that I think that your pocket has been changed since Trump. The, if When the country wins, we win. A lot of times I see these people complaining about Trump's only here to help big business. Trump's only here to do this and that. The big business thing is weird to me because who do those big businesses employ? If a big business is doing good, we're doing good. When Apple was doing good, you just said that we were doing good, and that's a fact. When big businesses are thriving and they're making billions, they're, the bad aspect I see of that is that what happens in the long run when we look back is that the separation between the inequality of wealth becomes very, very real and Amen. starts getting very separated. Amen. And I don't like that. I don't know an answer for that. I'm not even going to try and solve that here. I don't like it. I don't even know if it's, if it's right. I, I don't know. if I, I don't like it. But when – Corporations are being helped and being not bailed out but when they're being helped and given less restrictions and they're making more money what are they doing with that money? They want to get bigger. They don't want to just pocket that money and hide it somewhere. They might hide some of it but most of it goes back into that company that eventually helps us. People's 401Ks are at an all time well before all this crap happened and I think it will bounce back we'll go back up I hope. But other than this, these last crazy few months we've had, that money was going up. All of our paychecks went up.
1: But the problem is, Carmen, is that, that the minimum wage in America is still at, what, $8, $8, $7 or some bullshit? This is the problem, Carmen, is that when corporations get bigger, they're not giving their fair share. See,
0: I don't think—I'm actually against minimum wage altogether. I wish minimum wage was abolished. But you were poor. Right. So here's where my, I, this is actually not from me just benefiting off of something else. This is from me actually looking into what I think it's doing to hurt us. If a job is paying you offering $5 an hour for you to work, are you going to work there? No, somebody might, but that person's not going anywhere and they're going to get fed up. And eventually these companies are going to have to step up and offer something that will get people to go there. When you have minimum wage, what's the difference between working at a pharmacy you know, that is that you had to pay to go to school for, this and that, that you're only making a dollar more than somebody working at McDonald's? What kind of disrespect is that? Hold on. When you have a minimum wage, you're So you're trying to get someone selling... who went to a school? No. Here, here's what I'm really trying to drive. is I believe that minimum wage is set up to look like it's helping us, but I think it's hurting us. And the way I think it's hurting us is it's giving these companies permission – to pay a minimum wage. Now, granted, a lot of people would argue without minimum wage laws that people would pay less. Well, guess what? If people paid less, people aren't going to work for those companies.
1: Yo, there's too many people on the planet for that system, for that system to work. There's too many people in America for that. Dude, Carmen, I don't, people would die I from starvation. More, I
0: think more people would benefit. How? Who, if a company wasn't paying enough, they're going to go under.
1: Okay, they're gonna go under. Because so now, now these, to do the work these for thousand them. people don't
0: have a job anymore. But that, I don't think that would be the outcome. Why what would a th- company th- want to go under? The company's gonna to have to shut up or pay up, right? They're or not up a pair, whatever that saying is. They're gonna to have to do what people want. Here's here's where I started changing my mind on that. My brother came from the same place I did. My brother was making six figures working on in, in Manhattan on Wall Street. My brother walked. I, my brother, I swear, I don't know what the heck he does. He, he's the good-looking brother. Mm-hmm. I remember one day he walked into a, um, a J. Crew store to look at suits. Just window shopping. I could have this, this story a little bit off. <coughs> he walked out of there with a job. Do You know what his job was? What? Wear nice suits and stand here in my store. And they paid him good money for it. And he eventually wore And again, and he had multiple opportunities like that that were crazy. But I, I always was curious about what he was doing for work because I thought, what the heck is he doing differently? But what I winded up finding out was far different from what I was going after. What I found out was that when he st- and he worked with te- uh, technology, he wound up working for a company called Trello. Mm-hmm. And what he was describing is something that I've heard before with these other big tech companies where they're all competing for people. And what they need to do to get employees is offer them something that the other person is not. And what it does is it drives these companies to offer more and more and more, which benefits us. Are there going to be road uh, bumps on the road along that? Yes. Are there going to be people that take advantage and try and keep people down with really disgusting wages? Yes. They will not last. They cannot last in a society like that. They will I, last. The I also could. Visit, I also could be well, at Amazon too. Like pays no fucking taxes. Well, they pay no corporate taxes. They do pay taxes, and a lot of the money that they make the, – I looked this up because I actually was pissed about this when I heard that the two years in a row that they paid no taxes. And when I looked it up, I'm looking at like 20 to $30 billion or – million. Or sorry, not billion, million that they're putting in the back into their company for just this one little tiny area. Like research and development had a massive portion of their wealth put back into there. In the end – and here's the thing. There are problems <laughs> oh, with this. In the huh. end – it drove down sales for us. It got things shipped out quicker for us, right? There are benefits to us when these companies aren't being just ripped of all their, all their money to go back into taxes. Because here's the thing. We talk about not trusting. Do you believe that all the taxes you're paying are going into where it's supposed to go? Or do you think a lot of that is disappearing? Or going to yeah, this, but this at least at the end of the
1: day, somebody from someone who looks who looks like who came from where we come from is deciding where this money goes. Not somebody who's been rich all their life.
0: Right. I'm not saying I have every solution here, but what I'm saying is I
1: yeah, think that
0: we are enough. being lied you to. You can't. Listen, I think we're being lied to. Being I li- li-
1: you can't trust corporations, though. You right. cannot. You cannot trust corporations. You can't. Tr- you can't give twenty million dollars back to fucking Amazon and have them take the fucking twenty million dollars and say they put it into R and D. No, the fuck they didn't but put in the fucking r and They Amazon. put that shit back in the Bezos pocket, which is, which is why he's about to be a trillionaire Right in 2026. Well, no. that's why I said there's problems. I don't think somebody should have dude, that much we need, wealth. Listen, you have to force these corporations to do the right thing. And the first way you do that is by forcing them to pay people a livable wage. Dude, this is why we have a housing crisis. Yeah, but dude. if you f- hear... Where's that, where's that line drawn? Because
0: one thing I saw was there's so many variables to companies, uh, both high and large, where if you put these different restrictions. What it does is it that's the reason like we were talking about earlier about people you know, the the excuse of go start your own social media. There's so many restrictions on companies that it's made it impossible for us to get out. No, there's and,
1: restrictions on companies because do, other companies have forced government to put these restrictions in place so they don't get competition.
0: Right. So it's hurting us. So why are we voting for the, for them to have more restrictions? What do you oh what we wait, wait all right wait, listen people are voting for more restrictions. You you said yourself you want a restriction Of the amount that they have to pay to people, that's a restriction. restriction. That's not a
1: restriction. You're not restricting anybody. You're paying them more money. You're
0: restricting them of paying. Well, listen. I don't think the outcome of that to pay less. Listen. What I'm saying is, in the end, I don't believe that in the end we would be hurting. When we look at Amazon, all right. So when I look at Amazon,
1: yes, this is the end. We are hurting. This is the end. We are hurting right now. There are 40 million unemployed Americans, and guess what? A third of those people ain't getting their jobs back. We are hurting right now. Yeah. Absolutely. We're hurting. So there is no end. This is the end. Yeah, but why is that?
0: That's not these companies' fault. The companies didn't shut the country down for two months for something that we're finding out now has a 98.9% survival rate. There's a lot going on. And what I'm saying is I don't... When I see... All right, we say we don't trust the government, right? So when I see the government pushing something, I'm skeptical. So when they start pushing something that we all like, I'm even more skeptical. I want to know why are they pushing that in a way that we like and now maybe I'm wrong maybe there are some good things that they push and I'm sure there are I could probably think of some if I really want to put my effort into but that's not what this is about what I'm saying is we jump on board with everything they say and we don't look deeper into it we don't look at how a minimum wage can hurt us it doesn't mean that a minimum wage be better off gone I'm just saying as an idea is is it helping us as best as it could or is it limiting the amount that we can go. I want more than dude, minimum wage. I want of, more all than of, that. All the lack where, of
1: minimum do wage does is keep people in poverty, dude. A lack a la- of it. or lack of, A lack of okay. it. It keeps people in no fucking, I don't give a fuck, what way in the fucking world, 2020, nobody should be getting paid $8 an hour for nothing. I don't give a fuck. I agree
2: it's no with you. fucking way, dude. Dang. It's
1: no way. No way. Nobody can live off $8.50 an hour. And you know what happens? You know what you're forced to eat when you live off $8.50 an hour? This is the thing about it, Okay. When you have a lack of minimum wage, your diet changes and you're not going to live. You're going to die. A lack of minimum wage keeps you from putting good food in your refrigerator. A lack of minimum wage means that they can kill you. They, listen, the world can't go on with this many people. They, they're going to systematically find a way to white people to fuck out. And this coronavirus is one way. It's not it's, viruses are, are they're going to come and go. But what you do to stop it, America is purposely. I'm not gonna say that purposely because I don't know but I don't believe that. I mean, the thing about the, the, the coronavirus numbers aren't that much off from regular influenza numbers from the past twenty something fucking years. Like we lost seventy five five people to influenza three years ago, two years ago. So a hundred thousand people have dead from coronavirus is not a big number. I'm just gonna and tell that, you all that. Isn't that
0: a hundred thousand people that died with coronavirus? Not all of right. So there's a so lot of So let's weird just stuff put it there. let's
1: just understand something people. We Could lose might have been changed. We lose people every year to influenza. These coronavirus numbers are not that crazy. But they're using these numbers to push $2 trillion into the economy because America needed $2 trillion whether the coronavirus or not. So that's what we need to realize. We needed that $2 trillion whether we had this virus or not. That's why they pushed this shit in two weeks. You didn't even get fucking mass to the hospitals in D.C. in two weeks. But you got a fucking $2 trillion bill pushed in two weeks. And if you look at that bill, dude, they gave... <laughs> They gave, like, $150 million to fucking suntan lotion companies and I shit. Know, a lot of weird stuff it. It's a weird-ass shit in that shit, dude. That's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. These aren't people we can
0: trust. So when they start pushing something that we are on board with... No, 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 no no, to no, 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 no.
1: But these people we can't trust, Carmen, are the old white people. No, They're the ones we I, can't trust, I can't, dude.
0: I just, I, that might look like that, but I think when you say it like that, it it just continues the divide.
1: Dude, the, what's his name? Mitch McConnell? Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, the, those are people I'm talking about, dude. They got to go. Well,
0: I, I, listen, they, they, that, I don't listen, have old, a big problem
1: I'm going to tell you, with, like, old white greed is something you have. You can't even fathom what old white greed looks like, dude. Didn't you
0: say the same about old greed? There's no old black greed. No, There's no, no, no just old black greed. wealth in America. Like, no, what I'm trying to say is that these are human conditions.
1: We're talking about America. We're, we're, we're talking about America. We're talking about America. There is no, nothing but old white greed in America. There's no other color. There's nothing but old white greed in America. I guess what I'm asking you is... you want know you wanted to be like that, but it's not
0: where we no, are. Well, I guess what I'm asking you is, do you believe that that is because of the color of their skin or that's because of things that the people with that color uh, on their old skin white, changed back in the day? All
1: white people got 400 years of free labor. They became so fucking wealthy with 400 years. Do you know what 400 years of free labor does to somebody, Doug? Do you know how wealthy? Four hundred years of free labor. Do you see it, America? This is from four hundred years of free to 20,
0: labor. It brings us to twenty twenty. It, it brings us I'm to twenty twenty. So I'm not arguing anything. There's
1: that. no. When it comes to, I'm not talking about uh, Saudi Arabia. I'm not talking about Africa. I'm not talking about London, UK. I'm not talking about any. I'm not going to fuck about these places. We're talking about the United States of America. There's nothing but old white greed running this shit right now. Do old white greed don't give a fuck about Carmen. All white people don't give a fuck about white people. Well, I
0: guess that's why I keep fighting that is because when you say white, I'm white. I don't see that. I don't see. I'm sure I've gotten privileges. This is why I I'm said sure to you, you early. There's privileges. two
1: types of white people in America. But
0: then we can also say there's two types of people in America. I think that you and I are on the one page. Okay,
1: you're right. You can see that. I think that. But you and right I now, are being
0: forced and being taught that it's a white and black thing, and I think that we're hurting one another. When we when we come together, if we ever do, I think we're gonna see us all rise up more than these people in power. Once wants we
1: to. get the old greedy white people out of office, yes. Once we get to Mitch McConnell's out of here, we can have that change. We can have the black and white and get moving. But right now, dog, there's nobody up there but old white people. There's nobody up there but old white people. Right, but that and, and isn't... You, know what, you know what's happening? This was happening. The old I'm not white, arguing that. the old white people are trying to get their sons and their children to think the way they think, but that's dying because they have black friends now. See, they never had black friends. Mm
0: -hmm. That's actually good. You know, I'll bring myself an example of that. My father, when he died, um, he had a a much different mentality on life. But when I was young, and I almost didn't want to even bring this up because I love my father. You retort racism. He could do do no wrong in my eyes. When I look back, man, in reality... My father taught me a lot of bad things about black people. Right. None of them stuck. Not a single one. Right. Okay. Because I had eyes and I had a mind and I, I saw that the things he was saying were not coming to fruition in right. front of me. Right. I, I saw family members who are not like this now. and I, I mean that. I really don't have any. Right. Plan. No. Like the, this. Change, the
1: change is happening. But
0: the way I was raised is that I, I was raised and I heard a lot of nasty racial comments said to me about black people and oh that i don't you know, I don't even want to say cuz i don't i don't want to drag I anymore. heard them all but yeah <laughs> right but i heard these things and i saw none of them true but i also experienced racism myself and i'm saying that the way you're looking at this and you keep saying white people you're you're taking an aspect that i don't think has anything I to do with it i don't want to say white people but when you say these white people in power i think you're taking away from the fact that you're taking something from me which is, I, I and I, and I, and and I, I agree. To, I agree. But I agree.
1: Some people don't. Think and I, like and that. I said to you in the beginning, I want to come over to the name as as white people, but I don't like what the fuck. You? But you how also. About, how but about you we also just say see,
0: people that want to put their you boot also, on us? They no. want to stomp on us. The people up top don't want to lose power. How about powerful people? I mean,
1: the reason you, I'm saying white people is because because they're pushing the racial agenda to keep us separate. Right, so then if you say white people, even though you don't want to say it, I agree. If if, if we can come up with another name, if somebody on YouTube has another name (laughs) we can come up with besides saying white people, I want to say the other people. I had this whole thing about... So, this is the thing, right? If white people who were not, who come, well, there were a way to prove you, as a white person, you weren't racist.
0: There is none. I bet you. I, re- they, I get, I have a way right now. Right, show me because I think it's all traps.
1: If a white <laughs> person who wasn't racist, were to get a Brown or was it a Brown tattoo on the side of their face? Just a little line Right here. <laughs> If a black, if a white person went out and got a tattoo, and all it was was Wait, like, a, like a long stripe,
0: what am I supposed? to I already got a tattoo there on my face. What no, whatever. Let's no, no you, I, like, I don't even get to prove I'm not racist. No, you have to I'm get a tattoo. You care, have care. to get
1: something that proves the other, that shows the other white people what you believe in. All right. So let's say, well, every white person in the world who's not racist in America, whatever, gotta get that brown tattoo on their face. Yo, do you know how you would be treated by racist white people? Do you know how white people with that tattoo would get treated by racist white people? And then you would know. I disagree with you. Listen, if that way, if this if tattoo I'm said "I'm bl- I represent I'm on side with white people," you know the yeah, problem. We don't need to I'm, do that. I'm gonna tell you the problem with white people. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the problem why we say white people. Yeah. Because white people will hide being white around white people to keep their status quo. They will hide behind that white people they, would, they they might not be racist but they won't speak up
0: you don't think racists would get that I t- don't think the smartest white- racist would get that, that t- I don't t-
1: think enough they, I, would, they would but I don't think we'll enough just, white people speak up in front of white do you know why racism carries on the way it does in, in, in communities that have like, not a single black person in it because white people don't check other white people and they don't want to lose what they can gain from that white person do you
0: check black people when they say racist fucking things? right yeah I, first, of all, an I, first of
1: all, every black person that knows me knows I got white friends. They know yeah. I'm going to want they, they don't even do that shit to me. Let me give you <laughs> an example. I get made fun of uh, from my uh, black ex- friends and family because I hang with white people. Right. They be like, God damn, all you know is white people. You love these motherfuckers. Like, mm. I hear this shit all the time.
0: Yeah, all right, well, so here's wrong I'm going to give one. you an example of the time when I, I made a wrong choice, and it wasn't intentional. I literally was dumbfounded. When I moved to my place in South Philly that I lived at before here, I remember. It was like a week after I moved in or like right when I first moved in, there was a bunch of uh, black guys walking through the street wearing like Elmo costumes and all different things. And they were playing music. Right. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like I miss this stuff because I I've been out of the city for a few years and I go outside and you know, I had any kids at the time. So it's just me watching these guys parade down the street and they were trying to promote their business uh, like where they go to birthday parties and, and you know, and. Yeah, they were trying to promote their business. They were trying to better themselves. And they gave a... What I looked at was a free parade okay. going through South Street. I'm like, okay. this is, or going through South Philly. I'm like, this is awesome. I'm out walking my dog. These black this. people. Black people. Okay. In a, in a primarily white neighborhood. It's okay. all Italians. A dundae?
1: What? Was it a Day? No. Oh. I don't know. That's a, that's a Black Street festival. That? Oh, no, no.
0: Handle, this was South literally Street. just a... a, a Group of black people okay. that owned a. I'm assuming mm-hmm. they owned a company. I know they were handing out business cards. I looked right. them up. They they go to birthday parties okay. dressed as as characters from okay. Sesame Street. And whatever. oh okay, I got, you. I got oh, you. This is awesome. So they're given a, a they're promoting themselves in a way of like doing a free parade. It wasn't really organized. They just kind of did their thing. How many was it? Maybe like 15.
1: Okay, I liked.
0: I thought it was cool, man. Right. I went out with my dog. I had a yeah. big German Shepherd, and um, I I, I walk him outside, and there was a white guy that came up to me. And I'm just gonna say what he said. Mm-hmm. I don't like speaking like this, but whatever. Say so what he say. He said, I w- "Why don't you just sick that dog on those niggers?" Wow. And I'm getting, I'm getting the same feeling right now, even saying it, cause I can hear him saying it, dude. I can almost, I can almost get in tears. That's not normal for me, dude. Right. That's not normal for white people to hear stuff like that. I, I was so dumbfounded. I wish I could go back and punch him in the face or mm-hmm. something, or even just. You could did punch you look the, the way you look right now anything. I mean I, was like, I feel
1: bald. like I feel like Carmen is the ultimate troll because Carmen has <laughs> Carmen has this like he wants white people to think he's a certain white person and then when they think he is he like checks them <laughs> <laughs> So, I feel like you do this shit on purpose. You have this look, and they, they want him to be like that American, like white. They have no idea he went on a cross country trip with a Nigerian. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're American yeah. who's in Nigerian roots. Shut up, Ellie. <laughs> you know, he's bitching right now. But, but like, but I you, feel well like what you said, though, about
0: people needing to speak up. I'd like to say that I would speak up at all times, and I have spoken up many times, but there are times when all of us get in these positions where something happens where I wish I would have said something to this man. I wish I would have calmly responded. I, I say I wish I would have punched in mm-hmm. the face. I would have liked to. Right. But really, if I was being honest with myself, I wish I could go back there and just say man, like something along the lines. And again,
1: this is off the off But you the know, cuff, you could have been the first white to really person to speak ever out to him. tell him what he said was wrong. Yeah, but I was and you so dumbfounded, changed his life. dude.
0: I, I I I sat there quietly, and I, the words couldn't come. See, my mouth that's was open, the and fuck, I was drunk. And that's the
1: problem. That's right. why in 2020, because st- you could have changed that man's life. That's what I'm saying. But it wasn't the fact that
0: I was afraid or ashamed. It was the fact that I was so sideswiped by what he said. I, the words didn't come. And I, I'm
1: not making an excuse for myself. Remember, but you know what? I think this I is went, a, I I this is a good take. I went back to and
0: I and it was disgusting.
1: I think this is a good take for black people. Maybe some... I don't... I maybe... I never... I never thought that white people don't speak up against other white people for racism because they're dumbfounded because they're just so taken it's back not normal for by us what talk they like heard. That. So we're making progress. Right. Because I feel like white people I feel like if listen, if a white person is taken back by a racist comment another white person said to them, then you have a lot more empathy and sympathy, or actually you have a lot more power to change shit. Because that bothered you. But you know what? I feel like a lot of times when people say racist shit and the second it comes out their mouth, they regret it. But, like, this person we know, this comment. <laughs> 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 I know he was. <laughs> but, like, I feel like a lot of times white people don't mean to be racist. I don't know. people probably, be like, nah, I forgot, nah, nah, nah. no, I, I, I'm being honest. Like, what your dad's taught you, right? I guess at one point in life, your dad was God to you. And what he said to you was law. Man. And then, what in that first time you had to check in your brain what your dad told you, you know what that is? That's the revolution that Gil Scott Heron was talking about. This is what when when Gil Scott Heron said the revolution would not be televised, he doesn't mean the revolution will not show them on the television. He means the the first revolution it takes for you to make change in the world starts in your brain. And the first time in your life that what life showed you and what your dad told you were two different things, that's when a revolution in your brain started.
0: Well. Yeah, it goes deeper than that. You ready for? I'm gonna tell the story. I actually have things in my life that I could probably argue with you right now. I'd be wrong, but I can argue with you that racism is is the way to go, or that I've been. It, what life showed you're me, right. I guess what I'm
1: saying is what life showed me wasn't that, not racism. You don't mean racism rac- is the way to. You mean that you like taking putting your own first, yeah. putting your demographic of people first, whether it be me. Like the same way, like like Asians, like like Chinese or Japanese or whatever, don't let people into their culture. Mm-hmm. It's not racist. That's not racism. That's putting yours no, first. I mean, I'll tell you the story. I mean, I literally
0: experienced racism at about fourteen years old for the first time. Yeah, but
1: you, you just said that you feel like racism is the way to go. What do you mean? I, by
0: that? I'm saying from the story I'm about to tell. Oh. I could have also went the other way.
1: Oh, yeah, got you.
0: And so what I'm saying is we all, as much as I say, like I, you know, I saw life. I saw it as a bigger picture and i decided not to go the way that i was taught in those ass in so the, somebody, that my black soldier, said. racism <laughs> the
1: story I, I know might where be something going.
0: that this story might this story might be something that people could laugh at but when i was a child man it was the most traumatic thing i ever make it long story my life. short when I went to um, a summer camp mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid, they, my parents paid a lot of money. They didn't have the money. It was like crazy. It was literally – whenever they had money, it, it went back into us. So it's like that poor mentality. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting into something, they decided to send me off to summer camp for the, for the entire summer for two months. I had two weeks home in between. That first portion that I went out there, uh, there was a lot of other people that were from inner cities who were all black. Not mm-hmm. primarily, all black, who were paid for by the state to go there. So was that, this Liam Penn? I don't want to say the name of it. It was in Jersey. Oh, okay. Because I don't think that the organization had anything to do with this, and the when I went there, I didn't look at these people as different at all. I I, I had no racism in me. Mm-hmm. And what happened, and what some of these individuals did to me, could have put they did more than that, man. It was, it was pretty bad. I'm actually mm-hmm. we're gonna get serious here. So we all shared showers, you know, at summer camp. And I, I wasn't molested. Well, I guess you you could probably put it into that category. It got to the point where I was one of the only white kids in this group. And when this group and I got set up in a cabin together, I was the only... I think it was me and one of the white guy in there. Again, not something at my age and my mm-hmm. experience that I would have ever thought anything of. Mm-hmm. But something was already taught to them of racism. So The what, black kids? Yes. Okay. So what i didn't see they saw which was that we're different mm-hmm. and i woke up one night with a knife to my throat a knife to my throat and this is what i'm talking about where i've had experiences man they're all over and right. I, if i can come out like this then we can all come out not hating one another right and i was told all these racial things in my ear while i, while I was being held down with a knife to my throat telling me they're going to slit my throat you white mother effer and all uh, just disgusting things being said to me. Right. And they told me, you're going to you're gonna fall asleep with this knife to your throat. I'm going to kill you when you fall asleep. Uh, and I was shaking. I fell asleep. Uh, this happened night after night. Night after uh, night? Night after night, man. I was afraid to talk. You didn't tell anybody? They told me to kill me. I'm 13, I'm 14, fourteen. 14 years Christ. old. And I remember one night I went into the showers, and it was me and this other white kid, and we go into the showers, and we're the only two white kids. And... These, there was no uh, no adults in there, and I'm sitting there on the bench waiting for my turn. There's only mm-hmm. a few showers, and this black kid is standing up on the bench dancing next to me, and it, you know we're all naked with our you know our tails wrapped around <laughs> us, right? Like we're you know locker room stuff. And this kid ripped his tail off, completely naked, and shoved his dick in my face, like touching my face. I shoved him to the ground and was instantly held down by multiple black people. Because I was white and because I fought back, and the racist crap started flowing. How dare you, you white, you whites, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was all racial, and I was so confused by all. I didn't understand. I winded up developing shingles. I was so afraid. I don't know if you know anything about shingles. Shingles is something that old people get, or Mm -hmm. somebody in an extremely high level of stress. Mm -hmm. I basically broke out in what looked like pimples, but it was like the like. Things bursting under my skin and mm. it wrapped around and it became very itchy around my waist. Um, I winded up getting jumped there. And the only other white kid, obviously, you know, I mean, from knowing him, the little bit I knew of him, wasn't racist as well. He put his head down and walked out and went back to his room, didn't say anything. And I don't I mean, They could have done a lot to me, man. They, I mean, but, and it was all racially motivated. Now, I don't hate any of them because there's no way at 14 years old you got that much hate in your heart. Right. That was put in there. It was wrong. Right. The same way the hate was attempted to be put into my heart, right? And I guess what I'm, what the the point I'm trying to drive home, and here
1: and, is and just so you know, like I'm, I'm like I'm light skinned with curly hair, so like I've been through not as bad as that, but I've been through some shit like that with black people because I'm not a darker skater skin, skin of them, you know, but I so I yeah. understand like the level you go through, yeah. or like the, I understand the experience to a certain degree, but I can't even fathom what
0: well what i guess what i'm trying to say is I, I, the only reason i'm really giving the details is because i want you to understand this wasn't a minor event this is big mm-hmm. um, i was also beat up to the point where i still got scar tissue above my eye from it where my i was punched or kneed in the face so hard that my mm-hmm. my the skin from my top of my eyebrow was sitting below my nose on my cheek they had to drain my eye of the blood Um, And I still have the scar tissue up there. I can feel it. Mm. I I was beat up multiple times over the the month or two that I was there before I went home. And when my mom was driving me back, man, we were pulling into the place. And I broke down crying, screaming, please don't take me back here. Please don't. I finally told her some of the stuff that happened. And I didn't have to go back. But I guess what I'm saying is if you're black and you're out there, this is my message to you. You know, you might say I'm white. I can't speak about this. I just told you my story. I have some bit to speak on this. If somebody who is of a different race or color than you wronged you in any way, that is not representative of the color of their skin, but rather something that was instilled in them, and they're wrong. It doesn't make it right. Nothing makes that right. But what we cannot let it do is let that hate that we can have for that person carry on into anybody else. Anybody else. And so the reason these things are coming to my mind right now is because mm-hmm. I'm seeing this division being put between us and I'm seeing people think back on different scenarios. Like what I'm saying, whether it was a higher degree or a lesser degree, right. no matter what color you are, you can look back on these different scenarios and say, yeah, white people are racist. I can say, yeah, black people are racist, but that doesn't make it true. Right. There are good people in this world. There are bad people in this world. And I, I don't think it should separate us. When you were talking about looking for another word for white people, everything you're describing is people of power that don't want us to come up Right. so that's what we're talking about we're talking right. about the separation of power we're talking about the fact that you know this, when we look at the constitution the constitution should grant us all the same power we're all created equally in the image of God so if we're not getting that we shouldn't watch one group fight for it alone in the streets while other organizations come in posing as them destroying right. black communities right. this is a time where we should put aside the crap That we have, whatever differences or hatred we have for individuals and put it aside and stop putting it into the majority or or anything like that and come together, hold hands in any whatever way that looks and say, you know what, we're all hurting. And if black people are not receiving, if it's true, if black people are really not, and I think there's a lot of truth to it, black people are being unjustified in any way that we are not experiencing as white or whatever other color you are, Mm -hmm. then we need to come together with that. The the separation, even saying white people, black people, and again, you can probably argue with me on this, I think hurts us. I think that until we realize that we are a human race and not individual races, that is the unity I think that it's going to take to drive true change. So a lot of things we talked about here today, we don't have the answers for. We're angry about them. We disagree about them, this and that. But in the end of the day, we are stronger together. And until we realize that, not just say it, Because I can say it, but I don't know if I truly believe it. Mm -hmm. I want to. Mm -hmm. But until we all together believe that and make actions towards it, not just words, until our actions display that we believe it, we're not getting anywhere. All these riots, all these protests, they ain't going to do nothing. How many times have we watched this happen? And right Right. now it's bad. And there are people putting a black eye on the black community right now. What's going to You know what? I hope I'm so wrong. But what I think, in a sad reality, what we might face is two months from now, none of this is talked about. It's life as usual.
1: Oh no, that's not going to happen this time.
0: And you say that, but no. I and I hope you're wrong. Black people, well, listen. Well, here, here's, we, here's not, thing, we not, not. Here's the thing, though. No, we not
1: going back. Black people, we're well, not good.
0: I hope I'm, I hope that's right. And I I whatever <sighs> I can do to make that right, I'm do, I'm down down for the cause, because what I don't want to see happen is in the end of this the black community is then thrown back into a shadow. Oh,
1: we're not going back to that. You, you shouldn't. We're not, we're not going back to that.
0: And all you're left with is a broken down community that, no, that's in rubble. That. But, but that's what I'm saying. If you really want that, if you really want that, I believe it only happens together. Not saying white people join us, but saying people join us. Because I see inequalities. You see inequalities. We
1: d- I, I, d- I feel like, listen, we can, we can get there. Black people and white people can get there once we are allowed to get up on our own feet and do what we have to do to make ourselves better, then we can sit down and have these talks. We're not, but all this, you know, all this, you know, Asians have their power and they have their unity. And then this demographic has their power and they have the unity. And then when it comes to black people, like, Oh, we got to integrate into America or white people to get ours. No, we're going to get ours on our own by ourselves, And then we can come to the table and sit down and talk to that, but we're not, you're not going to sit here and, and try to go ahead and, and blend our rights and 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 well and our reparations for 400 years of free fucking labor to build the most powerful country in the history of the fucking planet. No, we want ours first. And then when we get ours, we get up on our feet and we can get our wealth. And we got a bunch of Jay-Z's out here who's not selfish like the Oprah's and the Quincy Jones and all these other motherfuckers is out here not doing enough. When we get ours, then we can sit down and have that talk. But we're not going to sit down and share our power with people and then it's like, you know, it's that's the problem, is like, we're the most infiltrated yet the most hated. See, America see, as soon as we get down here and we start making up songs and dances and this and that, then everybody's alone. They wanna be our friend, they, 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 and it's Kardashians, everybody wanna get down. But as soon as we start going through troubles, nobody has our back. So no. When we get ours and get up on our own two feet, then we can sit down here at this table and have that. But white people need to understand also that when you, you can help us and not come along with us. You can help us and have empathy and sympathy and do what you gotta do to help and push a black gender forward, but that don't mean you get to come with us. But See, that's
0: white, I guess that's where we're different, man. Like I don't no, want. People,
1: no white listen, white people have been coming along with us all this time up to two thousand they all been coming along with us. And what we have we got I don't want
0: to come along with you. I want to all be coming you're, along you're, together. You
1: are your own white person, but there are white people out here who they want to and they want to interact into our culture. They want to interact into what it is to be black. But they don't wanna they don't wanna give us our own though. They wanna they wanna do it alongside with us. No, like, you can't do it alongside with well, us. Well do
0: you think that the best way to come up is to pull others down in order to do a yourself black up.
1: child a black child needs to see a black family up on their own feet by themselves. Oh, I I that is a hole in the subject that
0: you are right. The black community and tell me if I'm wrong, you shut me down, I'll shut up. The black community has a major lack, not of examples, but a major lack of we people have, they push
1: towards. Why every they... black leader has been killed by the American government. A lot of them. Every black leader has been has been assassinated by the American government. No, yeah, even even are... when Malcolm X, they try to make Malcolm X seem like, we killed it. No, let's fuck out of here. Every black on black, whatever it is, dude, in some way, shape, form or fashion, it's orchestrated by the hands of somebody white, whether it be us being pushed into the ghettos for the past 50 fucking years, yeah. or whether it be Listen, dude, they gave all these white people, all these white families, they gave all these white generations free fucking homes, low interest mortgages, and put us into the projects. They all those homes when people got in South Philly and Northeast, they were giving those damn homes well damn there, dude. They didn't give us that shit. They put us in projects, dude. They made the biggest projects in the fucking world at Queensbridge, dude. Who no, fuck all that. Bullshit, yeah, but who dude. is they? Dude, who I'm, is not they? Gonna, I'm not gonna say, listen. I think it's politics. It's politics, but but this dude, nobody black is going to sit there in power and try to put black people in poverty. Nobody black was doing it. There's white people doing that shit, dude. And I understand we got a couple with a new fr- new rhetoric, 2020 going forward, but 2020 going backwards, dude. This is white people that's been doing this. This white people in power doing this, dude. Nobody, like look at the Reagan administration. I
0: think we're just looking at the wrong. I think you're looking at the wrong variable. No,
1: we're looking at the same goal, but I. You're think... looking at
0: the outward difference between you and them, but I'm looking at the inward difference, which is a, a desire to hold power. Desire to hold power. It is if, a desire. If to hold... I get up there, if you get up there, you're not going to be like them. So there's something else different. If I get up there, well, I'm I want to say if Barack like
1: Obama got up there, and he was just like them.
0: Was like he Barack ever different? Obama, though was he ever different? No,
1: he, no, he was he, different. As far as
0: what? He was always separated from all of us. He was always at a higher before class presidency or when he became president. He was always of a different class. You look at the picture of I mean, people; his kinda, family was that's true. In, he was always that different. is true.
1: I agree. Listen, I'm not the, the whole Barack Obama thing. I'm not fucking with a Barack Obama like Barack Obama is a pacifier. You know what I'm saying? He's a pacifier, and, and I hate to say this shit, and some people may get mad. I don't give a fuck. And so was Martin Luther King in a way. It's a pacifier, dude. Let's pacify them before they get upset. That's why but see, once and see, this is the whole rhetoric between, the not rhetoric, but this is the whole discussion between Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, dude. Is that they put him out there to pacify us. And then Martin Luther King and Malcolm X said, I'm not, you ain't pacifying shit. You know what I'm saying? By all means necessary. But once they got together and they sat down to really create change amongst each other, that's when they had to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude.
0: Well, Let me ask you this about Malcolm X because he's somebody that I, I've learned more about over time that I, I really didn't know a lot about earlier
1: on. Just two re- Malcolm X's, dude. Well, that, that's what I was going to ask there's you. There's two so Malcolm X. There's the early there's, Malcolm there's X. the and early Link. Malcolm where yeah. he believed the bullshit and it's the second, it's the later Malcolm where he thought of light. And there's the two Martin Luther Kings. There's the Martin Luther King where he was, when he believed the bullshit and then, It's kinda like they like it's kinda like, you know, Malcolm like Martin was peaceful and then he started realizing he needed more angst. And then Malcolm had Malcolm was angry and then he realized he needed to find a little bit more not say peace, but he he saw that he needed to change his way. They both were trying to come into this whole they becoming men. You know what I'm saying?
0: When we look back at history. We look at the changes both of them made, you're saying are different and they're opposite. Who they had did, the they biggest, did, they didn't make. I don't think who Martin had Luther the biggest King. outcome on the community on the on the world we live in today. I'm not saying stand around and wait for it to happen and sit there and protest. Who? We you mean which one of them made, had the biggest outcome? The biggest impact? It, it was Martin Luther King. Malcolm X is having a comeback right now because people are angry. But what? The, and the, I could be wrong. But the way I look at Malcolm X, and I'm saying that from. From my perspective, because I'm learning more about Malcolm X now than I ever have, and what I'm seeing is the reason why later Malcolm X is being propped up right now is because people are pissed. And I don't see that—what I, I look at is Malcolm X had this more passive way about him earlier on, and he got fed up because the change he wanted and he was fighting for and putting all that effort into wasn't showing any fruition. And, that dude, how much can any of us fight before we get fed up and angry? but i don't think i think that once we get fed up and angry that's
1: when we lose well i i don't know i listen to i don't have the answers right now like i i there's just so much going on right now and i think right now we need to just we need to realize we it's kind of it's kind of like raging against the machine said like know your enemy you know what i'm saying like that song is a bird power like know who your enemy is don't like, white people are white people. are is the white person our enemy? No, the white person is not our enemy. The, the rich are our enemy. The Rothschild, they're our enemy. The people with the crazy fucking interest on the loans, they're our enemy. Like, and then, so that's the enemy right now, dude. And right now, and, and nowadays, sh- you can get some black people in that place of power and they'll do the same thing to us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a really a color thing. So, like I said, I want to wanna say something other than white people. But, you know, we're going on three hours in with this yeah. right now. And um, one more. Are you more? I'll take one more half with you. I got, I got to I, I gotta go soon, people. <laughs> We've been hit at this for three hours. I mean, even Joe Rogan's only a, what an hour. Um, but I, I think we, I think more conversations like this need to happen. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but but, and listen, the same way I say white people need to talk, talk to each other for change, black people need to talk. We need to talk to each other too. Like we need to check each other. Like when you like all that hood mentality that ghetto mentality that we use on each other to say what is real. Like, this is real. Like you got to be this, you got to be hard. You got to be like black people. Like we got to be so hard to make it. Like we got to have this angst and this edge on us to make it. And we don't need that one no more because the first person you do when you have that mentality is take it out on the person next to you. And in your own neighborhood, ain't nobody white next to you. There's black people next to you and you're using that angst on each other. And this is where the black and black crime comes from. You know what I'm saying? It don't start out as crime or murder at first. It starts out as space. It starts out as real estate. It starts out as food. It starts out as resources. You know what I'm saying? When you put resources in here, and ain't enough for everybody. Then you're going to have murder and crime, whether it be mm-hmm. black or white or Puerto Rican, whatever the fuck it is. I'm saying, like, come on. like, Look at K&A and, Frank and Fishtown back in the fucking day. There wasn't nobody black around there. And they're still doing that shit to each other because it's the resource. It's the, it's the lack of jobs and this and this and that. So... Dude, that's a lot involved, but... It is. And we're, we're not going to change
0: overnight, so here. We're cheers to this. So Here's I, got, I got one last question for you. Go. Ooh. Is it supposed to get oh. out easier each time? What the heck? I don't know. Hold on, I'm going to tell you one more story before we go.
3: Oh.
0: Uh, when Eric and I just traveled to uh, Vietnam, we stopped in Cambodia for a few days. Right. Now, you might, now I'm going to get some hate. I wanted to eat dogs. I
1: love You're going to animal, get him away. Dude. I love animals.
0: <laughs> animal, yeah, right? When I tell you I love animals, man, I love them. But I eat cows. I eat pigs. I eat all this other stuff. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm in this other culture. They eat dog. God. And I thought, maybe that's just another animal they eat. No, mm-hmm. it turns out that's just what they eat because they have no money. I didn't know that right away. Oh, yeah. So we had a, we had a guy... Um, that picked us up from the airport, and we didn't trust anybody
1: in Cambodia. Cambodia is a different place. Oh yeah, so it's Cartagena, Colombia, the rent. <laughs> so
0: I had about ten percent, nah, let's say five percent trust for this man, which mm-hmm. is more than I had for anybody else. So we hired him for the whole few days that we were there uh, to drive us around everywhere. It helped him out. He liked the money. He wound up being trustworthy guy, but I didn't know. We told him, we, excuse me, we told him we wanted to try a dog. So he goes, oh, there's this restaurant I really like. You know, it's my favorite spot. My buddy goes there all the time. He loves dog. All right, well, you're going to take us there tomorrow. He picks us up, takes us around. First, he takes me to shoot an RPG. I was all excited. So he brings me down to not not like a shooting range. He brings me down to a military base <laughs> that brings me into their bunker and offers me up all these weapons. And I'm like, yeah, I, ha- I have all these guns. I don't want to we, shoot was them. Was this I'll on face- Facebook? No, I didn't put this oh, up. okay. So I'm, I'm trying to shoot an RPG. Man. Okay. I want to blow something up. Right. I want to blow up anything. I want to blow up a car. Right. And they didn't have them. And I'm like, oh, your, your military doesn't have any RPG. Now we're out. It's like, oh well, why'd you bring me down here? I want to shoot this. They were like, they were limited on everything. It was kind right. of crazy. Anyway, so he brings us down to this rest, this restaurant. Saying quotations, right? It's literally like the best way I could describe. May I'm a little off, but did you ever see like these survival shows where they put two poles up and then they they hang a tarp over it that goes like downward to the back, like it slopes back? Yeah, that was the restaurant. And there was these little chairs that were like that you'd see like on, at a little kids like dentist dentist office, like tiny because they're tiny people. Now I'm. I'm like 340 pounds at the right. time, trying to sit in this little chair, trying not to break it. And there's a little old lady in the corner. She's got like a barrel fire going with a little grate over it. She's cooking up meat, this dog. dog. Please oh, and sorry. while she's cooking up the meat, I'm, there's a dog walking around. I'm petting it. And I'm like, oh, shoot, that's dinner. I was like. <laughs> 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 so I'm trying to give him as much pets as possible. Right. I'm trying to, you yeah, good
3: boy, good boy. Right. I'm like, yeah, I want to give this Was I he skinny? Was he
0: healthy? Oh, no. Nothing we ate there was healthy. So they cook up this meat they bring it over and it's bad and the the guy that we hired as a driver is sitting there with us and he goes, yeah it's kind of rough he's like it's best to drink wine with it it makes it better and I'm like all right so we're trying not to be disrespectful so we, we're like all right let's try this wine now you and I know what wine is anybody yes. listening here has an idea of wine right okay so that's what I thought they were bringing us mm-hmm. they yell out to a field of where workers are across the street this yeah. dirt path they bring over what I can only describe as hooch in a water bottle that was looked like it was left on the side of the road, covered in dirt, that was filled up with this this liquid, they pour it out in shot glasses, and I go to take take a shot. He's telling me shoot it. And I'm like, we don't shoot wine, whatever. Okay, I go to take a shot at the wine. It's it's hooch. It's liquor. Right. Made in the field. Right. It's bad, dude. It's rough. Ugh. And I'm I'm wasted now. Like three shots in. <laughs> and you took three you know shots of this shit. He's right. The dog started tasting delicious. <laughs> 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 It was good. You fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but it was crazy, dude. I don't even know what got me onto this, but I, I was taking the shot. Mm-hmm. But every every shot I took, it went from being like something I thought was found in the toilet to right. like, man, this is good. Oh, now right. this dog is oh good.
1: My God. I don't even, I don't even so notice was, the was disease it, in was, it. Was he
0: hiding the liquor in the
1: dirt? Is that why it was no, dirt? No, like, like... They
0: were like... I, I could be wrong. Eric's going to probably let me know if I'm wrong. I know he's going to be listening. But, um... No, I'm pretty sure they were like workers in a field. Like they were, I was basically drinking their hooch that they make out in the field. Right. He said, oh, in fact, the guy said they make it in the field right there. So it was literally just like it was hooch, liquor, and we're drinking it, dude. I got so wasted. I, walking back to the car, I'm thinking to myself, "They just got us. This is it. They got us messed up. They're gonna rob us and beat us up. Why up that being all right?" But anyway, taking that shot, that was the third shot we took. That was the roughest one.
3: Mm-mm-mm. So
0: I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, um. I guess my question for you, and ending, because we we have gone long with this, um, if you're still listening, I appreciate it. Um, In our conversation here, we talk about a lot of things. Now, I have one thing I can think of that I'd like to share, um, and I'm curious if you have anything. What is something during this conversation that maybe you, you learned or that changed you or changed your perspective uh, because I want to know that having these conversations is not going to make you, you believe me everything me I this? believe. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't think that everything I said to you, you automatically believe and vice versa. we would be silly to think well, that. Well, I should I I have sh- been writing
1: these things down.
0: Well, I, I, mean, I want to keep it to like one thing specifically that stuck out <laughs> to me I think the, this.
1: the main thing that stuck out to me that you said is your experience in, in, with the police. Like, I never would have thought the police in Camden would try to get... Bam Bam Bigelow to confess. To us. <laughs> I would try to get Bam Bam Bigelow to confess to raping somebody at gunpoint. Like I uh, and you and was, the guy you, was he white too? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, I never would have. I never would have thought that police brutality against white people existed in Camden. So that's one thing. And I feel and I feel like and I never would have. I think I just learned a lot about, um, I don't know. I, I kind of have a good idea who you are, but I think just that, that experience, your experience of police brutality is not something I thought would have, uh, you would have dealt with, you know, and, um, also your relationship with your dad being one thing and you come into life to experience. Like a lot of people, listen, a lot of people, it's hard a lot for a lot of people to leave, the imprint their parents give them, you know what I'm mm. saying? Especially yeah. if you think they're God, you know what I mean? And then it's hard to like, have that argument with your parents, mm-hmm. you know, or have that talk with your favorite cousin. And it's hard for white, I feel like it's hard for white people to incriminate someone they love because of racism. I think it's harder for them than black people think it is. Mm-hmm. For you to be like cut someone off who's like, you're like, cut off a family member because they're racist or cut off a friend because they're racist, but I feel like that cutoff has to happen because if they really care about you, then they'll change they'll they'll think about what they said to upset, to upset you and they'll come back to you and that, I, I think I told them someone else white people need to if they feel like they're going to lose a friend or someone they care about because of their views, then that love or respect they have is more important to them than that hate they have. Wow, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it makes you... It forces you to put love first over the hate. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. really, that white person who on South Street who told you to stick your German Shepherd on these people, like, you, if you had just spoke up to him and it really, like, gave him a heart-to-heart, like you like, you, you're you capable... I, I've watched you. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched people think you're one person and you break them down and shit, and you're like, no, brother, like... Blah, 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 blah. If you had done that you could have changed that person or changed his view and then he would have did that to somebody else. And we didn't, we needed a lot of that shit going on because one thing in Colorado I saw, like, in Colorado during the MLK parade, there's always more white people than black people because it's Colorado. Mm-hmm. And it's Colorado's the first time I saw white people not need black people to be around to speak up for us.
0: Oh, wow, that's interesting. Did you you know what that? I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah.
1: There's too many of them out there. We don't... No, there's no way we can real, amount. But saying. it was real. Yeah, it was yeah. like... They don't even need us to be there, and they're speaking up for us. You know what I'm saying? And this is why I got into the whole, you know, not hip the hippie kind of like Burning Man. I want to say community is because when I when I when I get around those kind of white people, I already know that they kind of get it. You know what I'm saying? But we we just need white people need to have those, and black people need to have those times to talk about other. Like I had these talks with black people all the time about how all white people ain't bad, but they know when I come around. That I'm not that dude. You know what I mean? Like, I'm... You know, I hang around white people. I date white people. Like, they already know. And they don't like it. And they didn't like it at first. And they was like, you're fucking crazy here with these fucking honkies. But then once they hung out with me and them and party with them, they realized that they weren't so different from us. Like, it was... You know what I mean? And once they party with us, I hung out with them. Mm-hmm. And even gay people. Like, like, a lot of my black friends did not... They had this phobia against gay people. And then yeah. I started bringing hanging around them because just whatever, because my cousin was with them and we just all became friends. And therefore, because like gay people change, like my one boy, uh, my man T, you know, like, <laughs> like I think, I don't know what his opinion, but he like, he met my man, Joe, who's gay. And he was like, and he loves a shot of Joe. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah. But I don't think that would have happened if I had not introduced him. So we just had to introduce people, black and white to things they're not comfortable with. And then don't get comfortable. And then these things will happen because and also, and also like you know and it, it'll happen the change what happen, you know what I'm saying, but um yeah, that's it, that's my wrap up
0: that's cool No, that, that's awesome um, especially like what you said about the white people doing it without the black people there because they see a lot of what some but you know floor. what when that happens, yeah.
1: when white people unite for black people in our name without us being around, that shit does not make the news that shit don't make social media because. America is a violent. We are a violent country and violent cells in America to this day. Violent cells, dude. Peace don't sell in America. We ain't. I'm trying to think of a place I've been where Like like Canada is kind of like that. Like Canada. I know America I know America. I know we think we're diverse. Our diversity ain't shit on Canada. Canada's diversity is unique. Whereas the they're North of America. They, they, but they have French and British influences. They have royal museums. Anything royal means you are officially sponsored or officially the whatever it is for the royal family. They have. I've been. To, I've been to a royal dinosaur museum in Calgary. I've been all over the world, dude. And like the diversity. Like we think we're diverse, we're not. We have diverse areas of America, but we're not all, as a country diverse. And then
2: we're and very we, segregated.
1: Where we are, but we're segregated by. The demise. And and I'm going to end this real quick. The same way America got over the racism against Japanese during World War II, mm. did, did, did you know how that happened? Through money and power. Because we need Japan. Because the, the same way Tucker in American Dream, where he said, we're never going to be buying cars from the enemy, even though at that time the Japanese had a way much better... System for manufacturing and shit like that, like the same way the average white American is no longer mad at Japanese over World War II and the bombing of Pearl Harbor, means it shows you that racism can be changed if the government wants that. Mm -hmm. The government had to change the opinions towards Japanese people because we need Japan. To this fucking day, we can't survive without Japan, dude. We can't survive without the technology. We can't survive without to te- technological contracts and things like that. I've been to Japan. I've watched, I've been there. I've I've been to Tokyo. Like, dude, the world cannot operate without the Southeast Asia. So because we need them, that's why well, America is no longer racist against Japanese. We just had Japanese in concentration camps in downtown Los Angeles. Not even what? Less than 60, 70 years. Like, come on. Yeah, no. We a just had them in all. concentration camps in downtown L.A., but we somehow we forgot about it. America forgot yeah. about the racism. If you, if you want to look that up, they were called internment camps. There's right. a lot of weird stuff about that. Like we we that somehow out. lost our racism against Japan because America doesn't want white people to be racist against Japan Japanese no more. Because Japan said, we ain't helping you if you guys continue to whatever. So here we are in 2020. No more angst against Japanese, but yet we here we are with the angst against the Arabs and the Islam and Muslims. and Even in regard to what the Quran said, there's Plenty of peaceful Muslim countries out here who haven't to this day lifted one finger to do anything to anyone. But yet we're still making terrorist movies in 2020. We're still making terrorist video games in 2020. Why? Because that's the agenda. We're pushing this agenda. We're pushing racism. Dude, we're no longer mad at the Japanese. How are we still, but we have a new enemy now. Now is the enemy. Now the enemy, now they want to push the enemy to be China. Like it is, it's China the enemy in some ways they are the enemy, but in some ways China is just mimicking what America taught them on how to do business.
0: Right. And it's not even China. It's the government. It's the government. It's not the people. It's the I've government. Out to China, man. I saw the difference right away. Right.
1: So yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I guess yeah. the,
0: the biggest thing I saw though, uh, in the conversation. So one of the things I always fight against is, uh, like I made a comment about the black squares They were posted to the blackout Tuesday that we just had on Instagram and, Seen like white people taking knees and kissing the boots of black people and begging for forgiveness, and it, it infuriates No, don't me. do that shit, no, white I, people. You
1: know, I, like, the, like, the, we don't want you to kiss our ass. We no. want, we just want equality, and we just want what's ours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's not
0: equality. That is that is you dropping to your knees to rise someone up above you, and that's not equality. That doesn't help anybody. But we'll as again, as again, you can't.
1: At the same way, I can't say, well, I'm trying to change white people. You have to change that that rhetoric also because when you say seeing these white people do that, like you're just seeing people do it. You're not seeing you're right. every, you're not you're right. every white person. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you're just seeing these people who, who feel like they have to do that. Like we don't want that. Like we don't want that. We don't want anything easy. We're willing to fight for ours and fight for what we need and fight for what we have to do. But like, let us fight. Like, let us get our own, like give us our own and then we can go ahead and come to the table. But don't think we're going to come to the table, sharing our resources with everybody else. We're not. You didn't make you didn't make the Asians share their shit. You didn't make the Jewish people share theirs. You didn't make any demographic in America share theirs. Don't we're not sharing ours. Give us ours, because guess what? None of these people I just mentioned work for free for 400 years. We work for free for 400 fucking years. We want hours, dude. We want people like well, reparations. No, fuck out of here. Every major government in the fucking world has given reparations to the people they fucking they've put down. Whether it be Canada, whether it be uh, the, the fucking millions we've given Jews for World War II. No reparations exist. Reparations are real. Reparations are how you say Germany still pay reparations to this day. Germany to, in 2020 is still paying reparations to Jews. Give us our reparations. Give us ours and don't and don't bitch when we get it either. And don't try to get us to take our money and put it towards this and that and that and this when we get it either. No, give us ours, give us our real estate, give us our wealth, give us our finances, and we're gonna make it and then we can sit at the table and we can talk about whatever once we get a fair share. But you're not gonna stop not give us our fair share and then talk about okay, we're gonna sit down and we can have this talk and you can have peace and you can have rights, you can have what what is basic human rights while sharing with people no we ain't sharing yeah. dude we're not sharing well that is a whole nother conversation it is i won't add to that because that you know we do have but i'm gonna end on that off. note because we've been here three hours I like, go. <laughs> yeah. oh, but. but
0: anyway the biggest thing that i saw and the reason i brought that up is um i often will shut my mind out and do exactly what i i just said you know earlier that we shouldn't do which is to to ground ourselves in but this is why you don't because i was able to easily pull out when i saw a flaw in my thoughts and the whole sometimes you know I I found myself falling into a zone where I see this stuff and I think we don't need to, I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. And it's almost like i I'm not going to do it on spite, but something you said actually went against that. And you said about how a lot of black people, they don't know white people, how you said white people need to be more open to saying some, doing something as simple as saying hi and hello and introducing yourself and not separating yourself. And you're absolutely right. I know Mm. more than just myself of, of, of white people that I see doing that. And so I guess it opened up the idea of maybe there is things I can do and I'm not completely useless in this. Like one thing I do when
1: I meet white people, like if I meet somebody black, I'll be like, what's going on brother? But it used to be, if I meet somebody white, I wouldn't do that. But Mm -hmm. now no matter who I meet, white or black, I say hello brother. Yeah. Because white people know what it means for a black person to call somebody else brother. They understand that they understand the, if you said that to me, right. I would take that as a really endearing term. Right. I would, your threat level, whatever right. you might have right. for me, is so dropped. When there, I go you're, to you're, white, you know. when I meet somebody, I don't want to say I pick out white people and call yeah. them brother. I don't do that. I call everybody, whatever the fuck. But, yeah. I, but sometimes, if I do meet somebody, if I see a certain kind of white person, if I see them have, like, sometimes they don't want to walk as close to us or whatever. Like, this one white dude is in the market. He told, I swear to God, I think like he was hugging the uh, other side of the aisle <laughs> because he maybe he felt threatened so i said uh i said hello brother how you doing today and he said and he kind of stopped and was just like hello and then i saw him in the next aisle over like 10 minutes later and he just like walked right by me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like something as simple as me just saying well hello brother to the to dude you know what i'm yeah. saying and he seemed like he was like a he seemed like one of those like 70s hippie dudes like you can tell he wasn't really racist, but he you can tell he had he was threatened. He mm-hmm. felt threatened. And you never know what's going on in somebody's right. mind. So for me, like
0: I I guess uh, if you don't know what's going on in other people's minds, it's it's not gonna hurt any right. of us to be friendly to one another. So just try to de escalate.
1: Yeah. If you if you yeah. had don't yeah. like if you had to de escalate a situation because of what society's been building with us for the past who knows how many years, yeah. just do it. And we can like, all read those texts. Right. On swallow each other. swallow your pride that. and just de escalate the situation. Yeah. Like Ali does that shit a lot, you know with, what I'm saying? Pandering. Right, without a, pandering. Out I pandering. mean, like, he, like Ali's really good at, like, Ali's, Ali's at day de-escalating. Day. You know what I'm saying? And like, we yeah. argue. I'd be like, you did escalate. I, I, I don't say it, but I'd be like, he escalates too much sometimes, but I get it. Like, he just he just tries to, like, you know, he just tries to, like, give everybody their own chance to, like, be a, a good person. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> But sometimes uh, I do, you know. But. Well anyway, I think that's a good good place to end. Yeah. Uh how can people find you? Um, uh, you can't find me. I'm not trying <laughs> to be found right now. But I, I'm on Instagram, Super Tech, uh, Super Tech, but the T is a seven, so it's S U P E R seven E C H. Um and I've been I've been really trying to get into the uh, the social media. I don't know if I have faith in social media anymore. <laughs> I gotta put all this shit to do a <laughs> podcast. And I'm just like I had speaker and mixer and shit. I was like, man, fuck the world. Like The pandemic started, and I kind of <laughs> got. But whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to start doing some Wu-Tang Wednesday DJ sessions on Twitch soon. So we're, nice. we're going we're to get it popping. Awesome, man. Well, but dude, yeah, man, I have a lot. Yeah. But, but Carmen's my homie. I have a lot of respect and love for Carmen, dude. Like, you know, like, uh, when I first met Carmen, I thought he was like a total weirdo. And that was my whole thing. And that was part of me just being black and just thinking, like, white people who just have like, with tattoos or dress funny or whatever, and ride fixed gear bikes with those fucking weirdos. But <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like meeting you when I first met you, I was like, you know what? I should get this dude a chance. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you, because when I first met you, you were like kind of on edge about people or everybody thinking you're a weirdo. So you just kind of just trying to be more weird. <laughs> I, see, I, I didn't know what I wanted <laughs> But I feel like you're, but you know, I feel like yeah, you're yeah. more, you're more like grounded now, and it's funny. Like I, I feel like you're not the biggest troll, because <laughs> because people see with the hat and shit and the tattoos, and they're like, yeah, fuck these right. niggers, and you're like, ho, ho, I'm not that guy, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's so
0: funny the amount of people that think I'm on their side and they'll say speak freely in front of me, and I'm like, uh, I, I'm, you can't box me anywhere, dude. It's funny. Right. It's no, funny. I, I've experienced it, but anyway, dude, listen, I really Cheers. appreciate you coming out here. Do one last yeah drink, thank you so much, dude. I, re- I really appreciate it. I hope anybody Listen here got something out of it too, or at least seen that you can. Yeah, have leave these those comments, not killing each other. Yeah,
1: leave those comments, and if it's anything you want us to talk about the next go around, uh, you know, put those things down there, and um, and we'll talk about them. Um, but I feel like we need to get a, like a good gaming pie, we need to do a oh, good game. You, uh, Hundred percent,
0: I'm down, down for it. Like, I
1: just, he put me down the gears of war. I was going to get gear. I mean, not gears, uh, God's a God of war.
0: God, I'm glad you brought that
1: up. I got to give you that when we Get upstairs. Yeah, but
0: anyway, uh, yeah. If you're still listening, I really appreciate it. Um, we're gonna start putting more of these out there. Uh, under you know, uh, yo, and God deep, bless America. Deep fried, deep fried thoughts podcast. Yeah, yeah God, God bless, bless America, America, man. Because
1: nationalism. Listen, when World War Three happens, listen, we it's nothing will matter but nationalism. That's the only thing that matters in times of war, and war repeats itself. And, uh, and the world would rather go to war than see us all get along. So it's awesome, man.
2: All right, all right. With all Next due respect, there. I don't have pity for you, black niggas. That's the way I feel. Screaming, Black Lives Matter. or the black guys rather be dead beats than pay your bills. Yelling, nigga, this and nigga, that. Call everybody, nigga, and get a nigga mad. As soon as I say nigga, then everyone react. Want to swing at me and call me racist because I ain't black that then, I'm talking about slavery like you was around back then Like you was picking cotton off the fucking ground back then Like you was on the plantation getting down back then All right. Look. I see a black man aiming his gun But I'd rather see a black man claiming his son And I don't mean just for one day and you done I mean, you still trapped in a rut And I work my ass off and pay my taxes for what? So you can keep living on free government assistance Food stands for your children But you still trying to sell them for some weed and some liquor Or a fucking babysitter while you party on the road Cause you ain't got no fucking goals You already late You motherfuckers need to get your damn priorities straight Wait It's like you're proud to be fake But you lazy as fuck And you'd rather sell drugs than get a job and be straight And then you turn around and complain about the poverty rate the Fuck out of my face You can't escape problems You could pray for some change but can't break a dollar Got nobody else to blame, so you blame Donald. They fucked the world with a make America great condom. My voice been back. I'm not racist. My sister's boyfriend's black. I'm not racist. My sister-in-law's baby cousin Tracy got a brother and his girlfriend's black. My head's in the cloud. Heard there's not enough jobs for all the men in your house. Maybe we should build a wall to keep the Mexicans out. Or maybe we should send them all to the ghetto for now. I'm not racist. And I never lie, but I think there's a disconnect between your culture and mine. I worship the Einsteins, study the Steve Jobs, but you ride to dick like he was a fucking god, oh my god. And all you care about is rapping and stunting and being ratchet, and that's the nigga within you. Music rot in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you let your kids listen, and then the cycle continues. Blaming all on the menu, blaming on those drinks, blaming on everybody except for your own race. Blaming on white privileges, blaming on white kids, and just blaming on white citizens. Aim it the vice president. Bunch of class clowns, niggas kneeling on the field, that's a flag down, how dare you try to make demands for this money, you gon' show us some respect, you gon' stand for this country, nigger. I'm not racist, I'm just prepared for this type of war, I heard Eminem's rap at the awards, who's he fighting for, y'all can take that motherfucker too, he ain't white no more. It's like you wanna be so famous, you'll do anything for attention and a little payment, I can't take you nowhere without people pointing fingers. Pants hanging off your ass. You ain't got no home training. Put your fucking pants up, nigga. Put that suit back on. Take that do rag off. Take that gold out your mouth. Quit the pitiful stuff. And then maybe police will stop killing you. Fuck you. What the fuck? I'm not racist. It's like we're living in the same building, but split into two floors. I'm not racist. But there's two sides of every story. I wish that I knew yours. I wish that I knew yours, I'm not racist, I swear. With all disrespect I don't really like you white motherfuckers, that's just where I'm at. Screaming all lives matter is a protest to my protest, what kind of shit is that? And that's one war you'll never win, the power in the word nigga is a different sin. We shouldn't say it, but we do, and that's just what it is But that don't mean that you can say it just cause you got nigga friends Nigga That word was originated for you to keep us under And when we use it, we know that's just how we greet each other And when you use it, we know there's a double meaning under And even if I wasn't picking cotton physically That don't mean I'm not infected by the history My grandmama was a slave, that shit gets to me And you ain't got no motherfucking sympathy, you pussy nigga I'm sorry, you can never fail my life trying to have faith but i never felt all right it's hard to elevate when this country's ran by whites judging me by my skin color and my blackness trying to find a job and ain't nobody call me back yet now i gotta sell drugs and put food in my cabinet you crackers ain't slick this is all a part of your tactics don't talk about no motherfucking taxes when i ain't making no dough you think you know everything but you don't you want to copy our slang and everything that we know try to steal black culture and make it your own whoa Fuck, I'm exhausted. I can't even drive without the cops trying to star shit. I'm tired of this systematic racism bullshit. All you do is false shit. This the shit that I'm false with. And you don't know shit about my people. That's what bothers you. You don't know about no fried chicken or no barbecue. You don't know about the two step or no loose change. You don't know about no two chains or no Kool Aid. You don't know. And even though Barack was half as black, you hated President Obama. I know that's a fact. You can't wait to get him out and put a cracker back. And then you gave us Donald Trump, and I was paid back for that. I'm not racist. I never lied, but I know there's a disconnect between your culture and mine. Yeah, I praised Tupac like he was a fucking god. He was fighting for his life right before he fucking died. Nigga, die, nigga. And all you care about is money and power and being ugly. And that's the cracking within you. Hatred all in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you teach it to your children until the cycle continue. Blaming on Puerto Rico. blaming on OJ. Blame it on everybody except for your own race. Blame it on black niggas and blaming on black citizens. Aim at the black businesses. I ain't saying I'm innocent, but... I might be any day now Treating everybody how you want In any way how I swear North Korea About to bomb us any day now And now I'm ducking Every time I hear a fucking plane now Shit You know I make a lot of sense But you just can't admit it When Eminem went against Trump That was the illest Cause even though he's white He let us know he's standing with us I'm not racist But I cry a lot You don't know what it's like To be in a frying pot You don't know what it's like To mind your business And get stopped by the cops And I know if you about to die or not you worry about your life, so you take mine. I love you, but I fucking hate you at the same time. I wish we could trade shoes or so we could change lives so we can understand each other more, but that'll take time. I'm not racist. It's like we living in the same building but split into both sides. I'm not racist. But there's two sides of every story, and now you know mine. Can't erase the scars with a bandage. Hoping maybe we can come to an understanding Agree to disagree We can have an understanding I'm not racist
0: Alright, that about wraps up our first episode Of Deep Fried Thoughts Podcast I just want to thank you guys uh, for being here Uh, And those of you that have stuck around uh, I know this one was a little bit long But uh, I hope it was helpful And uh, like I said, please don't forget to uh continue the conversation uh whether it be on instagram at deepfriedthoughts.podcast thoughts podcast uh or on the youtube channel deep fried thoughts podcast uh you know keep keep it going unfortunately we did have some issues with the video and it did cut out uh at some point uh during the end of it uh so we'll just switch it over to audio only uh so i do apologize for that we'll figure out these things as we move along and navigate this uh this podcast and uh again uh thank you and uh much love.